Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Finbar, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Welcome to Rolling with Difficulty and the crew of the Peraspera. Uh, my name is Austin. I am the DM. Uh, with me, uh, we have our adventuring party. Uh, if you want to introduce your person name, we'll introduce characters in a little bit, but just round robin it uh, so people can learn some uh, names with voices. Noir, if you want to go first. Hi, I am. I'm Noir. Good. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and who are... We have an enthusiastic bunch. Good start. <laughs> Wally? Uh, hey, uh, I'm Wally. I'm just here so I don't get fined, uh, but I'm uh, glad to be here. Sophia? Hey, I'm Sophia. I'm uh, really excited to be on yet another podcast, and I'm very happy to, very happy to be here. <laughs> this is all I do. And <laughs> she never leaves the chair. And last but not least, of course, Red. <laughs> Hello, I'm Red, and this is to date the third podcast that Sophia has gotten me into. <laughs> it's my special skill. It's an addiction, it's a sickness, much like d and I'm like a genie trapped in a lamp, but I'm trapped in a microphone, and then Red keeps just carrying that microphone around with her, and we keep ending up on the same podcast. Yep, it's your own yep. volition, too. You're the, one that, you're the one that pitched this to us. It's more like you're yeah. the cursed artifact in my pocket that keeps whispering dark temptations into my ear. Oh, well, I'm going to write that down. You have plenty more hours palm. in the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a future plot hook right there. Uh, oh, yeah. You're all oh, welcome. No. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, which of course you are, because this is our very first episode, uh, this is our D&D campaign set in our version uh, of the Planescape, which is the overall mythos around most Dungeons and Dragons. If you're familiar, then I'm sure there'll be a lot of things that you recognize, some new things. Uh, if you are unfamiliar, then buckle the fuck up, because this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything else that we need to go over before we actually get into the game. Thanks for joining, and we hope you enjoy the show. Let's get weird. Let the Woo. games begin. We begin. A dark room with huge curved walls, a sloping ceiling, uh, dark around the edges, but lit from the center by a flameless purple light on this brazier just resting in the middle of the floor. Uh, standing hunched over, cast in shadow from this purple light, a figure hunched looking in, who turns slightly to appraise a woman who approaches. We see a woman dressed in robes, green and shimmering purple, uh, her slightly graying hair pulled back into a tight bun. Ah, she kneels down both of her knees, some feet away from the shadowed figure. Whether she does so in reverence or fear is impossible to tell from her austere face. She speaks. All we could spare have been dispatched. If she drifts, makes her way to any inhabited place in the wheel, she'll be found. A moment of silence. She speaks again. It is still unclear, but if she knew of the portal, it's possible she learned of more. The loss to our flock has been significant to obtain the powers needed to track her, but we can always recruit more. She fled to the Astral Sea. I dared not follow for what might become of us if we 
were found there. For the first time, the face betrays fear. The voice breaks. The figure approaches her. Long fingers caress her head as if a pet. Her shaking stops. She cranes up to look at the figure. I swear it on my life. Kiana will be found. Yay! Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to Rolling with Difficulty. We smash cut to an endless <laughs> sky over an endless sea of thick white clouds emerging from those clouds. The spire of a mountain, precarious and narrow, like a huge stone needle thrust into the sky. Orbiting its peak, a ring slowly rotating like a halo. As we draw near, we see it is in fact a Taurus, and inside the ring, a city filling the entire surface, the buildings forever uh, floating horizontally in the sky. Ships dart to and from the edge of the city, impossible shapes and sizes, some open-backed skiffs manned by all various different uh, beings of shapes and sizes, some massive galleons lined with uh, shimmering scales, red, white, black, green, blue, others with strange and bizarre shapes, uh, a dragonfly, a hammerhead shark, a bat with four wings. They sail hurriedly about, darting in and out from these docks that extend out into the sky. Some drift away from port and then vanish out of existence. Welcome to the City of Doors, the Great Cage, the hub of the Great Wheel that is the Planescape, the greatest city of this world and all worlds known and unknown, Sigil. As we move in, turning so that we can enter this horizontal city, uh, we see busy winding streets, buildings of all sorts of different architectures, spires, blue and copper rising into the air, stretching towards the mountain summit, cobblestone streets, archways, and brilliantly gold domes. Walking these narrow and winding streets, we see all sorts of humanoids and other things of different ancestries. Regular humans wearing uh, rules, uh, robes, <laughs> wearing, robes <laughs> wearing robes of jeweled tones. Elves, some with gold and some with blue skin. Dwarves, uh, their heads wreathed in fire. We see gnomes, both flesh and mechanical. Jotunkin, fiend-touched, beast folk, children of the primordials, mechanites, more unrecognizable still. Uh, a pack of humanoid hyenas snap and jeer at people who pass by. A massive devil, its red wings folded and its horns adorned with gold, leans against a wall, appearing to be in deep conversation with an angel who floats lazily above the ground, seven open eyes on its face and blue shimmering wings. We see a group of the raven folk, Kenku, in dark robes that are pulled over their eyes, uh, walk in single file past a ghost at a stall that seems to be butchering some sort of large ethereal insect for consumption. Two giants, one dark-skinned with red hair and ebony plate, another light blue wearing what looks like Roman centurion armor, lean on a building and arm wrestle as one boom fist comes down. All sorts of little frog folk uh, scurry out from the building and begin yelling in an unknown tongue. Uh, it is here amidst all of this chaos, this great hubbub of the neutral place in existence, that our story begins uh, where all the worlds gather, so do our four adventurers making their way through the busy market ward. If I could have uh, Kiana please describe herself. Ooh. Hey, uh, yeah. So I am Kiana. I am a runaway. This got established. Eh, I, I don't know how 
assume this is after session zero, depending on how soon it is. I might you be guys are <laughs> walking, leaving the fight you were in to the safe oh. place that Finbar has uh, mentioned you should go to. Perfect. In that case, I'm looking somewhat the worse for wear. <laughs> um, I appear as a uh, fairly short but solidly built human humanoid human-ish young woman with uh, tan skin, but very pale yellow hair and eyes, and a pearlescent purplish monk's uniform that uh, has seen better days on account of certain things that happened fairly recently, only some of them caused by my own party. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) You know, the DM can never plan for the damage you do to yourselves. For the record, like, uh, you got some good hits in, but the majority of the damage I took that fight was from Danny. (laughs) I said I was sorry. (laughs) Hey, it's water under the bridge. I've had way worse. Uh, How is Kiana doing in this new setting? I think I've snapped right back to full sensory overload. Like, (laughs) this is the coolest, liveliest place I've ever been in. I've only been here for what feels like, I don't know, 10 minutes? And uh, this is worth all the all the complexities, all the shenanigans, all of the floating in the astral sea for possibly weeks, all that stuff, so worth it just to be here. And the fact that I am now at least, you know, welcome on this ship that's gonna take me all these other cool places, like everything's coming up Kiana as far as I'm concerned <laughs> with my one third, my hit point total still left. Excellent. Uh, we see this wide-eyed Kiana, as you described, uh, taking in yeah. with the sensory overload. Um, a brief moment, we linger on the singed pearlescent robes <laughs> and then pan over to uh, the one walking beside her, Danny. if you would please describe yourself. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you see next to her um, the source of the, the singe, an, an orange fire genasi. She's sort of a little lankier and hunched over. She's walking a little fun, but she's got a set of mechanics coveralls tied up around her waist and a black sleeveless turtleneck on. Uh, over top of all of this, sort of like a sleeveless green trench coat. Um, on her on her arms, you can see a set of progressively smaller black band tattoos uh, and matching sort of uh, under-eye tattoos that give her sort of the permanent tired raccoon look. <laughs> she's got her hair tied up in a loose ponytail, a bunch of strands falling down in the front that are held back by her her sort of oddly glowing blue goggles. Uh, and her hair, it, it's it's black on the top and sort of the undercut area almost looks like magma and her whole, the sides of her face and neck are sort of, have a red glow from that. Normally at her side, you would see a, a small mechanical cat, but Plug is back on the ship, probably trying to catch all the computer mice la- la- lounging about. Uh, <laughs> and right now, Danny's just sort of wiping off some of the soot on her hands from the last encounter they had. Mm. Excellent. Uh, near the middle of the pack, we see a uh, third figure. Um, Virla, if you would please describe yourself. Hello, I am Virla. He, he's kind of leaving behind a trail of various oils, lubricants, and, and, and just other, other things that have been used to sort of keep this mechanite functioning and whirring. Virla is very low on hit points, but he doesn't give any <laughs> indication that he is hurting in any way. He's, he's chugging along as usual, but what you see is sort of a tall, lanky uh, mechanite. His faceplate uh, is, is, is more or less featureless. He only has sort of like two holes where his eyes... His eyes are that sort of give off this blue glow. It kind of oddly enough gives him a very, uh, kind of a permanent inquisitive sort of look. His general armor and his plating, it used to be sort of uh, this this very 
gleaming chrome, but it has since patinaed over with age, and then even more so battle damaged from the recent encounter that we had. His joints are fit together with mechanics and also other uh, arcane enchantments currently, which are sort of sputtering and and uh, sort of very very thinly ho uh, holding on together. But you know, Virla is just kind of chugging along, walking with everyone else. He's feeling all right. <laughs> Fantastic. And then leading the party. Uh, knowing that you are rounding, uh, about to round the corner to your destination, Finbar, if you would please describe yourself. Uh, yes. Uh, howdy, y'all. Uh, Finbar is this, uh, very tall, uh, furbolg, uh, dark skin, clean-shaven, completely bald, and, uh, he's got, uh, two very curious artifacts strapped to, um, his belt, his sickle, and this very large, uh, glove. He's got a large backpack carrying, uh, the majority of, uh, the party supplies, um, and every once in a while, floating about him, coming in and out of his coat, um, you see, uh, a pixie or two. He... Looks like he's got a couple scratches on him, but uh, he's mostly keeping an eye out, making sure that everyone stays together, nobody on the street bothers them, um, and, you know, they get to where they're going. Fantastic. Uh, have you told the group where you intend to take them yet? Uh, yeah, uh, this little spot I know I spent uh, when I first got here, when I was first learning, uh, you know, how, how to cook. Uh, this, this, was, uh, this, was where, uh, this is where I learned uh, most of my things. So, uh, this right here, this is... It's a school. Uh, of sorts. Uh, you, you could say it that way. It's, it's more of a... It's, it's, a, it's a restaurant, you know? So it's, oh. it's a oh. eating hole, you know? This is this is the Sprite Spring. You know, my my uh, mentor, Cardamon, used to work here. Uh, he Actually, he started it. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, after he passed, I yeah, this was the first place I went. I spent some time at the academy and... Uh, this is where I learned most of my cooking. Do you think they serve omelets there? <laughs> uh, yeah, omelets from well, any anything that lays an egg, we could turn that shit into an omelet. So it's a special building just for food? Huh. Yeah, it, you don't have those where you're from? Um, maybe if you're like more trained and like higher up in the, I mean, there might be restaurants, I don't know. <laughs> Do you not have a? I, did you not have a mess hall in your? Oh, I previous... mean, there was like a room for food, but like the food was like an afterthought. It was like, you know, if you don't eat, you die. So you know, you, you need to eat. But like, that's it's about all the thought that got put into it. Also, what's an omelet? Uh, you like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's eggs and uh, uh, Finbar. What's eggs. an omelet? Okay. <laughs> it's best if I just. Serve one up for y'all. Okay, let's let's get in <laughs> here. Y'all right. sit down. Y'all can have a taste. You say that as you round the corner. Um, I would love an omelet. This is an area of <laughs> this is an area <laughs> of the market ward that is not as oppressively clustered as a lot of the rest of it. Um, in fact, there's some open greenery here, and in fact, you can see the tree as you round the corner. Um, I will actually go ahead and bring you guys over to the map just so you can get a get a little little taste. Um, welcome to the wow. Sprite Spring. You round the corner uh, and you see a building somewhat quaint, uh, stone, just a single floor, a chimney rising up in the back. There's you know, sort of like a rain barrel up front. Uh, the roof is uh, slates, but they're like um, like a deep forest green. And in fact, there's like kind of moss growing up a ton of this building. Oh. 
Most peculiar is you see there is a huge tree that towers and kind of shade, uh, grants some shade to this building that has a chimney poking out of it. And in fact, there was a door to the outside. Uh, the, the, the tree is hollowed out and is the kitchen, uh, and the entire interior of the building is just the eatery section. You guys uh, approach and enter. You see there's like a long hallway, some like carpets and stuff. There's a white deer head on the wall. Uh, and as you open the door, it just turns its head slowly to look at you, closes its eyes and just gives it a little sup nod. Oh, not so Hello. back. I am That's probably Bill. normal. It turns to look back straight ahead. <laughs> uh, that old thing, that, that's been here since up before I got there. Pay no mind. Fantastic. As you see, there's plenty of places to go. You want to grab a seat? You want to go to the bar? What would you like to do? Uh, against all odds, this uh, campaign, which takes place in the vast planescape, infinite worlds and possibilities, uh, is starting in a tavern. Oh, how dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to go grab a seat, go grab a table, sit yourselves down, relax. I'm gonna go ahead in the kitchen, uh, see what's going on when I, I'll get you an omelet. Y'all need anything else right now? Uh, Virla, do you want, what do you, can you eat omelets? I would like to try an omelet. Omelet for the robot. <laughs> Alright. Is there, is there like a, um, okay, so the protocol for this place, is there some kind of list of what, you can eat here? Oh, oh, you want a, like a menu? Yeah, we menu. can get you a menu. That's what, okay, cool. Yeah, let's give that a shot. Is it good? Is it like tasty or like nutritious or? Are you going to uh, eat the tasty? menu? Tasty, yes. Nutritious, that's up to you. Okay. Well, I'll try this menu I'm curious about. Oh, no, don't eat it. Don't eat <laughs> the menu. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, that the menu has the list of food on it. And you you oh, pick from whatever okay. sounds good. And mm. then, you know, we go and bring it to you. All right, all right. I'm up to speed. Okay, yeah. Gonna nail Don't eat this the thing. menu. Fantastic. Uh, you guys all enter. Finbar, you know where to go um, if you'd like to go to the kitchen. Uh, the rest of you, if you want to move to any seats, uh, the opening seats are the ones you see. So, Finbar, you make your way through. Uh, you see there's, like, patrons milling about. It's still, like, kind of, like, early-ish in the day. But also, Sigil doesn't have, like, a real hard, fast work cycle. So, there is, like, food rushes, but it can kind of depend in any case, it seems that there isn't one going on right now. Some mixed parties around here. Uh, there's like there's a whole like huge like um, what do you call a group of dwarves? <laughs> uh, you know, like a group of rhinos is a charge. There's a like, whole clan of oh, dwarves yeah. sitting in the corner over uh, at this huge long table. Yeah, a clan. Sure. Um, you make your way through. Uh, I believe it's the, called a fellowship. A fellowship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you make your way through uh, the bar. Uh, there's a, a pixie sort of a like bald head, a little overweight. That's uh, got a tiny little rag. Is cleaning out a full sized uh, drinking glass. Uh, sees you walk past. He goes, "Hey, it's Finbar. Finbar's back. Uh, you know this to be uh, Peace Blossom." Who's the bartender here? Hey, what's going on, Flower? How's it going? Oh man, it's been forever. How you doing? Uh, hey, we're just coming back. Uh, picked up, stole away out in the sea. Uh, oh, they got oh. banged up down in the um, lower ward we were. Uh, uh, yes, you were. Yes. Oh yeah, nasty place over there. Yeah, so they they're just resting up in the in the mess hall right now. I'm just gonna go check in the kitchen. Do you know who's who's working today? Oh yes, uh, Sydney's in today. Sydney, hi. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you mind if I just wa walk in, go say hi? Uh, of course not. I'm sure she uh, have to have a you know little change of pace. Uh, she's in she's in spring today, so uh, don't worry. Uh, uh, she's in a good mood. All right, yeah. All right, great. 
fantastic. Cool. You make your way out back uh, and into the tree. It's a kitchen and it is cluttered. It is messy. A, a figure hurries, uh, frankly, back and forth. Uh, Sidonie is a, a female Eladrin, so she is an elf, but specifically fey touched, uh, and she is currently in her spring form. Uh, so you can hear her humming and skipping around. Uh, she uh, puts on some mitts and pulls uh, what looks like a huge pie uh, out of the uh, out of the oven and rests it down, takes them off, then turns uh, and sees you. Oh, Finbar, you are back. It is such a such a surprise to see you. I did not expect to see you anytime soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back, Sydney. You, you need some help? And I sort of shake my coat, and um, pixies all of a sudden fly out, um, and they immediately start helping uh, the Eladrin in any way that they can. Many hands, light work. You know that I'm always a fan of uh, assistance. You know the kitchen. Please, come in. Do what you will. All right, yeah. Don't mind me. All right, you set to work making uh, omelets, I assume? A couple omelets. <laughs> yeah, there's ax- yeah, there's Axby gags. So that's what's fresh right oh, now. Oh, fantastic. Uh, which for compare, uh, f- uh, are about the size of an ostrich egg oh. um, and far tougher to get through. You need you need like special uh, tools to break it open. But Finbar, you're this Someone nonsense. Someone say you special tools. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, 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 let's keep you out of the kitchen now. <laughs> we move back to the uh, one of the dining rooms. Fearla is sitting at it uh, and Danny both sitting at chairs. Kiana on... Maybe the most comfortable couch you've ever sat it's on. It's a sitting surface, but it's soft. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's green velvet. It's, uh, wow. Wow. it's pretty nice. You guys all take your seat. Is there anything you would like to discuss bef- uh, while you wait for uh, Just when we walk in, I'd like to sort of scan the room and see if there's anything mechanical here besides Virla at all. Any devices, even if they're on another patron. <laughs> please, please uh, make a perception check. Ooh, not terrible. Okay, but I do notably have a minus one to perception, so that's an 11. Oh, buddy. <laughs> um, you uh, do a quick scan. You kind of poke your head into the other rooms to take a look. Um, you see the dwarves. Uh, there's one room that's empty. There's like a huge direwolf pelt spread out on the floor. Oh. You poke your head into the uh, the bar room. You see Peace Blossom uh, flying around. Uh, there's also a uh, what looks like a giant tortoise sitting on the on the bar, um, which no one's really paying any mind to currently. Inside your room, you see there are, um, uh, there's a, uh, hyena folk, which are the, the gnolls. There's a, uh, a thrykreen, which are, like, giant preys, praying mantis ant people. Um, and there is, uh, an oread, which is a, uh, a fire fae, uh, sitting at that table discussing something. There it seems to be nothing mechanical here, uh, this is this is a try and true Feywild Wild bar. Mm. So there is and restaurant. There is uh, not much in the way of influence from Mechanis or uh, any place like that here. I know it's unlikely considering we just dealt with this situation, but I am probably just enough on edge to also do a quick scan just to see like, yo, know, is anyone is anyone like squaring up subtly or like getting ready to to do anything bad to us? <laughs> Go ahead, roll me a perception right. check as well. This one. Or in or insight. I feel like insight might also be Which appropriate. Your choice. Which is better for me? Um, oh, insight. Insight is much better because mm. I'm actually proficient in that. Hacha. Oh, okay. Well, I rolled it. I rolled a ten, so I got a seventeen. <laughs> nice. Seventeen's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone here. The dwarves are doing their own thing. The dwarves have actually gathered around the fireplace, and it's the fire's starting to go down a little bit, and they're starting to harmonize, oh, which that's is pretty. probably something you want to fuck with. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'll just appreciate it. Um, you do notice that the three figures kind of like uh, sort of lower their voices when you come in and sit down. They're not like drawing weapons or anything. Um, yeah, that's completely but normal. This is like a big 
a big place and you just came in and sat down in the room they were in, so. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Virla, do you, you need any fine-tuning? How's all the, you know, metal plate holding together? I fear that my physical faculties are beginning to fail, but I am still functional as of now. Uh, okay, and I'll, I'll sort of lean over and start m casting mending, <laughs> whatever feels appropriate. <laughs> that is appreciated. I fear it will not do anything as far as my actual uh, systems and operation are concerned, but cosmetically I'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Stop leaking quite so much. There's <laughs> just like one little like gash with like, the oils leaking out that just sort of closes up. <laughs> yeah. Flex tape it up and call it a day. Mm -hmm. Basically. Virla, when he enters, he just gives a friendly wave to the trio, but he doesn't really communicate with them otherwise. Excellent. You guys have your little discussion about like how Virla is doing and wait, chairs can be comfortable? What? Uh Finbar, uh go ahead and just roll me a um let's go ahead and say this is a this is a wisdom. This is this is like tasting it as you go, you know? This is uh Okay. This is a labor of insight. You know you know just like what uh, uh of perception, just like what little bits to add to of different spices to make this thing really shine. Alright, yeah. Uh let's go for it. Not great. Plus proficiency plus whiz is going to be total of ten. Uh, ten. Yeah, it, it's uh, the the Axbeak eggs are uh, <laughs> are a little, are pretty tough to get through. So uh, you're worried you crack. got some eggshells in there, but uh, you're pretty you're pretty confident about your um, your like spice lineup. You uh, okay, yeah. You think uh, you know you throw a little um, you throw a little rothe milk in there. You think it's pretty saved. Uh, do you need help bringing this to the table? I can. Uh... Uh, take a moment. You see me grab like a giant server's plate and then one, two, three, four, uh, all in one hand. I said, no, nah, I think I got it. And I uh, saunter my way back towards the table. All right. You make your way back. You guys see Finbar comes in with these steaming plates. The omelets are enormous. Uh, it's like something out of like a Guy Fieri <laughs> challenge. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're huge. They're like burrito sized. He uh, puts one down at each plate. As he does, uh, Peace Blossom comes in. He's got a, a corked bottle, uh, places it down along with some glasses. Uh, he says, uh, Hey, uh, this one's on the house. I won't be needing your names for payment or anything. Oh. Uh, then he gives a little wink. Um, and he goes, uh, how special, uh, jubilation. Uh, glad to have you back, Finbar. Are you going to be staying in town for a while, or what's up? I don't know. I got to talk to the crew. We'll see what's going on. I mean, I'd love to get back out to the sea, but there's no place like home. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. You know, once you eat food in the Feywild, you can never leave, right? That's what they say. Hey, 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 huh? Aww. Hey, hey. He, he, he uh, flies off. <laughs> As he's saying that, Dan, he has already put a bite of omelet into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like, uh, you know, a, a 10 is like a good mm -hmm. omelet, you know? I'm going to carefully observe how Danny did that, and I'm going to do the exact same thing. Oh, do you guys have any hot sauce? A hot sauce? Uh, you see me I shake my coat, and one pixie darts out back towards the kitchen. 30 seconds later, it comes back carrying a little thing of hot sauce and oh, slides it onto the table. Yeah, this is, uh, this hot sauce is distilled from a, from a chili that is found, um, in, uh, Avernus, the first layer of hell. Oh, so this thing packs a bit of a kick. Yeah, just globbing that on the omelet. <laughs> yeah. You got fire resistance, you're Wait, good. so that's how you're supposed to eat an omelet? <laughs> yeah. With, it's, okay. It's like a little spice in your food, you know? That's how we do it on the plane of fire. Uh. Interesting. All right. Yeah, no, I, I would just be careful with that one. She, she's... Verla also takes some and just starts globbing it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
everyone who doesn't have fire resistance and is eating the hot sauce, please make a constitution saving throw. I'll make that con save. It, it should be said, Virla, Virla has, Virla's faceplate has no mouth, and does when, when he speaks, he doesn't <laughs> open, but he's still <laughs> t- doing the action of picking up the op, uh, picking up the omelet and just like m- moving it to his faceplate, but it just, <laughs> it just falls off unceremoniously, but you still hear him say, you know, mm, good food. That's really funny. Uh, I just rolled a three on my oh, con no. save. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, this is the worst thing you've ever eaten, and you've eaten some really, some really neutral, bland crap. <laughs> you immediately had to like spit it back out. Um, lit- actual brimstone comes out of your mouth. Honestly, exciting. <laughs> she says that her she's fully crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's really I kinda interesting. I swap her plate with mine. I, I take the one with the spice and I give mine. I have no oh. hot sauce on mine. I'm okay. not. I'm not doing that. Just, okay, you gotta make right. sure you eat. Woo. If you think that's good, you should try the fire slugs back in uh, the city of Brass sometime. They like sell them on the side of the road. Yummy. Great. Good food. Oh. Hmm. Like it, it's it's okay that you try to kill her in combat, <laughs> but like this is this the food. This is technically the she tried to kill me out okay, of combat let's, let's... too. So this isn't really new. Woo. Okay. Uh, just one party member fears for their life from another party. Oh my god! You guys enjoy. Uh, go ahead. Uh, take a t- go ahead. Roll up a short rest for yourself. Thank, thank you, DM. Let's do it. Okay. I'll consider Finbar's. Uh, we'll, we'll this like half an hour eating. Uh, we'll consider this um, with your food an expedited short rest. Uh, it's just that comforting. So uh, you guys can all get an extra D8 Ooh, on this awesome. short rest. We love having someone who knows how all to right. heal. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss, or do you guys just tear in? Well, I'm definitely going to be eating the non uh, the, the non uh, deadly omelet. And uh, it is it is definitely the most flavorful and wholesome thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. So, uh, I'm can I, I'm gonna roll a con save for uh, <laughs> uh, please yes please. It's not yeah. too te- DC thirteen. Uh-huh. Not, oh not too really? Thirteen. <laughs> okay. Well, now I just feel silly. Uh, uh, I got it. Just thirteen. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's this is tough. You definitely you're you're crying, but um yeah. Uh, uh, Danny is handling this like the um oh who was it who just ate those See chilies and killed my it? Ass. Oh, God, uh, was it oh what was the singer who just ate? Uh, if I was on, if it's the Lord, and if I was someone on the pod is listening, and Danny is the Lord of Hell. Yes, you're Danny is just Lord eating eating this right now. Like, yeah, it's good. Sorry to everyone listening to the podcast who was shouting at me. So, uh, uh, yeah, you guys dig, you guys dig in. Go yeah, on. so we got paid for the job, which uh-huh. is great. Um, I know that my yeah, uncle that was really impressive. We did, we did, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just want to confirm. Okay, we did. We I did. chased we did. them okay. down. Okay, before they mid combat, Danny yelled, "You guys aren't gonna right. pay okay. us." Good. <laughs> yeah, it was the coolest thing. Uh, they just, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, does anyone? Oh, does anyone try the drink? By the way, I will, unless anyone stops me. So. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, so the drink is called Jubilation, and it is most akin to a mead, but it is uh, brewed in the Feywild. You cannot brew it anywhere else, uh, and it tastes like joy. If you drink it, like immediately, it peps you up, uh, even if you're suffering from just having had a, uh, <laughs> a too hot omelet. 
uh, it immediately is uh, soothing and uh, invigorating. Um, you guys continue to eat. Uh, the party behind you gets up uh, and starts to make their way out. There's like a bunch of gla- mugs on glasses on the table. Uh, the Thrykreen has uh, has four arms, so it's holding two separate glasses. Yeah. As they get up to walk past, uh, the Thrykreen uh, stumbles a little bit and uh, half disguised, half I want you to know I'm doing this on purpose. Dumps the rest of an ale onto Virla's head. Virla does not really hey! care. Virla's still trying to drink Jubilation, by the way, who's just like, uh, it just sloshes like goblet clinking up right to his off. face plate. <laughs> Which yeah. is also pouring there's, down your face There is your no difference mask. in what Virla's experiencing now. The, the Noel immediately breaks into a cackling laughter. Oh, you guys think you're much of real funny, tough guys, don't you? Danny's got like oh, one no. foot up on the table now. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> the uh, Thrykreen turns to you and goes, because cool. uh, it has no mouth, just mandibles. Ah. Uh, the the Oread, which is the fire nymph, uh, walks up next to him uh, and says, you're the funny ones, I would assume, bringing a mechanites into a place like this. Is that bad? He's accounted for. Hello, I am Virla, and I Watch get yourself. up and I turn around to Virla, shake their hand. you call yourself. Nice. Just know where you belong on this side of the war, all right? Um, and she'll give you a little shove in the chest and Virla's push unfazed. past you. Virla's not even on the way to the door. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go yeah, the other way. No, they walk fully up over here. Virla, Virla, yes. I have a very important question. Do you want me to go punch that guy? If that'll make you happy, you please feel to. free to. But No, no, I'm good. I mean, I've got this drink, and this drink is really nice. But, like, you know. I have the suspicion just, just that, word. given in a place it's like this, um... There is somewhat something of an aversion uh, when it comes to mechanites and other, I suppose, things of mechanical nature. It does not phase me. People are just afraid of the future, man. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> They're afraid of the shit that's real. They also mentioned a war, which I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah, I didn't know about that either, but I was kind of hoping someone else would explain and I wouldn't have to ask. Yeah, so it's what they're talking about is the eternal cold war which is going on which is the fact that good and evil and law and chaos are eternally opposed there's no reason that uh, any mortal being which you all are would be necessarily on one side of the conflict or the other um, all mortal beings are imbued with choice that is what makes them mortal that means they can choose uh, where their philosophical lining uh, leanings may fall they have assumed that you are on the side of law because you're a mechanite and uh, as a result are treating you rather poorly uh, be- presumably because they're probably on the side of chaos Huh. Which is not atypical in a Feywild bar. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, well, you know, the punchy offer still stands. Just say the word. But, so they're, like, know. walking away from us out of the bar? Yep, so their backs are. are to <laughs> us now? Yep, they're going. Oh, no. Their backs are absolutely to you. They they, they bullied and uh, seem to feel like they're walking away, uh, you know, Any of them got any, here, like, so. loose threads on their clothes or anything that looked like if you pulled it just ever in the right way, they'd come undone? That's a, that's a big oh, ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll an investigation okay. check. This I'm better at. The Thrykreen is completely naked, so... Uh, dirty 20. Whoa. Dirty 20? Oh, this knoll is a fucking mess. You pull one knot, <laughs> he's coming undone. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Mage Hand and just aim for, like, a, any knot that looks like I could pants him with it and just pull on that. Go ahead and you uh, do like a spell attack. Let's just say DC 10. So go ahead and roll at your intelligence plus your proficiency bonus. Do you have I, mage hand? I Is do have mage hand, yes. <laughs> Artificers get cantrips. Yeah, too powerful. 
You go, Insert you that meme uh, where there's yeah. like Rangers are like, you're getting cantrips? <laughs> uh, that's a 15. Uh, oh yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, you pants this thing. He totally trips and goes prone. He was cackling uh, Joker style silence. Uh, all three of them stop and uh, turn around. Vesper, who is the uh, the the Oread, uh, is going to say, well, it appears we got a kindred spirit in chaos. Too bad we're going to have to kick your ass for that one. Oh, rad. Uh, please go ahead and roll initiative. No. Oh. Just oh, sitting I'd here. I'd love to do this with uh, two-thirds of my Just hit points. Just trying to enjoy my, my mead. Trying to drink my mead in the first place. I'm enjoying my mead. <laughs> I can't I can't let people try and come in here and be rude to my good boy Virla like that. They were being rude? All right. So... Virla is sitting at six. Good show, Noir. <laughs> Finn Parr's sitting at three. Oh my All god, right, guys! Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to Danny and say, uh, just don't break any of the furniture. All right? Uh, if I fix it after. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, Finn Bar, dust ups, dust ups are uh, not uncommon here. Yeah. No. No. He says, go for it. Don't break any of the furniture. Danny's Kick his like ass. breaking or cracking her knuckles. Ooh. I'm going to, uh, I, I'm, I noticed that I am currently between, oh, no, fortunately I'm out of the line of fire for a change. <laughs> so I'm just going to like take a hot minute to kind of just really appreciate the cushions on this couch for another couple <laughs> seconds before all hell breaks loose and I get set on fire again or something. The fight uh, begins, the three of them walking out the doorway, uh, <laughs> Roan, currently prone, uh, turns, uh, the Thrykreen pulls off of its back. Wolverine claw, what's with like brass knuckles with like claws on it? Uh, Vesper immediately, uh, little flames begin to lick up across her. Uh, Kiana, however, you are trained to notice the start of a fight even before the uh, other participants do. Yep. So you are up first. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to get over this table and come up on, right next to Virla if I can. Uh, I think that's well within my totally. movement. Totally, go for uh, it. Let me just. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, it's well within your movement. Good. Uh, I wouldn't. It's yeah. Okay. Uh, the next thing I'm going to do because I, at this point I'm like, oh, okay, a fight's happening. I know what to do. <laughs> so the first thing I'm gonna do yeah. is uh, use my bonus action uh, and a key point to summon my arms of the astral self. Yeah. You see, uh, she plays her hands together for you guys a now a normal sight you've seen this a few times pulls forth uh, spectral arms uh, longer than her own emerging from her body bit of a glimmer overtakes her uh, entire form uh, as she summons her astral arms the uh, embodiment of her true self uh, clawed and long with uh, sort of like spines rolling up them yep. uh, inhuman and terrifying I think you need me to make some deck yes, saves, right? Yes, I need you. I need, uh, actually, you know what? I want to move to be within 10 feet of all of them so that they all need to make deck saves. Go for it, yeah. What's your DC? The DC is 15. Okay. Uh, so the Thrykreen's going to fail, Vesper's going to save, and the Knoll is going to fail. Okay, so they are both going to take 2d6 of force damage. Jesus. Good start. Do they take half damage on a save or just none? Succeed on a deck save or take 2d6 force damage. It doesn't say half damage if they succeed. So uh, those two take nine. So yeah, it's just all in nine. Yep, nine damage. Oh, fantastic. Yep. That's great. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yeah, there's like a, a psychic shockwave and they both take nine damage. Fantastic. Uh, thrown back. Uh, Vesper, though, is uh, technically uh, is, is Fey and is made of a little stronger stuff than that. Hmm. Uh, you have an action? Yes. Let's see. 
I am actually going to... Can I hold my attack? Because I've already done yes, stuff. Yes, you absolutely can. Yeah, you can hold your action, which is, yeah, in this case, the attack action. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I I don't really feel comfortable just, like, vaulting over a table and decking somebody unprovoked. Uh, I mean, uh, not, not, like, super provoked. I, I, I'm gonna... I think I'm just gonna kind of do my cool little, like, Matrix-style, you know... Kung Fu pose, uh, and wait for them to do something that makes me feel justified in punching them. Fantastic. Well, you probably aren't going to have to wait long. Good. Because <laughs> uh, it's Vesper's turn. Uh, actually, really quick, Danny, what's your dexterity? Uh, my dexterity is uh, 14, so plus two. Oh, shit. So is the Orient. All right, go ahead and roll me a d20. We're gonna. See, it's a roll off to Ooh. see who's going to go first, Woo! you or... Mm, I rolled a four, so... Oh, buddy. Uh, they rolled a 14, so yes. they are going first. Okay. <laughs> so they'll go ahead and cast... Uh, scorching ray. You see um, hands come together and as they pull apart three Uh-oh. balls of fire. I've seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like Virla, so they're probably gonna, they'll split this up a little bit. Uh, Vesper is definitely smart enough to know that Danny is not gonna take get hit by this very well, but she'll throw one at Kiana, one at Finbar, and one at um, yeah. one at our Mecha Knight. Uh, okay, Finbar. He's plus just, six. Does a 13 hit uh, Virla? Uh, yeah, yes, it does. It does? Okay. Uh, a t- 10 is not going to hit Kiana, and a I rolled really bad, Yay! and a 10 is not going to hit Finbar either. <laughs> no, I kind of just angle my omelet, and I pick it off the <laughs> table, and it scorches it a little bit. Like, so ah, much for not to... <laughs> uh, Virla, you take six fire damage. Okay. Yeah, you see the flames lick off of Virla's body. Um... So the stuff's probably melting, but Virla shows no indication of it. <laughs> Can we well, please get this up. man he, some healing? Yeah, he healed up. Um, this, this bot? So he, he, he's actually he's pretty close to full, but oh, now good. he's a little less close to full. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Is, does so that trigger held Kiana? Action. Yeah, oh. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so I'm going to take my held action. And I, fortunately, my arms of the astral self have a 10-foot reach, so I don't even need to close to whack them. So, uh, yes, I am going to make my first attack. And I remember how this works from last time, just barely. Hacha. Oh, that's embarrassing. Does a 16 hit? Uh, a 16 ju- uh, against uh, the uh, Oread? Yes. Vesper? Yes. Yeah, just hits. Yes! Okay, cool. Uh, so that is going to be... Uh, six, uh, force damage, I think. It's got the, like, the Uh, fire. Yeah, it should be, I think it's a d6 plus your, uh, dexterity. It's it's 1d6 plus four, but I rolled two, so it's six. Um, Got it, yep. So six, she takes six force damage. As you punch her, uh, a gout of flame is going to spill out, uh, and shoot back towards you up the astral arm. Could I get you to make a dexterity saving throw, please? Uh, yes. Just a second. Um... 18. 18 will save, so you'll take half damage on this. So that's 17 down to 8 huh. fire damage from the Hellish Rebuke. Uh, oh, oh, fantastico. Can she do that every time? No. <laughs> uh, that's her reaction. Oh, good. Okay, awesome. So she gets one of those. So if you want to punch again, feel free. I definitely want to punch again. Uh, also, I am probably going to need healing soon. Uh, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> Second punch. Hacha. 23. I mean, it's going to hit. Yeah. Ugh, 5 damage. Come on, man. Okay, new D6. Okay. That's five, uh, and I think that's both your attacks, correct? That is. That is both my attacks. Boom, boom. You hold back, and then after she shoots out the fire, counter, you get scorched a little bit, but you're pretty light on your feet, managed to avoid the bulk of it, and you're still keeping all of them at a 10-foot reach to sort of avoid any uh, present stabbings. 
Yep. That brings us to Danny. Across the room, sitting in your chair, enjoying your extremely hot omelet. Danny, what would you like to do? Danny, like, kicks off the table to kind of get up out of her chair, and she's gonna run sort of across the room. There's a, a couch across the way, and leap over it, now directly <laughs> in line with all of the guys. And she puts her hands out in front of her and sort of like pulling from hammer space, this uh, small force ballista appears in her arms. I'm summoning a, a tiny arcane cannon. Uh, and I'm gonna- Don't hit any of the furniture. <laughs> I'm aiming over the furniture and Danny's gonna fire off a force <laughs> shot at uh, the Talak in front. What does this Eldritch Cannon look uh, like? Please describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one doesn't have feet because it's tiny oh. and I'm holding it, unfortunately. But it's sort of just like a long, um, it almost looks like a rail gun, but handheld. Oh, it's fantastic. I think it could still have feet. Like you're, you're holding it like like a, right, like yeah, a hawk yeah. person. Yeah, so I summon it and like uh, underneath her like back arm, because Danny's sort of two-handed holding this cannon, basically. There's just two like robot chicken feet sticking out the back, <laughs> flailing a little bit. I was going to say, like, like a chicken you've caught, you've got it under your arm. <laughs> yeah, this cursed fucking doodle jump monster is going to shoot. Go ahead and roll to attack. Yeah, and I'm aiming at the, uh, the Talek. Summoning it does psychic Talek damage is to the, uh, the Thrykreen. Go ahead and attack. Uh, I didn't roll well before, but I rolled pretty good now, because that's a natural 20, baby. Woo! Woo! Oh, yes. There we go. All right. Go ahead and roll some guys, we gotta be rolling, damage. We're going to be rolling worse. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is antithetical <laughs> yeah. to our branding. Guys, this is supposed to be a challenge. <laughs> I'm still down like 10 hit points. I don't mind if we just wipe the floor with these guys. Fair enough. <laughs> so that's 2d8 force damage. How are we doing Jesus crits Christ. on... So the way that crits work is, and I'll explain this for everyone listening too, you roll the dice uh, and then you take the max damage on the dice and add those together along with any modifiers. So in this case, you'll be rolling 2d8 plus 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, Eight plus sixteen. Yeah. So that's gonna bring us up 24. to twenty-four. Uh, and also the so the reason I chose the force ballista is because its effect is that if you hit someone with it, it pushes them five feet away from the cannon. So what I'm hoping I could accomplish is to just kind of domino them over <laughs> since they're all lined up in a row. Oh please, please tell me that okay. works. Okay. I'm gonna let there be a roll for this, okay. and it's gonna be stupid okay. high. Okay. I mean, you just rolled a natural. You just rolled a natural twenty, so it's. I'm gonna say it's definitely possible. Yeah, go ahead and make a intelligence check. You're definitely not proficient with using a cannon this way. It's improvised. So go ahead and make an intelligence check, and I want to say hit a DC. This is definitely not easy. DC seventeen. Okay. Okay. Intelligence check. But you know what? You know what? Uh, you're gonna get an inspiration for this idea. So. <laughs> oh, nice. You can save it, or you can roll the D six onto this roll if you'd like. Okay, uh, I'm gonna roll the d6. Another house rule we use here is that inspirations, uh, you can have multiple, and it's not a re-roll, it is a, um, whatever the equivalent bardic inspiration dice, uh, would be, that's what, uh, an inspiration dice uses. Uh, this lets me just hand out a lot more, and people use them a lot more freely without making it too swingy in terms of everyone just has a bunch of luck now. I really hope this works because the perspective from my angle is going to be so funny. Yeah, well, I got great <laughs> news for you, Kiana, because I rolled with the inspiration an 18 nice. total. Yes! You fire. Um, this catches the Thrykreen square in the chest. This guy does uh, cannot block this at all. I'll tell you, this guy is 
messed up. Uh, he goes down, three arms reach back to catch him, and he instead lands on uh, Vesper uh, up against her. Like, she's got, like, charcoal, like, uh, rocky skin. Knocks her down. The Noel, uh Rowan is starting to stand up from having his hands get down and just crushes all of them. Ooh. All three are currently prone. Uh, do without what you will. Is that your oh, whole turn? Please God. say yes. Danny just picks up the cannon and, like, blows on it. <laughs> that's what you get for mixing with mechanics, bitch! And that's my turn. I don't have any bonus actions. Oh, that's I, really, my turn. I really hoped you would go fucking Columbo one more thing. Fantastic. <laughs> Talik is gonna scramble up from prone and rush over. Whoa. Talik is near... is not looking good, guys. Uh, breathe on him strong. He's gonna be dead. Uh, he does have a standing leap of 30 feet. Oh, I don't know if that mattered, but it doesn't. Uh, he's gonna make one bite and one claw attack. So first with the claw against Danny. Okay. Uh, that is a 14 to hit. That does not hit. My AC is 15. Okay. Uh, and then a uh, comes in uh, two claws miss, uh, lunges past, and is gonna come in with a bite. Uh the most cocked a dice has ever been. Yes, natural 16, so it's a 19 I'm total. I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield to bring my AC up to 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, he comes in with a bite, and you just slam. Uh, you throw. What does your shield look like? I'm curious. It's sort of just like a big spectral gear that pops up, like kind of off the side of her arm where a cuff would be. Nice. So she just sort of jukes in whatever direction she would dodge in, and there's just a big like floating orange gear that blocks the attack. Where mandibles would sink into your arm, instead these these giant clacking things latch onto a uh, spectral uh, gear, and you uh, shake vigorously, and it falls backwards. It, get- uh, that's all of his turn. <laughs> this uh, fucking comedy of errors is going great. Uh, whiff, whiff, and turn. then slams against the shield. <laughs> Solid gold. Rowan is going to get up from prone and run over to Kiana and try to oh, buddy. stab. Oh, no. So he's going to make a spear attack. He pulls, you see, uh, two hand pulls a spear off of his back uh, and gives one of those uh, hyena cackles that I won't try to imitate because I've been practicing <laughs> all day for this moment and I can't do it. You gotta. Oh. If you're practicing, you gotta it's do so it. It's so hard. How did you know we were going to end up having to fight the hyena? <laughs> I didn't give him a name for nothing. That's going to be a 16 to hit, Kiana. Ooh, just barely misses, oh. my friend. Oh, motherfucker. 17 baby. <laughs> How come Austin doesn't get an inspiration? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, Good one, Austin. You come in and two, uh, two uh, uh, spectral arms block the incoming spear, uh, nearly yank it from his grasp, but hold on. Virla, your turn. Okay. Virla will just stand up, but he won't move anywhere. He will cast at the third level Tash's Mind Whip um, at Ro- Rowan and Ooh. Vesper. So I believe the two people that are kind of by Kiana. So that's a, an intelligence save? Yes, for the both of them. Neither of them are bright. We get some decent rolls here. Good. Uh, <laughs> minus two intelligence. Cool. A 15 for the gnolls. Rowan? Oh, I think Rowan saves. Yeah, my DC is uh, 15. Okay. Uh, Going to be a big fail on uh, Vesper, though. The Orient. Okay. Um, oh, shame. So, oh, I'm sorry. Magic resistance has advantage on saving throws against spells. Okay. That's even worse. Never mind. That uh, <laughs> even worse. Uh, Go ahead and tell me what Tasha's mind whip okay, does. Yeah. Um, so on a success, uh, they take 3d6 psychic damage, and they can't take a reaction until the end of Ooh. its next turn. Moreover, on its next turn, it must choose between only one of the three, either a move in action or a bonus action. Can't do Whoa. all three of those. Okay. Uh, so success, uh, just takes half do the... they take half damage on yeah, the save? Yeah, half damage, and it doesn't suffer cool. any of those other So effects. go ahead and tell me the yep. damage. So 3d6, uh, pretty decent. So uh, 13 for Vesper, I believe, and then that would be 12 for Rowan. 
13, so then half down yeah, to six. six yeah. I apologize for the aggression, but if you continue to do so, uh, if you continue to attack in this manner, we will have to defend ourselves. Ah, you're already fucking defending yourselves! Vesper's clutching her head now. Yeah, I think we're already defending <laughs> yeah, ourselves. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he says, I think that ship sailed, buddy. <laughs> fully aware that Kiana was the one who technically instigated this physical uh, <laughs> accostation. Uh, hey! Virla. They dumped it on your head! <laughs> yes, they, they were. No, 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 I know, I know. Virla stands, the chair falls backwards, uh, cl clatters on the ground. Finbar, what would you like to do? Tell me uh, he's got the omelet in one hand. Uh, I am. I'm currently <laughs> sitting down. I'm just cutting a piece right now, and I see this going down. Like, hmm, okay, yeah, nice. Uh, that's. Uh, and then you see him. He puts down his his utensils, and he uh sort of stands up and sort of disappears. Um, as I use Ooh. uh my hidden step as a furbold. Um, Ooh. Uh, it's purely for flavor this point um <laughs> and i say uh, and, I, and i appear behind uh talik and i say hi danny um oh hey uh and i whack him uh talik goes <laughs> and uh yeah language i whack him cool yes. are you in t i'm gonna let you finbar are you intending to kill this guy no uh, no no okay just for for the record people do die in single in fights um yeah so but i don't i don't want to clean up the body too but Fair enough. Go ahead, attack non-lethally. Uh, cool. You're look. I'll tell you right now. You need a 15 to hit. Okay. <laughs> well, at advantage, it was a two and then an 18. Nice. Oh, well, so okay. that's well, it. Nice. Uh, he had one big old hit point left. I... So how do you <laughs> how do you take Dang. him down? Uh, I take out the the butt of my uh, um sickle and I just, boom, knock him on the head. <laughs> um, yeah, his arms curl in like a spider that's been stepped on, uh, and he goes down, you're right next to that velvet couch, he flops down onto the couch and then slides off onto the floor. <laughs> um, and then I say, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go finish my omelet, you you finish up here. Yeah, 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 we got it. Thank you, Finbar. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> I've still got this hyena man all up in my face. Kiana, we come yes. back to you. All right. Uh, now, Please logically, end this I know. Comedy of errors. <laughs> All right. Logically, I know I should punch him, but I just gotta know: is it possible that one of those real spicy omelets is within arm's reach? <gasps> yes. Uh, you got ten foot arms. Ten foot arms. You got ten foot arms. Go for it. Right. Yes. Okay. You can, you can grab my use... plate. My plate was, was like Perfect. right here. Oh, it's awesome! The, it's, I want to use one of my unoccupied yeah. uh, astral arms and um, improvised weapon that uh, into uh, Mr. Hyena Man's face. Uh, I have no idea how this will stat out mechanically. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, this is an attack roll. Yes. Uh, so you'll have another attack uh, after this. Um, right. If you hit, he's going to have to do the con save, or uh, <laughs> and, uh, if he fails, I'll come up with something good. All right, and it's just my arms of the astral self attack? Wally might know. It's an improv atta uh, improvised attack, so this is going to be... Dec I'm going to say it's dexterity. Do you add proficiency for improvised weapons wally i don't know you do don't not think you do no no okay so kiana go ahead and roll an attack with just your dexterity so plus three or four or whatever it is oh no you can use your you can use your wisdom because it's your arms of the astral self but right if it were my dex it would be plus three but because of my wisdom it's actually plus four so i will give that go, a so shot go ahead go ahead and uh you're rolling to hit his ac is 15 so you gotta roll an 11 or higher all right well hopefully this works otherwise he's just gonna get a little bit omeleted <laughs> Okay, uh, it adds up to 18. <laughs> oh, uh, that hits. Uh, so Heck I'm going to go yes. ahead and roll a con save for him. Oh, please. Oh, yes. Stop being con. Oh, wait. Okay, so I rolled a 10. 
Let's see what his oh. con is. Constitution zero. That's a fail. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Let's see. This is. Oh, let's let's go ahead and say he's poisoned. Uh, he's so oh, you smack huge. him and it gets in his eyes. Uh, so he's gonna have disadvantage on everything. Uh, oh, that's one attack. Do you have a, a second attack? Have, of course yeah. I have a second Immediately attack. Immediately starts howling, howling, and uh, scratching at his face. All right, let's bop him. Uh, this one is unarmed, so I actually get my full bonus of plus seven. Okay, that adds up to 17. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, I, I was assuming. Uh, so that's going to be uh, nine points of force damage. Ooh. Um, Not too shabby. And now I get to decide... Yeah, you know what? We can do flurry of blows and just do that again. Um, <laughs> I, I forget. Are we homebrewing it so that doesn't cost key, or does that one still cost key? That costs um, key. Flurry of blows. Alrighty. One punch. One uh, one punch Ooh. in your bonus action is always free. Flurry of blows costs two. And uh, again, for the audience, we have a little homebrew because I personally feel that monks are taxed on resources. Uh, yep. Her step of the wind, so dash, dodge, or disengage is free, just like a row bonus action. And I think patient defense was the other one, but patient, flurry of yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Patient defense gives you the dodge. Yeah. So. All right. So two more unarmed strikes. First one. Eh. Oh, hello, natural twenty. Um, there we go. Nice. Okay, that's that's okay. a crit. Go ahead. Right. Uh, go ahead. Roll damage just in case. We'll see. Right. Okay. Uh. Okay. Fifteen. <sighs> this guy had sixteen hit points. He's Ooh. at one. Okay. Ooh. One more hit. Please tell me I actually hit this time. Fire in the uh, eyes, like clawing. One just <laughs> crack. Uh, astral arm comes up, and this yeah. guy, he's a cartoon, like teetering back and forth now. All right, one uh, more. A strong wind will take him down. That's All twice right. this fight. You guys have brought someone down to one. Not a crit, but it is a 19 total. Nice. Uh, cool. Would you like to kill him or non-lethal? I, I want a non-lethal. I mean, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did uh, seven points of damage, but yes. I'm going to hit him with the least spiky part of my astral fist. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Does a uh, 180 spin around and then slumps down <laughs> on the ground. His chin, the big chin slams on the ground. The teeth all clack together. Oh. Uh, Does that end your turn? It, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's about me. That's sorted, a mercy blow right there. You didn't even give him okay. a chance to be poisoned. <laughs> Exhilarating. It's Vesper's turn. Remind me, Noir, what, what's up with? Sh she can only take an action or a movement or something? She can only choose one of the three, a movement, uh, a bonus action, or an action. Cool. So she's going to choose a movement, mm. stand up from prone, mm -hmm. run away, which is going to provoke an attack of opportunity <laughs> from Kiana. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, really? Yeah. Fun oh, times. Yeah. Uh, just a regular feet. attack? Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, ooh, a 19. Well, that's a total of 26. I'm just going to assume that one hits. Yep, that's going right. to hit. And uh, uh, only five points of force damage this time. Uh, yeah, Vesper runs out the door. I'm going to do a quick... Uh, a little, a little love tap here. on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got... Danny, is there anything you would like to do? Just as she's running, like the spot she ends up, I'm going to cast Grease. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like Hold we pretty handily won, but I'd like to really hammer home the point that you don't mess with my boy, Virla. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, does she make the save at the beginning or the end of her turn? Uh, when oh, the grease, now when, or at the beginning yeah, of her when turn? When it appears, she makes the save. Uh, and if it end, she ends her turn there, then she would make the save again. But she makes it now as Fantastic. it appears. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. 
It's a shame we don't you, have momentum rules. Uh, you cast through <laughs> your uh, your arcane focus. Um, uh, she is running out there, uh, and suddenly the entire floor se- grease seeps up through the bottom. Uh, definitely a health code violation. She's yeah. gonna make a death save. Yeah, uh, we're, go- we're gonna have to clean that one up. A nine plus. It's not the furniture. Two and eleven is not gonna. No, definitely not gonna save. Fifteen is my save for that. So Ooh. does she go prone again? She goes prone. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh. She's fucking oh. kicking them all Feet down. Out from underneath her, slides, goes all the way into this door here. Boom, slams into it. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Uh, it's the two baddies' turns. Uh, they're both unconscious. Um, Virla, before you can act, uh. You see Vesper slides, falls, uh, is trying to get up feet like she's on roller, uh, like newborn giraffe feet trying to get up <laughs> from this oil. Uh, and you just hear a voice uh, coming from uh, in the hall, like someone who must have just entered, say, I don't know who you are, friend, but that's pretty embarrassing. Maybe you should just stay down. <laughs> um, and uh, um, oh, and there's, there's a glint of magic goes off and you see uh vesper immediately goes unconscious and slumps back oh uh, okay. finbar you recognize the voice ah uh, of course this, uh, uh it is uh, an old uh old friend of yours uh and the setting of course betrays uh in walks uh you see a uh human woman um uh finbar actually if you if you want to go ahead and uh give a description you know her better than i do um it is yes. in fact Elise. Yeah. Um so uh Elise is a human woman. She looks uh like a typical local of uh Sigil. Um she uh carries you've seen this sigil on me. It's a strange weird swirl uh in red. Um it's clear that uh we belong to the same artisanal guild of uh chefs. And, uh she has blonde curly hair she's uh, uh, a bit on the short side maybe five feet even very bubbly personality um and very quick with her magic yeah she walks in uh sees you finbar and goes i should have guessed finbar is reasonable as ever and somehow still getting into a dust-up hey look that's look it's, it's a whole thing that you know the making fun of the robot and all that and you know how the I let the folks settle it. And, you know, we had that. You didn't have to do all that. And now we got to clean up the grease. And now we got to take these bodies out. So, like, Elise, <laughs> just give, give us a second here. All right? Just, just give us a second. Hi, I'm new. She's... <laughs> you are new. Uh, she, she appraises. Uh, uh, none of you, except for Finbar, have actually ever met this person. Uh, up to Finbar, if he's ever mentioned her. Definitely not to Kiana, but if he's ever mentioned her no. to um, anyone else. No. Uh, no? Okay, yeah. So you never heard of this person, but she seems very familiar. Uh, you see she waves her hand and a pressed digitation clears away, uh, some of the scorch marks from the mist, uh, fire. Um, and she comes into the chair that, uh, Virla knocked down when he stood up and, uh, picks it up. This is why you should leave the cities to me and stay in your nonsense what's the place they call it with all the trees and the bugs the uh, forest the the Feywild? don't that's the word okay yes. well <laughs> the forest we had it okay um, at least she we turns <laughs> she turns to kiana uh says uh elise and you are uh kiana nice to meet you uh she shakes your hand um and then kind of looks you up and down uh turns to finbar says where's she from uh we, we picked her up back in the sea 
I didn't ask where you got her. I asked where she's from. She uh, turns back to appraise Kiana and she says, let's see, you're clearly not from around here. No, so, it's so exciting though. Different planer. Uh, no spell book. Any mage wouldn't be caught dead without that in Sigil. So I'm going to guess you're not here by arcane magic. Uh, no holy symbols. Don't think you use the old magics. You from the prime material plane? Um, possibly? Does that have any holes that go down, like, re real far? If, if it does, probably. I didn't go outside very uh, much. Holes that go down real far ex describes a lot of places, but... Okay, Yeah, right. judging by the shininess on you, I'm gonna say you're a Mundy. Um, oh. She huh. turns back to uh, Finbar and says... Is that good? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, she goes, it's it's fine. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the madness that is Sigil. Uh, and I assume you ended up here on accident if you're... Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, it kind of... I mean, there was intent involved, but... Uh, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't think I can give you very good answers to any of the questions you might have about me because I don't know either. It's okay. So, she, has, she, has, she has a lot well, of questions. Welcome to Sigil. Thank you. I'm going to start uh, fixing the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Not being able to give good answers is a running theme here. Uh, she good. turns to uh, she says, and are these, so these are the members of the crew you've been running with. Yeah, yeah. So this is this the crew of the Paraspera. We got Danny over here. Whiz with anything that isn't nature. Danny is crouched on the couch, like standing over <laughs> the dead body of, the, or the unconscious body of Talek with a gun in her hands. Gives a little wave. Uh, and then we got the robot over here, Virla. Hello. Uh, I am Virla. Also real smart. Uh, I've seen y'all get along Hello, real well. Virla. Uh, and you met Kiana? Yep. I have. Very sweet. Take a seat. Peace Blossom. Come, we need someone to clean this stuff up. He comes in, he's like, what do we talk? Oh, whoa, what did I miss in here? What what the fuck's going yeah. on? I was in here 90 seconds ago. Sorry, suddenly... Sorry about that, Blossom. <laughs> Felt longer. <laughs> uh, it's all right, all right. Hold on. He starts waving his hand, and uh, the, the three start magically levitating. Uh, yeah, Elise uh, turns back. She says, uh, talk to talk to Grayson, uh, who is the guy you bought the salt from, if you remember. Mm -hmm. uh, so it said you, was, said you were back in town, so I figured you'd stop by your old haunt. Should have assumed you'd do what you usually do as well. She turns back to the beat up people. Um, you guys still in the business of uh, picking up odd jobs? That's what you said the ship was sort of a, you know, a go for kind of situation, right? Yeah, we actually just finished, uh, I'd say, a very successful one not like an hour ago. <laughs> well, the job was successful. It was the everything wow. else that paid. was a little questionable. We did. That was really impressive. We got paid. We found out what was in the box. Spoiler alert. It was a bunch of eggs. And uh, the ship's intact. So I, I see this as an absolute win. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you do. See, this is why I've hung up my adventurer's outfit. Steady employment. Way safer. And you still get paid, it turns out. Huh. Yeah. You all seem so confused by that concept. Money is a little bit new to me Sorry, anyway. Sorry, shouldn't be judgmental. I know this is some <laughs> people's thing. Oh, well, let me tell you. Really? You're going to enjoy huh. it. I mean, it's kind of shiny. Anyway, uh, so I have a new employer, uh, and who just so happens to be in a bit of a spot. I thought, Finbar, if you, uh, I don't know, wanted to get your hands dirty on this one, you might be interested in... Uh, picking up an extra job i mean everybody here has got an equal vote i mean i'm always down for adventure you know that so i mean i'm also always down yeah. for adventure oh is there not a captain among you would Do you like to be our captain oh no 
no, no. A democracy. Um, <laughs> she smiles. Don't, no, don't give that to Elise. Nuh-uh. She ain't my captain. Flattered, that ain't certainly. I think I assumed the cat was in charge, but, uh... I mean, Plug is a very stately presence on the ship, but I don't know if he qualifies as the captain. Mm. I guess technically Vera's um, the captain, because it's she, I That makes sense to me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, that settles that. We're, 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 we're all the captain. We're all the captain. We're, we're all co-captains. Co -captain. Look at us. Look at us. We're all the captains now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She arches one eyebrow. Right. Okay, co-captains. Uh, if you're interested, uh, my employer is a bit of a uh, collector. Picks up odds and ends from uh, all over the uh, escape. Just so happens that his usual go-getters are tied up a little bit, so he's looking for someone to take care of a pressing matter. Interested? I mean, I'm yes. not hearing details. I'm excited, but... Well, you hear details from Hira. Uh, they've got an entrance to their demiplane about a 20-minute walk from here, and... Uh, if you're interested, you talk to the boss there, and then they'll give you the job. I think it sounds cool. Yeah, why not, right? Past experience suggests we're going to have to fight at least three people on the way, but eh. Oh, no, there, there's, there's always going to be that. Oh, don't yeah. worry. You run you run with me in my city, no one's going to fuck with you. Which, speaking of, we should get out of here before the Dabus show up. Oh, who are that? Is that yeah. bad? That sounds yeah. bad. She said, she turns to you and says, the Dabus are the, uh, the ladies sort of peacekeepers, enforcers, mostly they're just, they're not really interested in justice, just keeping things quiet. Oh, so okay, okay. Yeah, let's get out of here right now. Up, that makes them sound worse than they you are. They're not exactly, I get uh, it. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But we have to be going. They're mostly, they're mostly ambivalent to things, but even so, uh, talking to them is a huge pain because they don't actually speak. So best just to clear out. I am and, uh, already picking up, up anything that we've let, like someone's coat, you know, I'm just like, okay, yep, cool. I'm sold. Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, peace, Blossom. We're going to head out. All right, Finn. Yo, don't be a stranger. All right. Yeah, I'll be back. No time. Uh, all right, all right y'all. Grab everything. Right. Let's dip. Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let uh, Sidney know you said goodbye. Bye. You guys clean up what you can. The grease fades. <laughs> Unconscious bodies are piled on a dire wolf shaped <laughs> rug and you uh, make your way back out into the streets of Sigil. You guys enter, exit, I should say, out of the Sprite Spring and back into the bustling streets of Sigil. Uh, leading the way, Elise uh, leads you through the various winding streets, some wide streets with market stalls, others little like alleys that you finbar your wide shoulders. You're gonna have to like turn like 30 degrees to get through. <laughs> Elise knows all the back ways in and out. So this is her, uh, her, deal uh on the way she uh says so since i finished my training i uh i floated around here and there but most recently i took up employment under being called hira he they by the way called himself the grand connoisseur as personal chef and it's a pretty cushy gig anyway grand connoisseur's fancy way of saying this guy is a total hoarder Oh, They're great. interested in anything and everything that comes in from anywhere out in the planescape. So, huh. lots to see, lots to not touch. Okay. And keep in mind that while we're in Sigil, technically back in the plane of elemental air, they're quasi-royalty, so just mind manners and you should be fine. Best behavior, gotcha. Well, likes to be called the Grand Connoisseur or Your Grace, any. Any any flattery will really suit 
them just fine. Flattery. So. I... Gotcha. Grandy. Okay. Grandy? No. Butter yeah, up. Definitely, definitely you. Uh, she points <laughs> to uh, Danny because you're also primordial boar. You're also Janasi. Uh, uh, um, she points. She says, "Yeah, definitely you, especially." Maybe a title too, or meet. Uh... No, the genies and the Afrikis are the fire genies and air genies are mm. sometimes, you know, not as bad as Marids, mind you, but yeah, all right. even so, uh, or, you know, just okay. mind your mind your footsteps. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can mind flattery. my manners. I'm freaking polite, and Danny like strikes a match and lights a cigarette as she's walking on the side of her like <laughs> still out cannon. <laughs> I'm the pinnacle of politeness. <laughs> the little chicken legs. <laughs> uh, she turns to Finbar. She goes, "Is she gonna get me fired?" Honestly, I don't know. She. <laughs> He goes, all right, take a chance, make the boss happy. I know that headache. Know? It's okay. okay. It goes away. Um, could you give me does an example it, of how flattery would it... work? Just real quick, just so I know oh, what that looks like. Um, your Excellency, I have heard nothing but amazing tales of your exploits and grand collection. Truly, we are humbled to be uh, standing amongst your uh, wares and collections. Uh, thank you for treating with us. Okay, okay, and that's polite. That's that's like yes. what they want to hear. All right. I mean, it's okay. laying it on a bit thick, but for Hira, it would work. All right. Awesome. All right. I got cool. this. We're here. Um, you see, you've come to a smallish kind of like blue tower with a, like a cool spiral design that goes up it. For uh, probably everyone except Kiana, who is new to this stuff, uh, <laughs> this is definitely an entrance to a demi plane because uh, it's super small and this is exactly that kind of stuff that they do. There's a door. Elise rests her hand on it and whispers something to it, and a sort of like quick gold outline shines around it, and then she opens it, uh, and you see an interior space far larger than the exterior could possibly hold. Uh, she motions uh, to enter. Right before stepping through, Danny like tosses her cigarette on the ground, snuffs it out, and like dispels the cannon to try and look more presentable. Elise <laughs> <laughs> uh, will cast a prestidigitation to try and get some of the s- smell off of you. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Hey. Cool. That's your quaffed. Looking great, my friend. After all of you, Vir- please. Vir- it's like trying, trying to buff to out the worst of the, st- the soot marks. Polish his armor a little Roll bit. Roll initiative. No. Um, <laughs> you, you guys enter through the door, and as I said, those of you who are familiar immediately realize that you are inside of a demi-plane. In other words, a uh, not one of the great, real, true planes, the, the worlds that exist in this great wheel, but uh, a smaller pocket dimension, so to speak. The space inside is enormous. You have entered what seems to be like a courtyard. It seemed like it would be like a front lawn, but there is, in fact, walls all around it. That's just They're just quite some ways away. It is enormous. There is a vaulted, really high ceiling that is strung with enchanted lights that are giving off sunlight to let these plants grow. You see trees and shrubs of all different shapes and varying frankly varying beauties some of these things are hard to look at but the important thing is there are tons of them there's basically there's no more than like one of each tree Danny you recognize some of the uh, i believe they're called the the serpent trees they're like an ash tree that grow in the the plane of fire there's a janasi servant who has a like a pitcher that's pouring magma onto like to water it there are um there's a tree that is gnarled and twisted and black and there's just like a couple crows sitting in it that's definitely from the shadow fell nice. 
just, it gives off, as you walk past, like, there's just, like, shadow, it casts too much shadow. All sorts of different things, there are, there's a tree that is, like, a frac a perfect spiraling fractal, its branches are, like, evenly spaced, the twigs that come off of them form these, like, perfect, evenly spaced little fractaling shapes, that is definitely from Bytopia, or one of the, one of the heavens, uh, it's uh, some sort of ordered tree. You, uh, pass through all of this and head towards an archway, uh, over which a huge banner carrying a, a seal, uh, like a blue banner with a seal of a, um, a silhouetted, uh, female form, uh, astride a hippogriff in profile. Enter in through under that, uh, and find yourself in a great hall. All over this hall there are stuffed and mounted heads of various beasts and monstrosities. Anything I would recognize? Oh, totally. There's Displacer Beast definitely here. You see a blink dog is hanging on the wall. Anything I recognize? Yeah, there definitely would. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Perception uh, check. Everyone can roll a perception check. Why not? Why not? Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll why not? Perception yeah. check for everybody. Woo! Hey. Um, I want to specifically look for anything that looks uh, <laughs> mechanite, mechanical, or robotic, or looks at all like Virla. You got a one-track mind. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Wally, Noir, uh, Sophia, and then Red. Tell me what you rolled. Uh, 17 for Finbar. Okay. 15 for Noir, or for Virla. Okay. 12 for Kiana. Cool. 16 for Danny. Ooh, 16 Big. for Danny. Hey, that's good for Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Feywild, yeah, Finbar, you see the things I already mentioned from the from the Feywild. There are, like, yeah, there's like an owlbear head. As far as mechanical beings, there's, there's a head of, I don't know if you know exactly, but for picture in your head uh there is definitely an iron golem i'd say actually it's probably like a full body of an iron golem standing against one of the walls over it is like this just like enormous canine like as big as a man kiana stuff you recognize there's definitely stuff from the underdark here so i'd say you probably recognize like it looks like a, like a bloated kind of spider head oh that's an edder cap that's definitely something you, know, uh, you you clock you've definitely fought those before most of the things you could that come out of the underdark for you though are um are humanoids, which there aren't, there aren't any humanoid heads. Okay, that's actually here. good. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there like is... You never know there, with fantasy collectors. <laughs> there is a, go, like, hanging over the end, the wall, uh, the, the door at the far end where you're approaching, there is a um, gold dragon head, hmm. uh, which, hmm. um, if anyone wants, uh, could it, someone wants to roll an ar arcana or history check on it. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. I get plus zero on both. So, yeah, why don't we let uh, Virla the, yeah. uh, the researcher <laughs> handle it? Okay. Yeah, there's like um, Manticore. 21. Yeah, stuff. 21. 21? Yeah, so gold dragons are typically lauded as like bastions of goodness and law and stuff like that. So, uh, like, there's a lot of bad creatures' heads stuff up here, but definitely also like a gold dragon head is like. I think this collector might sauce. be a, a smidge problematic, uh, you guys. Um, yeah, there's also, there's also, by the way, there's there's heads of like various, what you know to be like devils and demons, which is super hard because devils and demons that are killed on other worlds just disappear. Turn to uh, they smoke. Turn to, yeah, devils turn to smoke and uh, demons turn to ichor. In order to stuff a head of one, you'd have to go to hell, kill one there, stuff it, and then return it. So... Mm. It's like a huge flex that there's a, a pit fiend head on the wall here. Not to mention, killing a pit fiend is no small task. Are these trophies that he had acquired himself, or did he purchase them or collect them from somebody else? He has always, he always gets them from third parties. He doesn't go anywhere to collect anything. People bring stuff to them. Gotcha. So they're flexing that they 
can get them from other people, not that they could defeat them themselves. Correct. Yeah. So it's a um, social power thing. Okay, yeah. I'm up to speed. I All mean, right. she lowers her voice. I mean, Ginny, Ginny's are very powerful, but mm-hmm. she looks up at the pit fiend and the iron golem. Not that powerful. Um, but please, this way. Uh, she leads you to double doors. Says, "Here we go." Pulls them open. Uh, you enter into a third space, also spacious, but this time cramped. There are like boxes everywhere. It's full hoarder nonsense in here. Uh, things are stacked up. There's rolled rugs and things like covered in tar- uh, sheets and stuff all over. Towards the back of the room, on a, a semi-raised platform, maybe like a foot up. Uh, so not not necessarily elevated like a magnificent throne, but certainly, hey, I rest a little bit above everything else here. Um, you see there is a uh, an air genasi um, standing with a uh, like a scroll and like listing some things off. Um, and you see lounging, but not resting on the couch. So like they're they're kind of like uh, lounged out um, and floating like maybe two or three inches above the surface of the velvet cushions. <laughs> uh, you see the genie, the air genie, pale blue skin, just a, just a hint of a little bit of like black facial hair coming in, a huge flop of black hair to one side, their legs folded together. Elise clears her throat and says, Grand Connoisseur Hira, I have brought the adventuring party that I promised. They are interested in your proposal and eager to hear you out. You see Hira uh, sits up, still floating the entire time nods uh, and gives a wave of the hand. Elise bows her head, turns to the rest of you, says, best of luck. Walks out, closes the doors behind her. The air genasi, so the air, um, uh, basically like Danny, but an air air being, approaches the end of the raised platform, puts the scroll away, and says, please approach the grand connoisseur royalty in the lands of castles in the sky. Kira throws him and says, enough, I've told you no more of the whole introduction. It's fine. They're here to talk to me. I'm here to talk to them. You know, it's it's my house, but they don't, you know, of course, but they don't, we don't need to go through every single time. It's really fine. It's really fine. Um, <laughs> dejected, the Herald uh, sort of like, uh, <clears throat> yes, your grace, uh, of course, backs away. Um, here, uh, uh, gives a big wave, says, please approach, rises up and walks without touching the ground to the edge of the platform and then descends one step to meet almost your level. They are tall, but not as tall as Finbar. Uh, like, they're they're taller than a regular human, but uh, Finbar is, is giant kin, so... Right. They're, they're standing at, like, maybe, like, 6'5". Six, six Finbar's pushing way past that. I kind of hunch over to make sure I'm not taller than... <laughs> um, you do, and you see they clock it and rise up off the ground a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. To, uh, to like, to kind of make that people. easy for you. Yep. They extend a hand, and it's not really a shake so much as it's just like a clasp for each of you. Please call me Hira, although you may have heard of me as the Grand Connoisseur. Not a title I gave to myself, but it does fit the bill. Please uh, tell me your names. I make it a point to learn all that I can of those I employ. Hello, I am Virla. You are pretty. Nice to meet you. Why, thank you. That is very flattering. Oh, exalted I will say one. Most... Oh, it is yes. an honor to be in your presence. Uh, this humble one is Kiana of the Prime Material Plane, and I am Ooh. honored to be part of this crew. Lovely to meet you. All the way You're from the material world. Fascinating. Well, I She's am humbled to be girl. in your presence. Oh, that's neat. 
<laughs> I'm like crossing. I almost want to give him an ins inspiration uh, for the Madonna reference. <laughs> 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 uh, they turn to Finbar. Uh, I am uh, Finbar. Uh, you can call me the Hunter, uh, friend of Elise. Ah, grand title. I love a good title. Ooh, strong grip. They notice the bracers you have. Oh, fascinating uh, bit of artifacts here. These are uh, Jotun made, if I'm not mistaken, correct? They're from home. I see. Playing things close to the chest, I can appreciate that. And down here we have... Oh, God. Hi, I'm Danny. <laughs> Hello, Danny. Welcome to my palace. <laughs> grand, do you not think? Yes, it's, uh, it's very grand. It is certainly... Yes, leaves... Yes. Leaves those palaces in the city of Brass in the dirt, doesn't it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's very grand and super cool, and we all like it a lot. Right, Danny? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go sit down again. Uh, okay. They back and sit back on the, on the couch as much as you could call it sitting. So, how much has Elise informed you of the uh, situation as it stands currently? Elise wasn't too uh, forthcoming with the details. You collect unique uh, and uh, impressive uh, things. and uh, I do indeed. I see your collectors yourselves. Um, your st I've never seen anything like your staff, Mechanite. Oh, neither have I <laughs> until I found it. Fascinating. And one who hails from the material world, these huh. slippers you wear, these are taken from a warrior of Lolf, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, yeah, that's what they tell me. And a uh, curious device you wear on your hip as well, Elemental. Oh, yeah, it uh, lets me fix stuff. Invigorating. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am a collector and I am in need of a retrieval. I have a party that usually takes care of such things for me. They are currently, however, on assignment in Carceri and uh, have been actually unable to leave that plane for some time. So I was... Uh, somewhat um, anxious when I heard a tip about something new from my collection that I just must have before someone else gets the is on it. So I was hoping you could fill in a substitute and uh, if we decide we like the relationship, perhaps keep you on a retainer for future endeavors. Well, we certainly are an adventuring party who does that sort of thing, so yeah, <laughs> we'd be happy to pick up some work for you and find this thing you're looking for. I'm glad to hear you're so uh, eager to impress. There was uh, whispers through Sigil recently, the location of a massive form of flotsam jetsam floating in the astral sea. The rumors are that it is the husk of some previously unknown dead god. As you might, uh, and she, he especially turns to Kiana, he's like, as you <laughs> might not be aware, this is a somewhat uh, abnormal thing to occur. I would hope so. And, uh, well, there's, there are some, in fact, there's a great city built, built upon dead god, but there's no time for that right now. <laughs> okay. There is some uh, concern that some might investigate this, beat me to the punch, so to speak. So I was hoping uh, you could leave soon and uh, delve into it. My interests lie specifically in the hope that you might be able to procure me its unbeating heart. If it has one, of course. I mean, who's to say that it hasn't been eaten by some horrible parasite? But if it exists, uh, I can think of nothing better than add to, my, to add to my collection than just the heart of a dead god. Think of what they will say in the streets of Sigil. My collection will it be envied be dead, by though. all. Sorry? It would not be dead if, if, if it is beating. 
Is this unbeating? Unbeating my good. Unbeating, unbeating heart. Yes. Okay. I misheard. I'm trying to. Uh, it's obviously a dead heart doesn't sound it, unbeating. It sounds a little bit more evocative, you know. Good words. Yes. Yes. Um. Anyway, are you? I have the location. Uh. So far as we were able to coerce it out of traveler on the on the astral sea, it should hopefully not take you too long. Perhaps a day or two, but. If you are interested, of course, there's, of course, a fee for taking the job, and upon turn, a bonus, if you return with proof that you can complete the job, but that the heart was not present, then a, uh, a smaller bonus, and, of course, if the heart, a most sizable one, I promise. Uh, do you take any particular kind of payment? Do you prefer gold, uh, gems? Is there... I'm always in the mood for a bargain, so if there's some something you specifically seek, I would be happy to see if I have any extras to spare. What is the shiniest currency you have? <laughs> the shiniest currency? I have to admit, I don't think I've ever been asked that one. Uh, I do have diamonds pulled straight from the plane of elemental earth. They've been under immense pressure for the entirety of time, so they're you too, buddy. quite beautiful. <laughs> I like you. What a good sense of humor. And no one around here has any sense of humor around me. They're all so stiff and worried. I'm going to have them... I don't even know. What, do you think I'm going to kill you? <laughs> so he turns to the assistant and is like, Of course not, Your Grace. We seek only to bestow upon you all of the... And then he's like, Shh, No, that's not the answer I was looking for. No. <sighs> so, have we a, a business proposition then? I turn to Kiana. Do diamonds sound agreeable with uh, them? You. I've heard they are extremely hard to break, so that's good, right? Oh, poor girl doesn't know what money is. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to lean over to Danny and be like, listen, I just really want to see the dead god. That sounds really cool. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, me too. I kind of want to see the dead <laughs> god as well. Really fun. And also, it sounds like it would get us back to the ship, which is where yeah. I like being, so I'm down. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, the proposition yes, I've heard you're in possession of a spell gem. Excellent. I've possession of a spell gemmer. Very rare and exciting, my friends. Um, yes, it's a it's fascinating excellent. model, too. We've been uh, really working on souping it up ever since we first found okay, it. Actually, Beer okay, was discovered okay. with their uh, we okay. are not. We're super we not. down for this mission. That sounds really exciting and fun, and diamonds sound great, I think, right? That's, that's fantastic. Everyone will draw up a contract for you, and we will uh, send you with uh, the materials you need uh, presently. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much, and if you'll excuse me, I have other matters to attend to now. Um, and you see they uh, reach over and pull up a bowl of grapes that's been sitting uh, <laughs> nearby. <laughs> God. This guy's uh, life yeah. is awesome. Uh, Everin, who is the Air Genasi Herald, leads you away. Uh, Elisa's been waiting outside the whole time. She's like, how'd it go? Go good? We got a job. Yes. He will give right. us diamonds. The man is particular. Yes, they are. They're a character. Um, <laughs> how's, how's the pay for the job, though? That's, oh, I, it's ridiculous. It's so I can't hot. imagine how you landed that. It's every time it's a different place, and you are done yourself this time. Well, that's sort of my specialty. My magic. Yeah. So okay, speak. yeah. All um, right, don't let it get to your head. <laughs> oh, it went to my head long ago. Take care. I hope, hope to see you when you get back, Finn. All right. Thanks for the tip. And don't be a stranger, you know? Well, I mean, you always find me. I don't have to seek you out. That's you know, just how that's it goes. That's true. You're just so tall. It's, it's easy to find you. <laughs> He is very tall. Mm-hmm. Oh, she gives God. a wink. Pleasure cool. to meet all of you. Uh, if oh. you'll excuse me, 
I have a celestial boar that's been in the oven for 15 days now, and I have to baste it every 90 minutes, so <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, or she, wow. she won't be back. Um, uh, she she, she will uh, uh, hopefully not. And uh, she heads off, and uh, yeah, your contract is drawn up. Agreed upon price of uh, 500 gold a piece uh, for in, di- in diamonds for undertaking diamonds. the voyage. Um, an additional 200 if you uh, come back with proof you at least attempted the mission, and an additional 1,000 if you come back uh, with Oof. the dead heart. Sorry, so we get do we get the 500 gold in diamonds right now? Yep. Dang. Okay. There's not. It's not one diamond. It's many, many diamonds. Well, yes, yes. Five hundred gold piece single diamond does exist, but uh, you get your uh, your payment uh, up front. Uh, everyone asks which of you is uh, the navigator. That would be uh, me. I'm the navigator. Wait. That would not that be would... me. <laughs> That's the robot. I think, uh, certainly. I forgot. He gingerly <laughs> hands out for anyone to take. This was not established. Uh, I'm disc. so sorry. Would no, no, like no. In navigate? character, I don't think you guys know. It's it's typically it's up until now. It's probably it's usually Virla because they're the yeah. one who's helming too. Yeah. Mm, right. Yes. But I, oh no, I think it was behind the scenes discussion where it's like, well, you've got really good insight, so, oh no. Yeah. Good. You need a good like it, it's like survival or um, arcana would be the best way to navigate. Uh, but piloting is a whole different thing. Regardless, mm. uh, oh, he extends okay. a disc. Uh, you guys take it. If you put this into your uh, navigation device, that's like a sort of a map of the Sea of Stars. It's like a big dome that can kind of pinpoint where you are and pinpoint the direction you need to head. The Sea of Stars is, of course, infinite and endless, and time there does not work quite well. So it's uh, hard to determine distance, but direction it can give you. Uh, and so it can give you uh, like a heading. Uh, from what we understand, this is the direction you should head. Best of luck. I'm sure that there is no reason to be afraid of stepping upon the bloated dead remains of a former god. Goodbye. (laughs) He uh, will uh, escort you out, and you have your job. All right. Awesome. Let's go see the dead god. Would you like to navigate? We got to make sure we got everything we need before we head out, because once we get out there, we good luck finding anything. So, Mm. you know, make sure y'all got the food. Well, I mean, I got the food we need, so we'll, (laughs) we'll be fine once we land on the dead god. Make sure we got weapons, potions, whatever else. This is a good time. I don't know if there's any, uh, we won't do a full shopping, but if there's any like minor things you guys want to take care of. Danny like opens her trench coat pocket and looks inside and is like, multi-tool, okay. (laughs) Crowbar, great. Okay. Tinderbox, excellent. I'm all set. Hey, money won't go bad. I used my healing potion last time. Eh, it's probably fine. We're good. (laughs) Okay. Why would I need a healing potion on a dead god? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a I piece per- of cake. Can I'll, we get like some, three yeah. or five healing potions? Yeah, yeah will, common healing go. potions cost 50 gold a piece. Deduct however much you need to from the... Uh, you can... Di- 500 diamonds um, is important if you're casting spells, but uh-huh. mostly you can just consider it gold pieces. Uh, people okay. will exchange it for you. I will get one standard healing potion. That feels right. Who, who's keeping track of the money between us? We each got 500, it. right? Oh, we each yeah. got 500. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I misheard. Welcome That's to the Planescape, baby. The money is needed when you guys like drop into port 
uh, we sort of hand-waved it in the very first session, but yep. going in and out of places and greasing palms and all these sorts of things technically do cost money. So you guys seek out vendors, buy them out of their stock of healing potions, make your way to the dock, and we see, finally, namesake of the show, the Paraspora, <laughs> uh, in all of her hey. mahogany wood glory, her three masts, one where a standard mast would be, and the other two extending out like great fins, floating docked, the uh, Modrons who uh, run the dock there completes the transaction. They make space in the schedule for you to depart. The small little Mike Wazowski robot looking guys for context. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you guys make your way aboard. And yeah, the uh, most unique, uh, beside, beyond having a helm for moving through uh, space, Paraspora is also armed with the ability to plane shift directly to the Astral Sea. So what makes you guys the go-to for odd jobs is that unlike a lot of planar travel where it's very difficult, it takes a lot of effort to make something that's able to plane shift to a specific place. So people who want to trade might have the ability to plane shift back to their home plane where they need to go. More likely they have trade routes and they move through different portals through back to Sigil and then back to the Astral Sea and then off to whatever city they've come from. And of course, there's only so many places you can reach in each plane from the Astral Sea because they only touch in one spot. So you guys are special and unique in the fact that you can just go when you need to. I assume Virla at the helm, you guys all strap in and the ship uh, unmoors and then in a flash, you guys leave Sigil and feel yourselves rushing upward violently uh, as if you are a in a bubble that is desperate to surface. And you realize that's basically what's happening as you crest up from the water, a splash, although not a drop on any of you or on the actual deck of the ship. You find yourselves on the endless mirror surface, the sea of stars, the astral sea, the great world between worlds. Endless stars in the sky reflected perfectly in the mirrored surface around you, vague mists drifting here and there. You have your heading. Woohoo! That never gets old. <laughs> Proceed. Let's go find that dead god! The, it will take you better part of a day, which means you will all get long rests. Oh, god. Fantastic. You'll, yeah. you'll, take, you'll take shortly. What do you do in the meantime how do you four spend your time upon the ship is this uh is this a like shifts situation someone does need to be sitting in the helm for it to go so if Virla needs to sleep then someone else needs to helm it mm -hmm. i'll offer it to kiana because she seemed interested in it so. i can give it a try um i mean like if you tell me what everything does i probably can handle it i hope Virla yeah. will attempt to. so yeah <laughs> very cool so you offer to kiana a show her some of the ins and outs um explain it's mostly kind of it's driven by thought power the astral oh. sea is the is the realm of the inner self the the, of the psionic self well um, perfect so thought power <laughs> okay. drives this curious thing uh it does take attunement uh over the course of an hour kiana you can spend some time with it and attune to this magic item yes let's do that virla you do warn it runs off of spell casting power so ah. if you're not a caster you go very slow typically uh Okay, that's bad, actually. <laughs> but uh, you let Kiana sit in it, and so far it's been drifting. It's kind of hard to judge speed in a place that's just endless void, but there is a wake that's left behind you, so you can kind of tell how fast you're going per round, so that's every six seconds. The uh, ship can go ten times the level of the spellcaster number of feet. If you're a full caster, so that is Virla. At fifth level, you can go 50 feet around. Danny is a half caster. She has half level spell progression, so she can go 25 feet per, per round. Finbar is a multi-class, so 
He's, I think he's like, you're like a level three caster currently. I think, yeah, I'm a third level, yeah. Yeah, you're technically a third level caster, so you can go uh, 30 feet per round. Kiana, you climb in, and immediately the pace, like, uh, it kind of slowed down. The pace picks back up again, and you guys, huh. you're going, like, 50 feet around. Huh. Which, Fearla, that definitely catches you off, off guard, because that's way... She should be going 10 feet around. Yeah. I'm curious. Are, Which is cool, because certain... I don't think I know any of this, so I'm just like, oh, nope. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you totally don't. Keep it cruising, baby. <laughs> Are you certain you have no spellcasting abilities? Um, pretty certain. It's it's all just, you know, punching stuff. And occasionally kicks, but mostly punching. Interesting. Are they... Are they magical kicks? Uh, the kicks, no. Not so much. I don't... Are, the arms might be magic. Astral ghostly arms that emerge from your body? Uh, it I'd say that's definitely magic. magic. Yeah, it looks pretty magic, you know, if you squint. Uh, I haven't seen that much magic, though, so who knows? That is yeah, interesting. It's certainly not a spell you're casting, but... No, and I haven't been able to not... do it for very long, all things mm-hmm. considered. Like At any rate, I will take it as, as, a, as a welcome opportunity to have some relief from piloting. Yeah, yeah. So, thank Fantastic. you. Cool. You take over the helm. I'm going to say I, I, I try to avoid telling PCs how they feel, but I think it, it feels good for Kiana out here on the mm-hmm. Astral Sea. This is... You've only been to a few places so far, but definitely of all of them, it, you know, your home and Sigil, the Astral Sea definitely, I would say, feels the most neutral. Like, yeah. uh, sort of at your, you're at your zero, zero, zero. Yeah, so it it feels um, peaceful in a way that is completely different from the uh, the quiet I've been used to. Uh, it's like it's non it's non judgmental quiet, and uh, having my own heading is also really like it, it's. I don't know. It feels good in a way I don't think I'm accustomed to at all. So. Very cool. Uh, how does everyone else occupy themselves? Kiana and Virla, it seems, will be taking turns at the helm. Yep. Uh, so Finbar, what were you gonna do? I'm going to prep the kitchen. Sure. For two things: one, meals for when we leave the Astral Sea. Two, sort of have some some sort of uh, storage unit for this dead heart this unbeating heart <laughs> yeah, um, so that it is properly something. so it survives the trip so uh, in my mind i'm like okay great we're gonna, we're gonna need something similar to the incubation cube i have no idea how that works so at some point i i, I say you know what this is good enough if it's me i can store it if not i might have to talk to danny about this <laughs> yeah you kind of set up you don't you got I, let's see i actually have to create a map with the lower deck still your kitchen is fairly well outfitted uh, I'd say there's some sort of like cool, you have some like cooling closet and basically like clean it out. Yeah. <laughs> to like make space. Um, very good. How, how big is a dead god's heart? I don't, yeah. That's good enough. We'll find out. <laughs> I don't think we even know if it has a heart, so like. At least five. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> really no reason to assume an immortal being like that necessarily even a, has a heart but it's just a tiny little you're is pretty pretty yeah. dedicated to that so just a guy, just a guy funny. floating out in astral sea <laughs> it's just an energizer bunny in there uh danny what oh, are you gonna do yeah so i imagine as finbar's doing that you just hear the kitchen door like pop slam open hey have you seen my cat oh, anywhere God. uh the, the weird robot cat ain't in here i i i have not seen them where are you <laughs> uh, there's an upside down cauldron that rumbles a little bit. Fuck! Uh, You're not supposed to be in here! I'm just gonna try and catch the cat. <laughs> <laughs> you lift it up and immediately plug goes 
He's got like a bolt of lightning. Uh, yeah, uh, goes and runs up. Cat parkour ups onto a up onto a high shelf that's got like a bunch of spices and stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the uh, lets out a steam this. hiss. Oh uh, no 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 no! Come on, come on down, on the upper decks, I'm like. Wow, so serene and peaceful. <laughs> I could spend forever out here just like smash, grab, round. <laughs> yep, uh, uh, dial up modem, uh, caterwops. <laughs> <laughs> Caterwauling. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you apprehend Plug, who is a mangy looking homunculus, uh, bunch of, <laughs> bunch of really like rusty tin cans <laughs> with an accordion in the middle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's roughly in the shape of a cat. <laughs> you pick it up by the by the top hat, by the like the front part with the head and the legs, um, torso. Someone call that, and the bottom part accordions <laughs> down, <laughs> and then back up. All right, come on, buddy, and I'll throw a plug over my shoulder and start trotting down. To do do my usual like whenever we're traveling. Danny is pretty much constantly in a state of either asleep. Uh, relieving Virla if he needed it in the past, or like tinkering with the ship and trying to keep it in working order. Yeah. So I'll go. There's and, like, all check kinds everything of things to make the sure ship, it works. By the way, there's there's like you've got the ship working, but there's all kinds of like you come oh, across yeah. me like, what is this for? Did this <laughs> does this do something? Did we, like, I bypass it? Suddenly start it going way faster than we usually do, and I'm like, ah, sh- guys, <laughs> ludicrous I it, speed. I think it's probably the same speed as when Virla pilots, right? Yes, it's Double not five. it's not faster, yeah. but it is fast. Uh, it's faster than any of the other two on the ship. <laughs> you guys make your way. You occupy yourselves for some time. I'll say, Kiana, you're currently at, you're at the helm. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay, uh, perception or insight? Perception. <laughs> Fine. Insight the astral sea to see if you can figure uh. out <laughs> what it's feeling sure right now. Shiny. <laughs> uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you're sailing and. Occasionally you'll see, like, flickering of the ethereal lights in the sky that uh, resembles our Aurora Borealis off the starboard side. Uh, this is be like, there's no time in the Astral Sea, but close to when you guys would start bedding down. You see shapes drifting. They start, like, maybe, like, a mile off, but they kind of, like, drift closer. Hmm. And there are, like, hundreds, maybe thousands of them. And they kind of look like people. Like, they hmm. kind of look like translucent people. Hundreds, maybe thousands of translucent people off the... Wait, which yeah. side? Starboard. Off the starboard bow? That's a little creepy. Uh, but I don't know if that's normal, so I'm going to defer to the expertise of somebody who's been on this boat longer than me. Yeah, who do you want to go find? Uh, mm, wait, can I leave the helm? Is that going to be a problem? The ship will, like, slow down, but... Uh, there's <laughs> also, you know, there's actually... There's also, um, Danny has installed... I forgot about this. Danny has installed sending stones in oh. all of the major rooms, so you're able to, like, call people. Perfect. Yeah, then I'll just uh, I'll, I'll uh, bap around a bit until I find that and uh, be like, uh, guys, uh, there's something kind of unnerving off the starboard bow about a mile off. Can someone come give me a second opinion on whether this is bad? That sounds normal. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, you make your is way. Is that up. left or right? Shh. Over. Uh, right. <laughs> it's right. All right. But who's on first? <laughs> Who, who's on first? What's on third? Cool. I'm no, gonna send this no, to. I I think. Who's got the highest? After a long rest. This um, is technically before. This be technically before. It's oh, okay if you take the long rest. Oh dear. Yeah, Virla, I think you're probably the closest. And you, what's yeah. your um, you're proficient with history, correct? I am. Yes. Cool. Uh, give me a second. I'm gonna send something to you. Ooh. Okay. Oh, oh dear. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky. Sometimes I like. Sometimes I like info dumps to come not from me. <laughs> ah. 
All right, let me get my let me get my Pokedex voice out. Okay. Here we go. Blastoise, the water Pokemon. <laughs> Virla comes up from below deck, and anyone else who would like to as well. Uh, you see what look like they're ghosts. They are ghosts. Huh. Ghost shapes that are drifting past you. They're going the, the way you came from, generally speaking, uh, and they're kind of detached. They float like a foot or two above the water. Their arms and legs just totally limp, and they're just all different races, uh, different ages, uh, but they're all floating past you silently. A few turn to look at you and just kind of like look at you with like void eyes and then turn back the way they're going. Deeply unsettling. Do you pray to a god, Kiana? No, I don't think so. I mostly fight things that pray to gods, but like bad gods. Gods were never something that were brought up in the yeah. monastery. I mean, like sometimes the things I thought I fought would be like something, something, loth something, but that's about my only exposure to the concept. Until today, when I get to see a dead one. Then perhaps you share some sort of a kinship with the with these. These are known as petitioners. Uh-huh. They are beings of the prime material plane who have since died and ascended to the higher planes. Under normal circumstances, the god to which they pray would come and claim them, but those who have sworn no such fealty. And I just sort of gesture around us. Whoa, pleasant thought, okay. They wait for someone to claim them, someone who takes pity or someone who after they've waited eons and have just need a change, some devil or higher evil offers them a bargain and then, you know, a way out, even if it's a horrible way out. Danny pops open hmm. the uh, the trap door to lower decks of the ship. You think we could convince one of them to watch the ship for us whenever we dock? Because I hate leaving it with just plug all the time. It feels like a real safety issue. I think it's a bit egotistical to assume that we are on the same level as those of gods and devils. Yeah, we could, like, pay them or something. <laughs> I don't... I don't think payment matters to them at this point now. Right. Maybe some of them. We don't know. This is true. I've come to the conclusion that money might be very important, actually, so who knows? But uh, regardless, they are harmless. They will not do anything to us. Great. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to steering the ship and not think too hard about the implications of that thing you just said. Let's go. Finbar is going to offer sort of a silent prayer to some of these lost souls um and he's going to say um uh, you know under his breath he's going to say um hopefully sylvanas can claim uh some of these souls um and then go back to the kitchen you offer your prayer uh knowing that in some ways you're closer to the gods in the astral sea than anywhere else other than their home and hope that your powers are not divinely based but at the same time perhaps this close to the gods your prayer might be heard you guys take your long rests in whatever order you would like and sometime in the next day you arrive at your destination cool let's go ahead and say switching off ships virla you're the first at the helm spot to you from a distance probably about a mile out is when you first start to see it. Uh, looks like a, a smallish dark shape on the horizon. You can only see it because of the negative space it creates. It's simply that there are stars blacked out there. There's no discernible details. Just this, just like, there's this spot where you realize there should be stars and instead something is blocking them. As you like start to draw nearer, you start to see the outline take shape. There's a sense of anticipation. You, you lean forward, you want to drive the ship faster. 
you're coming upon your destination, and I think to you, it tweaks something in your inorganic brain. Yeah, this is a path I should be on. Is it is it is it a familiar feeling, or is it just this this drive to get closer to it? Uh, roll an insight check. Sure. Mm, let's use this die. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad choice. Uh, <laughs> six. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little column A, maybe a little column B. I think okay. that I think it's a, maybe maybe a new emotion that Virla is sort of interested in. Um, <laughs> Achieve maybe unlocked. an old one that's forgotten, or maybe a new one uh, that is bears exploring. Uh, you guys sense it too, though. As the ship begins to slow, you feel that same sense of, oh, we're here. You make your way up to the top deck, and indeed, the dark shape begins to take form. A vague humanoid in profile, head, torso, two outstretched arms and legs, uh, floating quietly in the water. As you approach, you see this thing is hundreds of feet long, uh, truly massive. The ship can attempt to dock somewhere, certainly, but it's going to be uh, up to you guys where you might want to proceed. Rolling with difficulty. Hi, I'm Red, a.k.a. Kiana, and you're listening to Rolling with Difficulty. Now back to the show. Rolling with Difficulty. Uh, why wasn't our pilot make a perception or investigation check? I guess go ahead and roll an investigation check. Good, that's uh, the full one. See if you can find a good place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I think either would be appropriate, and you've piloted the ship long enough to be able to be like, oh, well, here's a good spot, here's a good spot. That's an 11. <laughs> Oh, oh no, oh, I'm sorry. That's a um, that's a nine. That's a oh, nine. No. I rolled a, a, nine? I rolled a two uh, plus seven. You, you look around, you're like, oh, okay, geez. we need to get into the chest, but the chest is pretty high up. So let's go for the head because then we can follow sort of into the chest cavity. So uh, just to clarify, guys... sorry, Austin, um, just yeah. to clarify, the paraspa doesn't have any you know, like vertical space movability, so, right? It has no hops. Curiosity, curiosity about the Astral Sea is that the ship can fly. The ship can go where it needs to. Um, The Astral Sea, when you try to fly in it, the water just, like, there's some altitude you can gain. Like, technically, you can pick the ship up out of the water a little bit, but as you try to get higher and higher to, like, gain altitude, the the sea just seems to rise to meet you. And the stars never seem to get any closer. Like, oh, cool. it's it's part of the, the physics of this world, the same way gravity generated by bodies of mass, it's proportional to the, the amount of mass in the astral sea. Part of the physics of it is just there's not really a y-axis. It's really just a, an x and a z-axis to travel upon. Okay, Spooky. understood. So, yeah, you make your way. Doc, is there any preparations you would like to undertake? If not, you uh, anchor it has a... Uh, it can anchor itself in space, so you can you don't have to drop a physical anchor and prepare to dis- disembark. Yeah, Virva will will once he properly parks the the ship, he will sort <laughs> of uh, reach into one of his compartments and take out uh, this sort of nondescript rod, and then upon clicking a button, it'll telescope out into his uh, clockwork staff, mm-hmm. the one that Hira had complimented. Fantastic. I'll just be like plug. I'll I'll sit plug down on the desk the deck. Watch the ship. Just stare him down for a second. <laughs> yeah, it's he stares back for a second, gives a single nod, and then heads off below decks. <laughs> Wordlessly knocks something off a shelf on the way down. No, it's like that, no, no. Better not be in the kitchen. Alter- again. Right. No, no, no. It's ominously quiet. <laughs> oh, no. Even worse. I have a question. 
How like yes. desiccated does this giant dead god look? Like you how juicy is this experience gonna be? How oh, juicy? Yes. I don't so, want it to be juicy. No. I don't want it so to be juicy either. That's why I'm asking. So the short answer is. Oh, that's <laughs> big. Oh, oh they're uh, big. Yeah. So the ship is parked uh, pretty close by, but for ease of the map, it's not actually on here. You guys uh, step off. It's a bit of a jump, especially with Finbar's long arms. You guys and uh, Kiana's spry step. You guys yeah. are able to make it pretty easily. The body, it depends. The skull is basically completely it's a skull at this point there doesn't seem to be much gooey matter left but at the same time you see a lot of like the torso and stuff seems to be mummified hmm. spooky it's a good question you call out and it definitely is strange that like parts of it are different uh, in different states than the others but time is weird on the astral sea uh, and doesn't really pass so things don't typically rot here this is again information that mostly the three planar travelers would know but things don't really rot here so it's possible it was like dead before, or maybe something has otherwise something has happened to it on the astral sea since it got stranded here. Scavengers. Huh. All right. How would you like to proceed? Well, I suppose we should walk towards where the heart is. I assume that's what we're looking for, right? Do we yeah, wish to, to remain on the corpse or venture into the corpse? Hmm. I, do. I don't uh, like either option the way you said it. <laughs> don't don't put it like that. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How um, else would you have me put it? Don't, don't, don't say it out loud. It just makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Ah, friends, let us jauntily saunter over to this friend's and friend's heart. I think somehow that was worse. Was that better? Yeah, I don't like uh, anthropomorphizing it. Uh, I, I'm uh, what's everyone's just... passive perception? Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's a great Ooh, question you to ask hear, right now. Um, uh, <laughs> Danny's real, real high spicy passive perception. Nine. <laughs> Oh, buddy. <laughs> you love to That's hear some spice. it. High int, low is. High int, low is. <laughs> uh, my passive perception is 14, but on the off chance I can use insight, that's significantly better. Nope. <laughs> okay, fine. Why do? Why does Virula have 17 passive perception? <laughs> well, someone has to have that a good perception. That can't be true. Hold on. I'll I mean, I'll, I'll take it, of course. It's just that, Hold on. you know, he's is not even... So you have a, wisdom? You have a he's plus two wisdom. And, yeah. Okay, so the 17 is because you have... You must have advantage in it, because that gives you a plus five to your passives. Yeah. Um, mm. But I don't know why you would have advantage on your... Uh, on those checks. Did you take a feat for it? Uh, I did. Uh, observant? Wait. Uh, uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, baby. Okay. When yeah. something's so hooky with the math, it's always feats. So there we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's why your initiative's so yes, stupid. Yes, plus um, five bonus to passive perception. That's right. Yes, you hear uh, some. Uh, everyone except Danny um, <laughs> hears uh, <laughs> skittering and whispering uh, coming from inside the skull. Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of poke Danny like Danny, Danny, <laughs> what, Danny. What? Stop humming catchy strings music. Why? It's so quiet out here. No, we got no. we got critters we got critters coming. Oh, we got. oh boy! Uh, you see pairs of red eyes appear, followed by heads that are almost like Martian shaped, like they have that like big 
swollen back head, but they also have like little stringy, like pointy chins and like long pointed ears. No, I don't their like that. long arms crawl up and their little wings fluttering. They kind of flutter up onto the surface of the skull. You guys uh, beat their stealth, so there's no surprise around or anything, but we are going to go ahead and roll initiative for Woo! the Burbalang. Burbalang. Okay, good news, guys. The inside of the skull is clearly habitable. <laughs> <laughs> I... That's not good news for How us. How is that good news? Yeah. What? It's, it's good news for us. We need to go into the skull. Yeah, last last fight really went your way, guys. Let's see, let's see how it goes this time. <laughs> oh, buddy. All right, let's roll initiative it's okay. for the We're full strength this time, though. Remember, it's bad form to TP chaos on episode one. That's that's pretty uh, gauche that. in the D&D podcast community. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, I have no such qualms. Uh, <laughs> Noir yeah. sitting down at four. Oh, jeez, uh, yeah. Kiana sitting at uh, 16. Still not bad. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Oh, only down at two. Two. Uh, oh, no. And Danny it's at the, it's, the, okay. it's the sandwich tactic. We got two people, like two people attacking first, and then we get the the meat of the enemies, and then we got the two people cleaning up the back. It's yeah. actually tactically advantageous, so uh, everything's cool, and we totally planned mm-hmm, it like mm-hmm. this. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like some horrid winged monkeys, these things flutter out. Kiana, we begin with you standing uh, as always, vigilant and ready. You are all uh, lined up at the edge of this like standing on the cheekbone of this dead yeah. god uh the burbalang are pouring out from the hollowed eyes and nose Ugh. what you see is what you get big holes are big holes into the skull that you can fall down so oh fantastic all right let's see yeah flying uh... monkeys finvar it's a reference <laughs> <laughs> the audience loves that shit they love pop culture references they eat it up all right let's see how far can i move in a turn again all right okay 40 feet. you got you got dope mm. speed you're a monk these things are flying? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. They're they're like emerging, so we're gonna call it. They're all like on level with the uh with the skull currently. They that might gotcha. change. Okay, I'm I'm trying to think. I think what I can do is never have to deal with the fact that there's a really deep pit here. I want to get between the red and green ones before I activate the astral arm, so I can maybe hit both of them with the force damage. Thirty-five. Yeah. If you come stand right here, this is thirty-five movement. Also, if you use Step of the Wind, your jump speed is doubled, but... Oh, right! You know. Step of the Wind! That's a thing I can do. Uh, that would use your bonus action, though, which I don't know if ooh, you want that's that true. to do no, something I, else. Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, Activate the Arms of the Astral Self is a bonus action, so I'm going to want to do that. Uh, the arms erupt out even more vibrant than before in this space of astral energy, the, the dreamscape of the universe. Uh, Yeehaw. Uh, they need to make some deck saves. Yes. Yes, they do. What's the DC? Uh, 15. Wins again. Yeah, we got a fail and a save. So okay, go ahead and tell me what damage. All right. That's Come on, force. Dice. Eh. Oh, hey, 12. <laughs> Thank you, dice. Dope. Uh, yeah, red over here is going to take the full 12, and then green is fine. I wish they could do knockback, but that's okay. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus my attention on the, the, the green dot one that's right by me, and I'm going to use my action to whack it. Nice. Cool. Hopefully. You square up for the one that's emerging from the nose hole. Yeah, uh, if this, I can smack it back into skull. the nose hole, that would be ideal. <laughs> um, Technically, a shove attack is a thing, but it deals no damage and pushes them five feet. So. Weak. I'll just hit it. Okay. Yeah. Do it. It's funny. Yeah, monks have all these abilities, but practically speaking, the most efficient option is always to just punch it. Oh, no. It was going to be a 19, oh. but then it was a three. So that's a 10 total. I'm guessing that's that doesn't miss. hit. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Second time. Second attack, baby. Hit. All right, that's an 18. Okay, that'll hit. Phew. All right. Six force damage. 
Okay. Boom. Uh, you strike true, uh, its body, uh, actually, as you strike it with the uh, astral fist, there's kind of like a weird feedback thing. It clearly huh? makes contact with the body, but as it does, there's like a, kind of like a shimmery, like, iridescent, uh, effect that kind of happens as your astral arms meet the physical form of this thing. Ooh. Uh, but it takes the full damage. It doesn't, oh, okay. doesn't seem to resist. So that's a, that's a good thing? Or a neutral thing? It's a lore thing. All right. It's a storytelling huh? thing. I don't know. Uh, it's Marin's further cool investigation. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I see how Alba it is. Patel. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have point chins. They have little goatees. That's what it is. Uh, oh, cool. Does that end your that's turn? how yeah. you know they're evil. Yeah, that's me done. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you... Uh, neutral evil. Neutral evil. Um, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you uh, extend... Bam, uh, Danny, you are slow to notice, but quick to act. Uh, ah, geez. What is our quick draw going to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this guy, the orange guy inside that uh, right eye hole, is he, like, on the wall on the side? Yeah, basically. All right, so I'm going to clamber on around so that I'm sort of, like, over him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to summon uh, a small <laughs> arcane cannon. Danny, Eldritch Danny, cannon. before you do anything, I would like to point out that I am in a direct line worry, with this thing worry, and that thing. Don't worry, don't worry, I'm shooting down. So, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to summon the cannon, and it's just, it's going to be a force ballista. Cool, he is on your level, so right. at, uh, ranged attacks are going to have disadvantage. Like, he's climbing out, but he's within five feet of you there. Okay, if I summon the cannon, like, five feet behind, like, off to the side of me <laughs> instead of directly next to me, is he now regular? I'm not quite sure if that's range yeah so you yeah here's the trick with this guy there's like that there's the brow bone right there uh -huh. so you're fine but he's gonna have a plus two from half cover to his ac there uh -oh. but it's rolling straight all right yeah i'll take that uh i just want to fire straight at him with the force ballista version of the eldritch cannon eldritch cannon okay yeah, so once again, uh, Nasty Doodle Jump appears and yes. takes a shot. Uh, this one is larger than the last one because it's it's a standalone cannon, uh, and so it's latching into the skull with these tiny robotic, like, chicken feet. Yay! Because it specifies in the description that you can choose if the cannon has feet or not, and I'm choosing <laughs> to take that liberally. <laughs> I mean, who would yep, ever choose the not you. feet option? Thank you, Wizards of the Coast, for yeah. uh, Don't like including this nightmare fuel. Uh, yeah, it clang, 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 the feet dig into the bone, uh, to give it a sturdy purchase, and it just, poof, rears, uh, like, uh, recoils, but holds on, uh, from the force of this force ballista. Go and see, go ahead and see if this is gonna hit. It's a dirty 20 to hit? Yeah, hell yeah. Alright. My bad guy's gonna get better AC. <laughs> Maybe in another level or two. That's gonna be 16 points of force damage, and he's pushed back Jesus five feet. Christ. So yeah, baby. I don't know if he's hanging uh, on. He does to have something. a fly speed. Uh, okay. you, you push him back, bone goes scattering. Uh, he does have a fly speed, so he's not gonna fall down into the hole. But uh, it lets out like a little uh, surprised shriek. Uh, is gonna turn to you and will say in primordial, uh, specifically Ignin, watch it. I'll shout. Give him the finger and step back to stand. These last five feet of my movement to stand next to the cannon and reply back in primordial. You watch it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they're sentient. Uh, fantastic. Uh, now the bird of turn. Sentient. Uh, What's going hell on? yeah, they are. <laughs> Orange gonna roll up on Danny. That's right. <laughs> Red gonna roll up on Finbar. And blue and green are going to uh -oh. flank Kiana. So, oh, Kiana, no. <laughs> we have yep. four attacks coming at you at advantage. <laughs> uh, okay. First, a Fantastic. bite. Fantastic. 
22 to hit. Well, that'll then a hit. claw. That's another 22. Mm. Then the other bite. Jeez, oh no. Uh, that's a 21. And the final claw is a natural 19. Oh no. All of those hit. I have a question. I can take a dodge action uh, uh, that's somewhere correct. in here. How yep. does that uh, as work? A bonus as a bonus action, you can take a dodge oh. action, uh, which means they'll have disadvantage to hit you. Uh, would that be my bonus action I use to get my arms of the astral self out? Or would it be nope, my bonus action is, for my is, next turn? That would be bonus action for the next turn. Okay, so I can borrow my bonus action from the future to make them roll with disadvantage <laughs> instead of advantage. <laughs> No. It, was a, it was a nice try. No, uh, I can't do that. Here we go. Bite. For, bite right, number one. Let's, let's do uh, it. So the bite comes in. It hurts, but it hurts as it bites in your shoulder. There's no, like, blood. It doesn't pierce. Instead, oh. you feel a stab in your These mind. These guys are smart Dang it. Boys. I believe all damage dealt is psychic. So you take seven points of psychic damage, uh, oh, which you're oh, resistant oh, to. Oh. So oh, it is yeah. down to three. Nice. Ho, ho, ho. So congrats. Just... Uh, now I'm gonna go ahead and roll damage for the next three that hit. Oh, fantastic! Let me just let me just get that three out of the way before we get too comfy. Okay. The claws, the same exact effect. So it's like nine down to four damage. Not bad. The second bite from the other guy is five down to two. Mm-hmm. The final uh, is seven down to three again on the final claws. Okay. Ouch. They come in and they start harrying you, and you feel like death by a thousand mental cuts. Uh, two attacks on two attacks on Danny. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, that's double sixes. That's gonna be crap. That's eleven to hit on the <laughs> No. Miss and miss. Uh, it just like falls. It dies at you and goes headfirst into the bone uh, ridge that's right there. Uh, and then finally two on two on Finbar. Let's roll better. Uh, that's gonna be a sixteen and a fifteen to hit Finbar. Both miss. Cool. Those are their turn. Uh, Virla, you're up. These guys have now all moved into position. They are harrying. Uh, you see one of them next to Finbar is like, got a bit of his shirt and is like, trying to fly away with him. Yeah. But he's like, <laughs> seven feet tall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, right. yeah. No, get out of here. Uh, so... <laughs> it's almost here. Like the Cornish pixies from uh, oh, uh, movies yeah. won't, we won't name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trans rights. Anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Virla... I almost said Baymax. Oh, jeez. Uh, Virla is... <laughs> Oh, oh no. <laughs> we we can't afford Disney. <laughs> we don't okay, have Disney. Just, just bleep you it can't out. Do that. Um, okay, so yeah, Virla Virla will move here so that um, he's adjacent uh, to to this uh, one. Burlabin. Bur- cool. Bur- yeah, Bur- standing. Bur- Burbalang. Burbalang, okay. Uh, standing he, precariously he on careful. the edge of the cheekbone there, uh, over the uh, um, water below. This should give him line of sight between the red one and the blue yep. one. Okay. He's going to cast... That's a line, all right. He's going to cast a third level lightning bolt. Ooh. Okay, so that's two dex saves. Yes. Oh, and, God. oh, hold on. And uh, new dice. Because, hold on. Uh, and then also because I, I was asked to uh, mention this beforehand, I will be using my wizardly... No, not wizardly quill. What is it? The the, the, the awakened spell book. Uh, there you go. To replace the yes. damage with um. necrotic from... Uh, vi- uh, Vampiric touch. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, you see, um, describe your spellbook, please. Yeah, so, uh, sort of, Virla has just a, a series of components. Like, he doesn't have a backpack. He basically just has storage space within him. Kind of close to his chest, essentially. He, he sort of takes out, kind of, uh, in contrast to his very mechanical sort of whole presence, an old leather-bound book 
um, that's sort of like peeling away and stuff like that. But however, um, when he sort of flips it open to a page, it sort of glows with some sort of arcane energy, and um, the, the blue that comes off it is a bit more in keeping with sort of the arcane runes that keep his joints together and the light that's coming from his eyes. Very, very cool. You see the book, lightning sparks in your hand around and around, and then as you unleash it in a bolt, it follows that same path, but turns from the blue arcane electricity into black and smoky that mm -hmm. just silently penetrates through. There's no crack of thunder or anything, just silently mm. penetrates through both of them. Uh, they both fully fail. Oh, Go ahead awesome. and roll some damage for me. So that's 8d6 necrotic Ooh. damage. Jesus. That's, that's, that's a lot of damage. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes Virla, let the hate oh, this flow is, this through is good. you. 10. Hey, hey. <laughs> 20. We don't teach the robot to hate. Maybe you don't teach the robot to hate. 31 points of necrotic damage to the both of them. Boom. This guy you watch is hit with this and immediately vaporizes, oh uh, blinks Whoa. out in a spark, reminiscent of Kiana summoning her astral arms. Uh, you said 31 to the other guy? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. That guy's not doing well either. A massive turn. Does that end it? He'll move five feet just to be off the, the edge of the cheekbone. <laughs> you walk into the space <laughs> once occupied by Berber Lang. Uh, Finbar, freed from the nuisance that was uh, pulling on you, what would you like to do? Cool. Uh, I'm going to uh, pat Verla on the back. Thank like, you. Nice job, robot. <laughs> And from my Fomorian uh, gauntlet, um, uh, a vine is going to wrap around the wrist, through the fingers, shoot out um, towards the uh, green burbling. Cool. Um, as pull I it under. use a thorn whip. Yes. To yes. pull it. Uh, that is a natural 18 to hit. That'll hit. That is six points of piercing damage. And he's pulled 10 feet towards you, correct? Yes. Cool. Uh, whoom, yoink away from Kiana and now face-to-face uh, -face with you uh, as it squirms out of the thorny grasp of your spell. Would Kiana get an opportunity attack since it's leaving? No, forced movement. Uh, forced movement doesn't do that. Uh, we have at homebrewed in a different game, but this one, there's no... Uh, get in the comments. Gotcha. gotcha. Cool. Um, and as he comes into my space, uh, the pixies are going to jump out of my jacket, each with a fist, and just Smack him. <laughs> um, and do an additional d6. Uh, another three. Boom. Uh, another three as these guys batter. This guy looks up at you and in perfect sylvan says, Hey, no fair. What's the big idea? I didn't start this fight. <laughs> and uh, don't. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, Kiana, it's your turn. No one understands it but Finbar unless you speak uh, sylvan I language of the fae. Dare I ask what it said? I, I just missed it. Kiana didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I wouldn't know. All right, my turn. Uh, w hold up. Um, uh, just a quick bonus action. I will quickly uh, tap the hilt of my what's it called? Uh, sickle. Thing? Sickle. There we go. Yeah. I uh, forgot the word for a sec. Um, <laughs> and utter a quick uh healing word on uh Kiana just to keep her up. Yay! Boop. I'm almost back to full. Nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is what it feels like to be a barbarian for one yeah. encounter. <laughs> Kiana, uh, reinvigorated with the uh, the silver moon lights uh, from his sword, uh, amplifies and echoes across the starlight. Feel your wounds uh, warm and uh, actually, it's all in your brain. So I guess yeah, my, your my, brain, my feels brain feels much feels better. better. Your headache dissipates. <laughs> uh, not unlike drinking the jubilation uh, yesterday. Oh man, we gotta find more of that stuff. All right, my turn. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay. First off, we're just gonna we're just gonna. 
I'm just gonna punch this blue guy. You know, just for funsies. Okay. Do it. Uh, just a, a regular astral arm attack. Hopefully rolling okay. And 14. Perhaps. That'll just hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, Again, that's that feedback. These mm. peaceful denizens of a home that they have forged for themselves. Hey, they attacked they, us. I don't think they attacked uh, us first. Eight damage. Uh, boom! This guy uh vanishes in another um like astral shimmer. Oh, okay. I wasn't quite expecting that. So, can I move and then take my bonus action? Correct. Okay, in that you case, still have a I'm going attack to. Too. Yes, uh, I'm going to book it over to the one that's on Danny. Uh, and I will use my second attack on that guy, which is nice. I was worried I was going to have to use a bonus action just to whack him. 21 to hit. Yeah. So, yeah. Six points of force damage. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to use a key point to flurry of blows and hit him two more times. <laughs> Yay. Oh. Uh, it's a nat 20, so cool. that's cool. So that's a, that's a d6 plus 6 plus, plus 4 my for bonus, your wisdom. Four. Yeah. yeah, so d6, so plus, d6 10. plus 10. One of these days I'm gonna... Okay, uh, 15 points of force damage. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> one of these days I'm gonna get an attack that does more than 1d6 of damage, and then these guys are all gonna be real scared. Uh, and last attack of the round, that's a dirty 20 to yeah, hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, I, I assumed. Poof. He goes away, he had one hit point left. Ha-ha! Third time. Danny, the way is clear. Kiana runs up and crack with the Astro Fist. Uh, takes out another one. A true flurry of blows. Uh, yes. What would you like to do? Yeah, so first I'll use my bonus action to be like, be like, oh, yeah, thanks, Kiana. And uh, send the Eldritch Cannon sort of around her so that I can get a line of sight on La Green Dude over there. Mm-hmm. Without hitting me. Without hitting you, yeah. <laughs> Phew. Okay. The, the qualifier yeah, you have yeah. to you have to uh, stay And it's time. gonna just you know force ballista fire off another attack as uh, force ballistas are wont to do. Okay, not as good as usual, but that's not terrible. Uh, a, <laughs> what is plus? Uh, that is a twelve to hit. Miss. Uh. Yeah, it's sort of like the chicken feet can't get a hold on the on the bone, and it, so it skitters a bit and fires off way off into the astral sea. I hope it didn't hit anything important out there. <laughs> it, you just see it goes. Uh, the the head spins around like a swivel uh, and nearly knocks Kiana off. But oh, good! <laughs> Two miles away, a random ghost just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! All right, and Danny will whip around and fire off a firebolt at the green guy instead with my action. Cool. That is better. That's going to be uh, 19 to hit. Yep. Hell yeah. Alrighty, alrighty. Let's get some D10s up in here. So when Danny whips around, oh my god, I almost forgot about a fun artificer feature. I am an artillerist, so I have my um, <clears throat> arcane firearm, which means I get to add a D8 yes. to some of my spell attack roll of one attack. Oh. Um, if so I that's use 2D my multi plus 1D8. Yes, so this is going to be fun for me. Dang. Oh, yeah. 21 points of um, <clears throat> fire damage. Uh, you smoke this guy. He's nearly down. That's my turn. <laughs> All right. Heck yeah. Burbalang, this one that's still standing there is going to make two attacks on Finbar. That's not going to hit, but a 22 will hit. Yes. Uh, nine psychic damage. Okay. Uh, and you guys hear rumbling, rustling oh, from no. within. Oh. I don't know if there's any way... For you guys really to know, but they look shockingly similar to the ones you just oh. uh, yeah. 
smoked. Dang it! Except now they're emerging. They emerge from different spots, but you see this one comes from like a hole out from under her and is going to make its way to Virla. Blue uh, comes out from the same eye hole. I don't think he can actually quite. He's got. Let me double check his fly speed. Ah, 40 feet. Yeah, he can do it. Can make it to Kiana, and then the other one is gonna emerge from this eye hole and is gonna roll up on our ranger, uh, Finbar. Yeah, seriously, mm. where'd they come from? The one that rolls up on Finbar says in Sylvan again, "Oh, what you think? You, you think we're done? You think we're done, friend?" Uh, seems more <laughs> of a party. Let's let's dance. The blue one says uh, something completely incomprehensible to you, Kiana, unless you speak deep speech. Deep speech? Uh, actually, let me check. There is a slight possibility. I think you speak undercommon. Uh, yeah, I speak undercommon. Yeah, um, deep speech is something else. Okay. I have a passive perception of 20, and I understand deep speech. Oh. You understand oh. deep speech? <laughs> oh. Uh, he goes, yeah, I don't know where you're from, but we're going to fuck you up, lady. These, these. What the? <laughs> yeah, these, these. Are these people from Jersey? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Jersey devils. <laughs> oh, God <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. They're all going to bite you. Why is this one magically speaking a language I can understand? <laughs> he said he didn't know where you were from. Oh, oh I see. Uh, mm. A natural one, uh, a 16 to hit Danny. Uh, yeah, can that'll hit. Wait, Sorry, I... not Danny. Sorry, can Kiana. I... Uh, a 16 yeah, I was gonna hit say, Kiana. 16 misses me. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, two more attacks on Finbar, oh, God, and then Finbar two more on another natural one on the bite, but a, and a 16 Rangers get on... Oh, wait. Languages. Oh uh, no, 17, uh, 17 on Finbar? Uh, 17 misses. Okay, <laughs> and then two attacks on Virla. A bite and a, uh, uh, does a, uh, 14 hit Virla? 14 does hit, but he will use his reaction to cast shield. Yay. Cool. Uh, Yay. you see as a, uh, disc extends from the metal arm, an impossibly small shield, and yet as this creature goes to stab through, boom, a arcane shield uh, that extends from the disc protects all of Virla's body that's their turn Virla what would you like to do in retaliation okay 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 interesting okay I gotta I gotta find a place that <laughs> that is that is good enough oh gosh I don't want to hit any of my oh, other no. I don't want to hit any of my friends but I think it's I think it's kind of inevitable that I might need to oh here yeah, it comes I, I know. here it comes <laughs> I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or, or fireballing? Go no, for I'm it. No, I'm trying what? to insect swarm, insect plague them. <laughs> oh. That means everyone in everyone uh, in the it. thing would take 4d10 piercing damage on a failed save. <laughs> um. I can take um, it. Do it. You got this. What? I can take it. Okay. I can't. No, we'll see this one. It's, it's a... Uh, hey, on average, that's only it's 20. 20 foot, Danny it's 20 definitely foot can't. Radius. I'm f I have not been hit once this whole fight. <laughs> Danny's fine. It's not about I've rolled really bad on all my attack rolls. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, hmm, okay. If I if I if I generate it here, uh, kind of near near where the nose hole is, I think I'll get everyone except the blue one. But then that means I would also get myself and and um, Finbar, which I feel is a fair a fair compromise. I'm I'm fine. You could definitely if you place it down over here and are willing to get yourself and Finbar, you can definitely get blue and not oh, Kiana. Oh, really? Oh, you're, oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, like yeah. a 20 yeah, foot right. radius. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, you could hit everyone except Kiana I'll and have Danny. the. Yeah, I'll have the. Would it hit the cannon? It would not. No, I. I would have the source then. Yeah, I'll have the source be right, uh, next to the nose under Finbar. Okay. So everyone has to make 
a constitution saving throw. Or I'll take 14-10 piercing. Oh man, I might have... Oh my god. I might have placed myself here. <laughs> Shit. Con saves. Ooh, that's two bat, two two fails and two successes. Uh, so yeah, green is green failed. Green is dead, and uh, blue also failed. I'm gonna fail as well with the. Uh, Should I also fail with the fourteen? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> okay, roll oh. damage. Are you gonna I'm knock gonna, yourself out? Your you, your collapsible staff strikes and uh, uh, swarming insects. Uh, just a few of them, uh, clockwork mechanism, but quickly you see they consume bits of the bone and begin to multiply, uh, feeding on the raw material, uh, until a swarm in six seconds fills the entire area of clicking and buzzing clockwork bugs. How much damage it's, okay, do you well, take? Oh my god. I rolled, I rolled uh, kinda low. Danny, how does it work to give a health potion to the robot? Uh, you just sort of like, there's a valve. <laughs> 15 there's, there's joke. We, we joke about his mouth, damage. but he does need to take in food to, to live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, 15. Interesting. Yeah, okay. 15 points uh, of yeah, piercing. So green goes, green goes poof. Um, the rest of these guys, you see, before they were like, yeah, there was like that weird, they, you could hurt them, but it was kind of like weird and it looked. Uh, they get cut this time. They're, they're just, they're getting smoked. Wait, like I'm actually? Not it's, like it's halved not... if they save, right? Yes. So 15 halved to 7. Yeah, like they're getting cut this time. Go ahead, make a concentration check on the spell. Uh, <laughs> for my own spell. D DC, yeah, yeah, for your own spell. DC 10. And does that provide any cover? Like, oh, is it like... Let me read this one more uh, time. Obscured? Area is lightly obscured, and it is also difficult terrain. If you enter the spell for the first time, or if you end your turn there, you have to make another constitution save or else take, you know, the 4d10 or half as much on a successful yes. one. Oh my god. Okay, Guys. so oh shit. So, fin Finbar, you got it. You either gotta leave or take damage. Uh, same with. I'll be fine. Oh, I'm, okay, I'm so sorry. Finbar, I didn't know uh, you were up. I have to. Oh, well, okay. Well, the Constitution saving throw it was an eight, so. Just oh, so it falls. One and done, and then oh, dispels. It falls. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Boom! Yeah, and then immediately they all drop dead. <laughs> Honestly, better. That's probably better for than the it would have been. I did the calculations, but boy, am I bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> You're a walking calculator. <laughs> you wouldn't be a high int, low whiz build, would you? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, show of hands, how many people in the party are high int, low whiz? <laughs> Not me. I, I'm actually, I have decent. How many are high whiz, low int? My whiz is 14. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. That's pretty good. Never mind. I'll go it's not so much my, for the charisma. Build of shame. <laughs> that was just a, okay. uh, <laughs> a personal how, misstep. How, how are we gonna do this? Okay, this time uh, I'm going to unlatch and fully take out the the sickle. No, you know I'm gonna keep taking hits. Never mind. Um, so this is gonna be a disadvantage on blue, as once again Vine shoots out from go for it. Morian. Thorn Whip disadvantage. That is a 16. That'll hit. Hell yeah. Okay. Eight piercing. He gets pulled ten feet towards me. Um, how's Virla doing? Virla is a little under half. Under half. Um, I was like, I don't think I even hit you. No, you hit yourself. I hit myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is... You think you can survive one more round? Yes. Okay. Then we'll we'll just leave it here. Do do they take more damage for the pixies? Uh yes. Uh just one. Everyone helps. Kiana, what would you like to do? They, they just came back. We, we've pretty much concluded that 
you know, we dusted them and then they just came back immediately. And I'm trying to different, think if though. that's they came back different. Yeah, they're like now you can see like cuts and stuff on their body. They're bleeding where before oh. that that wasn't happening. They were getting hurt clearly, but they didn't like take much damage. Okay, all right, good. I thought this might be a case of like if you kill them with a specific kind of oh, damage, yeah, they so can just too. keep coming back. Yeah. But if it but if they just had a quick respawn, that's good. That's good. I don't need to switch to physical attacks. <laughs> uh so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna run back down the uh, the bridge of the nose. Yeah, it and... might be tricky for anyone other than you, but you got the boots of spider climb, so you can. Yeah, you're okay. And uh, on the off chance I do fall, I have things I can do about that. that uh, awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna punchy punch our boy in blue. Cool. Go ahead, roll an advantage because you're flanking the thin bar. Oh, sweet. Oh, you know I what? You. I think that was where I was getting advantage from the last fight. I was like, oh uh, yeah. Advantage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, yep. Uh, nine points of force damage. Okay. Second attack. Oh, uh, natural 20. Ooh, oh, oh yeah. my God. Thank I, feel like I might need to swap dice. This is getting a little bit unfair. Uh, no, no, oh, please, damage. God, no. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine. What, what you, think my, you think my box of monsters gets empty? It doesn't. Okay, I'll take the natty 20 for the third time in the sesh. Natty uh, 20. All right, 1d6 plus 10 this time. Yeah, it was my favorite uh, beer in college. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, 13 points of force damage on the blue one. You deck this guy, and instead of both times you notice there's not that feedback that you mm. noticed before, instead you hit once, the body crumples, and then you come down just a sledgehammer, and this this guy crumples and falls into the skull dead. Oh, cool, okay. Uh, in that case, uh, can I move a little bit farther to engage with yeah. the orange one? Go okay, then let's do that and use my bonus action to flurry of blows, uh, which I need to spend key for, right? Uh, you need to spend key if you want to do two punches. One punch is free, two punch one is... One punch is free. Okay. Yeah, one punch is free. One punch. Well, in that case, let's just do one punch. See what happens. One punch one free. Punch. One punch! <laughs> and this one, is this also an advantage? Uh, you're not flanking now. Oh. It only it only counts if it's opposite. Okay. Yes, well, I exactly. rolled a twenty-two anyway, so I think we're good. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big yeah. hit. <laughs> and uh, nine points of force damage. All right, nine. Boom. Nine uh, slam this dude again right in the side of the head. Uh, does that end your turn? Uh, that's my turn. Danny, the battlefield is considerably changed and further away from you. Yeah. Uh, who are you gonna shoot? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> We're all congregated into one area and we just see the fucking oh, no. force cannon. <laughs> Danny's the BBEG all along. <laughs> Danny's the BDEG. She doesn't even know it. Uh, so I'm gonna. The real villain was the friends we made along. Okay, the way. I have the. I'm trying because I have the force blister up, so I'm trying to. <laughs> that's what I said yesterday. Before. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> trying to angle it in such a way that I will not have this. Similar to my issue in the um pub earlier is that it knocks the enemy five feet away from you uh which would right now be mostly into my eyes uh you could hit red he's gonna have some cover so he'll get like a plus two yeah. to his ac yeah, but you could hit the, the red guy yeah i'll have the cannon Not to be confused with. run down a bit because <laughs> chicken feet like you could also hit me but please don't <laughs> into the bone uh and we'll oh no we're still all in a line <laughs> there has to be a way you can get line of sight that doesn't involve hitting like all of. I got it. You're fine. Yeah, there's no cover there. Yeah, so there's the no cover at that. Force ballista is gonna run down and just sort of like fire off one at the red guy. Okay, 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 okay. Not terrible. Not terrible. Uh, that's going to be. Uh, does a dirty twenty hit? 
Hell yes. The reason it takes me so long is because I'm bad at math, but I swear I am just uh. looking up <laughs> 12 points of force damage, and he gets pushed five feet away. Uh, and then Danny will sort of, like, throw a leg over the side of the eye ridge and, <laughs> and be like, it's too... <laughs> it's so fucking dark here, and throw my goggles down so that I go into light vision. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And whip out my multi-tool, take aim at the orange guy, and fire off a firebolt at him. Literally everyone is just surrounding orange, <laughs> and so <laughs> there's just a firebolt coming this towards poor all little of us. guy. Does <laughs> uh, a 17 hit? Uh, yes, it will. Sweet. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, and this is... What's that, 2d10 plus d8? <laughs> yes, because this is coming from my arcane firearm, aka my multi-tool. 13 points of fire damage. Uh, scratches across his wings. That ends your turn. Yeah. <laughs> two of them, the two that are here look at each other. One of them is going to say in, uh, does anyone speak Infernal? Nope. I do, no. I do. <laughs> oh. You speak Infernal? Uh, one of them says to the other, uh, two words from my blood, uh, and they will use their actions to <laughs> plane shift away. Oh, okay. Uh, the other follows suit. Uh, you see as they both, uh, similar, similar to how you guys got into the Astral Sea, blink, blink, uh, blink out of existence. That will end the fight. Congratulations, Woo! guys. Okay. I say in, I say in Infernal. Drop them off. Goodbye. <laughs> What was that about? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't understand Do you want to roll like an arcana? Uh, yeah, apparently, sure, that. they live here. It's pretty obscure, though. Roll, like, DC 20 arcana check. Natural 20! Ah! Oh! Natural 20! Uh, you yeah! absolutely know these guys. Uh, part of your... I absolutely um, know these uh, guys. Your constant... <laughs> they're, they're one of the few things that, like, regular... That Astral Sea could be called the closest thing to them having a home. Lots of things. This is the transitive plane. The Gith Yankee kind of live here, but they're not from here. They just live here. These guys aren't from here either, but they're the closest to natives you can you, and you can get really. They're called Barbalangs, and they are aberrations origin exactly unknown, but they are obsessed with dead things. They uh, mm. are capable of speaking all languages, so they know all languages and dialects. Um, and so they're able to like size you guys up, and that they're able to get kind of guess what you, languages you knew. Um, they don't they typically like common? talking to people. That's not like common. Common is common to you. Common is not common to them. Oh, does that make sense? Okay, sure. The, you know, on the prime material plane, common is very normal. Uh, out here, most people speak something else to each other. <laughs> you know, uh, really? in Danny's hometown, no one speaks common to each other. They all speak. Uh, primordial because that's they're all elementals same with finbar like they all speak sylvan where he's from things like that Mm -hmm. yeah they are obsessed with dead things though they are capable of uh interrogating dead creatures and they're obsessed with uh scrawling uh they write on bones uh the same way people write on paper and they write down secrets and things that they uh pull from them clearly they were making their lair here oh they're also capable of sending out psychic duplicates of themselves uh, they can do oh, every okay. now and again, which uh, they use to scout and uh, be safe. Uh, in this case, they were hoping to drive you guys off safely, but you killed one of their friends, uh, and they did not care for that, so they plane shifted away. Nice. These are I, I sort of relay all of that to them. <laughs> yeah. um, upon immediately hearing that uh, they're they're known for writing secrets down on bone, I immediately go and try and look for some because that's interesting. Okay, I guess we're climbing into the skull hole. <laughs> do you want to go into the skull? I wasn't necessarily going to start uh, with that, but yeah, no, I will absolutely do that. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, how are you going to get? You're just going to jump in? No, don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> we have we have rope. Yeah, like safely rock climb our way down. Okay. 
Uh, with some time, you guys are able to tie off a rope to one of the massive canines uh, and then slide your way in. Who here? This is a good time to ask who has dark vision because I think oh, it's Oh, a question only we Danny. all know and love. Is it me? <laughs> is it only me? Yeah, I think it's just you. Yeah. Do not. Uh, uh, yeah. Do I do not. not. I certainly do not. But I do have the boots of spider climb, so I can just kind of walk down. I have dark vision. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Danny, Dan, uh, sorry, uh, Kiana walks down. Danny can see. Uh, otherwise, you guys are gonna need some lights in here. Uh, I'll, I'll cast. Um, I can produce flame in my hand and just like beacon the way down. <laughs> okay, yeah. I can cast light. Just kind of iPhone flashlight. Just. I have <laughs> my eyes or something. If we need torches. Okay, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, like um, like Ben from Treasure Planet. Your eyes just light up yeah, as two, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. two flashlights, and you can uh, <laughs> cartoon where you can only see their eyes in the dark. That's what's going exactly. on here. That's exactly it. You guys lower yourselves in. Uh, indeed, as you expected, the inside of the skull is picked clean, and it is covered in scrawlings. There are also not a ton but a fair amount of bones around from normal sized people does anyone would anyone like to make an investigation check yeah uh, I'll do that. I will for go funsies. ahead uh, let me get two so let let two people uh just two people roll please or one person rolls well, I have a plus six Shouldn't to be investigation and can see in the dark so I feel like I'm a good candidate cool yeah let Danny yeah, do, do it, it and let uh it. let uh yeah go go for it sweet there's a dirty 20 okay Ah, damn it. What'd you say, uh, Virla? Nine plus seven, 16. 16? Okay, both pretty good. Virla, you uh, get caught up looking at the walls. Does anyone here speak Celestial? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> oh, okay, well, oh, both of you uh, can make out the scrawlings on these walls in terms of language. You can read it. Uh, in terms of deciphering, that's something else, but we'll, we'll turn ah. back to Danny first. Cool. Uh, Danny, you are sifting through. You pick up what is clearly like a tiefling skull. Mm. Um, it kind of like tosses it aside. It has uh, writing in Infernal on it. I don't know if you uh, nope. <laughs> speak Infernal at all. Toss it aside. Uh, you do see there looks to be like a femur bone that you have seen the inside of uh, Virla's spellbook. Uh, and you're intelligence based cast yourself. You know what it looks like when a spell is physically transcribed into something. Ooh. So uh, you don't really know much more beyond that without some sort of identify or like uh, an arc. Uh, actually, I don't think you could do an arcana check on it. You'd probably need the wizard. We do have the identify spell, but I assume we don't want to oh. spend ten minutes here, or do we? Uh, up to up to your allies. They're looking at a big skull wall right now. Yeah, a skull wall covered in writing in celestial that we need to decipher. Yeah, also that might take ten minutes. Turn around Hell and yeah. see what they're looking at, and if they look busy, <laughs> I'll start ritually casting identify on the uh, spell bone. Cool. Spell you bomb. begin to ritually uh, cast. Do you have, I assume you would have a pearl because that's what you need to cast it? Yes. I assume if we were just handed a bag of diamonds for this job at some point I in a previous say, job. I was going to say, go ahead and remove. I believe you need a hundred gold pearl. That's go fair. ahead and check. Yeah. Just re remove that gold from your inventory and that will we'll consider that's, that's a purchase you made in the past. It's reflected here now. Sounds good. You go ahead and start, you insert the pearl into your multi-tool um, and begin to fidget as it's, it's like a microscope focusing in on the object to determine the exact nature of the item. Meanwhile, real quick, Finbar, are you going to do anything or are you just, you just vibing? <laughs> I don't mess with the bones of the dead. That's kind of disrespectful. The magic people are doing magic things. Uh, I will ritual cast uh, detect magic just in case uh, there's 
any sigils or traps so I can help point out things that may or may not show up beyond these bones and scrawlings. Fantastic. Okay, so we got two. Uh, what is so we we know what Danny's ritual cast looks like. What does your ritual cast look like? You see, he sits down, crisscross applesauce, mm-hmm. um, and he takes out. Um, uh, he usually has a variety of spices on him, but this one doesn't look like a spice. It's a specific pigment that he uses. You see him. He etches a small uh, sylvan sigil on his forehead, um, and uh, he mutters uh, a couple words in uh, druidic. Um, as he uh, ritual casts uh, detect magic. Nice. Did I already have Please. you guys make checks for the wall? Uh, you no. guys can read it. Please go ahead and make investigation checks on the wall. Oh uh, no! Or, investigation. No wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. You see the wall? Let's go ahead and roll. Hmm. Inside. Uh, yeah, inside. yeah. Go ahead and roll an okay. inside check. No, no, no. Yay! It's it's one of those gray areas. Uh, you definitely could it be um, also investigation, uh, insight or history? If you want to try and try and like combo yeah. two people, uh, make sense of this. So, one of those I have a plus seven. One in. of those I have a okay. plus seven in. Okay. Before I say I yeah, I'm gonna say it's a DC. Before you say your numbers, this is definitely tricky. So I'm gonna set it at uh, DC twenty for both of you guys. Or success for one of you is good, success for both of you is great. I rolled an 18. I mean, totally. Okay, that's pretty good. It's it's I not know. like, it's not it's not black or white. You know, there's shades of gray in here. You're going to get some stuff for that. Uh, yeah, Vila, yeah, I do? rolled a natural 19. Plus seven makes 26. hey There we go. Damn. Yeah, so immediately, Kiana, you're trying to decipher almost gibberish, and it's, it's fractions of sentences spread about everywhere. Kiana, you're fairly good at, like, reading where this might kind of go and you start you pick up on uh, a couple words that come up a bunch of times so uh you see uh the word yellow uh and keeper comes up both times a lot uh the keeper of yellow uh the yellow god keeper of the eternal things like that uh you start to see as like patterns um there's like some sentences that kind of run off into nothing like i remember a time when we touched the clouds and uh, the sunshine down and just like runs on like that, just kind of like uh, bad poetry. Stream of consciousness. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. But it, uh, like those things don't really make any sense to you. But you pick right. up on the um, the things that uh, occur, and as you point out, Virla, with your ex, uh, what was your total again? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, that beats a very hard DC, which is twenty five. Uh, you remember reading about uh, specifically because you were um, curious about previous. Uh, gods worshipped by mages um something you've researched in the past uh there was ancient in the prime material plane notable enough that even out in the plains you would have heard about it uh there was an ancient society called the netherese who were uh a mageocracy they uh worshipped many things like any people uh but you remember that there was a a sun god a god of law whose name was amanator you're not really sure like this is where it drops off and like maybe like you rolled really high maybe no one knows this like what happened to them you do know that the netherese fell so maybe it was a product of that maybe it's multiple things like the netherese fell and then the god got weaker because there was no one to like worship them anymore and so like some other god took their pantheon over like that has happened a bunch of times like there's been uh, the god of goddess of magic Mistra has been replaced like four times at this point. Woof. It's a whole thing. I mean, it's entirely possible this is just a god, like a being that thought it was this god too. Like, there's no way to really know for certain, but you you feel pretty confident that that might be who you're standing oh, I see. through. <laughs> okay. Gross. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna ask why 
would, would I happen to know why exactly the the beer? Oh, shoot, I can't. Beer, beer, beer lobbing, beer lobbing. No, no, no. The, the, the Burbalang. Oh, Burbalang. Why, like, the why, were they, why they yeah. would be scribbling yeah, the these? Like, I don't know if they had, if they necessarily have some connection to. They are obsessed with getting secrets and information from dead things. Oh, they that's can right. Cast that's right. Dead okay. Will. So, so they pulled the information been, out of his they've head. They've been pulling the information from this dead thing for, I mean, time doesn't move on the Astral Sea. Who knows how long they've been in here. Interesting. Well, well, that might explain why it's so defleshed, I guess, if they use bones for that. Yeah, I, I really, I really. Yes, the head has again. The head has been. The head has been stripped, and most of the rest of the body is jerkiest. Ah. Oh, mm, yeah, delicious. I go and relay all of this to. Mm -mm. Mm, all right, I'm gonna have a little another uh, bite of my uh, low main for dinner. I relay this to the rest of the party and just sort of like uh, put forward my uh, suggestion that this might be an old, abandoned, long-forgotten sun god. Indeed. Spooky. It's also unclear, like, aspects of gods come and go, so maybe the god isn't dead, this is just, like, one of their forms. You know, go gods are, um, many-parted. You can you can fight and kill a god and not fully destroy them because a piece of their divine essence might exist somewhere else, uh, which is called an aspect. Um, oh, like so liches. Kind of, kind of lich, lich-like. Uh, yeah, so both of your ritual casts end at this point. Danny, this bone acts as a spell scroll. Ooh, spell bone. And the spell is... The spell contact other plane. Ooh. Oh! If you want to look that up, that is a fifth level spell, I believe. That is very good. It can be cast as with all spell scrolls. It can be cast once. Uh, it must, in order to cast it, you must. It must be a spell that is on your spell, your class's spell list. And if it is of a higher level than you can cast, which is true for all of you currently, you have to make an ability check to attempt it. Uh, your wizard gets to high enough level he can cast spells this high. He can do it for, for free, or he can copy it into his spell book. Um, thus destroying the scroll, but permanently learning it himself. Are there any others? That's what she found. Detect magic might be able to pick up on yes. the others. Uh, detect magic goes off. Uh, the whole place is darn magical. It's dead god. <laughs> Dang it. The dead god. Yeah, true. You don't find any other spell scrolls like that. Uh, but Finbar, you do notice, uh, I think you probably have the highest passive perception. Yeah. Uh, Virla's actually also very high, but Virla's been very distracted. So I'll say, Finbar, you notice, you look through the bottom of the jaw down past the skeletonized neck, um, down to where, like, the body is still kind of shriveled, and you see, like, there's a hole in the throat where you see a little bit of light coming out. <laughs> coming out? Uh, yeah, like, the, shining the, out. The, the I, don't, I don't like that. that uh, uh, <laughs> folks. Uh, so many bones in my uh, body. I know we aren't alone here. We just... Those we're flying monkeys. That that was the start, but uh, down down this throat we got we got more company. I think. Hmm. So, oh uh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Fantastic. Okay. Virla, Virla, and Kiana, you pull your attention from the wall towards where Finbar is pointing, and indeed you see uh, a light. In fact, now that you all look at it, um, it kind of looks like the outline to a door. Hmm. A vertical rectangle. Huh. A uh, door. Danny, you. You arrive with your newly discovered bone. Yes. Uh, and point of order, because the arcane, um, the Eldritch Cannon lasts for an hour or until I dispel it. I haven't dispelled it, so it's just been like chicken foot plodding yes. along behind, like, because it's got claws yeah. just like into the bone. It keeps tripping over bones. <laughs> More or less, it's good. What you guys got? I got a bone. Nice. It's got a spell cool. on it. I, I, Virla, I, Virla, you should take oh, this. Oh, a magic bone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm, I'm not sure we should be taking stuff from here, but if, if you think it's helpful, uh, then... It I, would let yeah. us contact other plane. 
I thought the whole purpose of our mission was to take something from here. Well, we're taking one thing. I didn't. We. Mm, I didn't gotcha. think we'd be taking wishbones and teeth from. It's not a wishbone. It's a spell bone. Very different. Are we taking teeth? I could take teeth. I don't think we no, should take any no, teeth. We're, we're not taking teeth. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll pocket uh, the, so, the bone. <laughs> how's everybody feeling? I'm a little scratched up myself. I'm gonna pump a first level um, uh, cure wounds in me real quick. I'm basically at full, so I'm good to go. I okay. could do with some healing. I don't have a scratch on me. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll go and drink one of my potions. I'm good. Go ahead. I'm very curious about how that process works, but I'm too polite to ask. So. <laughs> well, under underneath the face max, the there is like actual, of eating like, things. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, underneath the face mask, there is actually just like like automaton mechanical uh, like mouth and 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 you can see the inner workings of the eyes and stuff. Um, oh, it's complicated. Virla he can't really taste my food, though. Will. Well, yes. Mm. His people are just born from a plane where there is everything is clockwork. So. Huh. Okay. Well. It's definitely tricky, but it's another thing where it's like, oh yeah, it's just the physics of that world act a lot different than the physics you are used to. The same way with the yeah, astral that's sea, right. where there's like not really a, a y axis. There's still life, and it's. Uh, artificial and that in that world is not a contradiction those things are not not uh at odds with each other it's just Verla doesn't really like opening the faceplate in public because just like having people see just the inner inner workings of, of, uh, his, gotcha. of his head is it's a little, a little bit spooky unnerving. it's like seeing one of those it's like seeing lincoln from uh uh the hall of presidents with his face off oh, <laughs> oh god yeah exactly oh yeah okay also yeah. he was oh, just yeah. 100 he was also 100% just like bullshitting the whole situation, just trying to like really hammer in the fact that, yeah. Just unbalancing people. Exactly. It's power play. Uh, silver light up from your moonsicle heals your wounds. Uh, the uh, potion is consumed. Uh, how would you like to proceed? There's a door in the yep. throat of uh, right this the, giant like, mummy. Neck here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know a lot about giant physiology, but I assume that that's the direction a heart would be in. So, uh. I assume we want to go through the door, right? Uh, yeah, probably. I'm just a little confused about the mechanics by which a humanoid-sized door fits into the esophagus of a giant skeleton. Well, it's I giant. Mean, yeah, there's, like, stuff surrounding it, you know? A little bit of wall and then some, like, stretched-out uh, skin and stuff like that. Huh, Does it look cool. like the door is natural to the giant's physiology, or was that installed afterwards? No. If that makes nope, sense. It looks metal. Metal. As you approach, you guys kind of walk along the vertebrae that are still tenuously connected to the uh, body and uh, form a sort of bridge where you're going. And as you approach, yeah, it looks like metal. Is there anything about like the make of the door that would indicate to me like what if any of the major civilizations that maybe I've interacted with that might have made it like the craftsmanship? Interesting point. Roll a history check. <laughs> Five. Yay. Unclear. Hmm. It's not possible that this thing like swallowed a perfectly round chunk of wall, right? Like <laughs> just swallowed a grain silo or yeah. something. Maybe that's how it died. We don't yeah, know why exactly. she swallowed a building. Okay. <laughs> the attack on Titan theme intensifies. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, let's you know we're gonna have to go through the door, so let's let's go yeah, check I out the we door. Just I guess. Go through the door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna put my big old mitts on the door. Is there like a knob? Is it a push? There is, yeah, it's a pull. nice handle. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You, Finbar, open the door. Slowly. And this is what you see. You guys enter on the north what? side over here. Uh, uh, you know, inside where you would expect to find cool. a ribcage, you would find 
instead find a, a nice room. Well-polished floors, tables, um, shelves, all sorts of like odd accoutrements, some oil lanterns hang on the walls, uh, providing uh, a modicum of light in here. What the fuck? The collector wanted us to be the first people here, right? I think they might be disappointed. <laughs> I think we I think we failed then. You're in a map um, I made for you guys to explore. So if you guys want to like go somewhere, let's just do one at a time. Uh, Finbar, you were the first in. Finbar, if there's anything you want to go look at, move your move your character, and then we'll, we'll go one at a time, not by. Before I move any further into the stream, can I just like listen to hear for footsteps, movement of any kind? Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. That's a twenty-three. No, Water eerily running. silence. Eerily silent. Ooh. Eerily silent is good. That means less stuff going to jump out and attack us, I think. Uh, I uh, if anything, eerily, if, something, if something is going to jump out and attack us, we have no idea what it is, where it's coming from, or what it looks like. So it's either invisible. You know, I, I don't even know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Y'all be <laughs> careful walking in and out of this room. I'm going to... Stay posted up over here at the only exit that we know of. Does seem to be the only exit. Uh, at a quick, quick glance across the room. Ooh, workbench. Holla if you need anything. Okay. You guys observe. Um, off to the left, you see what appears to be a large, like, to Kiana, it means nothing. To Virla and to Danny and Finbar, probably. It's an attempt at a map of the planes, the same way that a globe is like an approximation of the Earth that is, like, pretty good, but not exact. Mm. Um, I mean, globes are pretty good. I know, I know. This, this is a broader, wider concept. Uh, uh, no one really agrees on the exact layout of the entire universe, but you can see, yeah, it appears to be some sort of like three-dimensional model. To your right, so on the left hand of the room, there's uh, tables with uh, like alchemist supplies and some other odds and ends. Uh, bookshelves are lined. A, uh, a single table with a chair uh, sits in the middle of the room, and off to the side you see... Actually, uh, to Virla, you see uh, these curiously familiar racks uh, all the way in the back past this uh oh. other globe that appears to be approximating something that that definitely piques Virla's interest and he'll he originally was going to do the bookshelves but now now once he sees this he's going there okay remember when i said we shouldn't take any teeth i think we might need to take a tooth just to prove that we actually came here because i do not think the collector is going to buy that this was the inside of the dead god's rib cage we have attempted to check it we just give him a book <laughs> yeah yes, i mean you know if i was them i don't think i'd buy that yeah, no, that's uh, fair. Not for a yeah. thousand extra gold. <laughs> Do I, is it is it what I think it is? Uh, for we'll get to that in a sec. I want to let the other people, if they want to go somewhere, go somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna start going over to this big astrolabe thingy because uh, my knowledge of anatomy indicates that upper left side is where the heart should be, and on the off chance <laughs> <laughs> that it might be here. <laughs> I, I know most roof cages don't come with hardwood floors. I'm just holding out hope. So, and I'll, I'll take a close look at whatever the hell this thing is. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Danny. I see workbenches. I go over to workbenches. <laughs> this is an area wow, of which like... I know some things. So, Finbar, you're going to stay by the door? Just in case, yes. Okay. So, let's start. Let's move across the room. Uh, Kiana, you come up to what you see to be a massive, uh, the th uh, it's like, has all these, like, joints and stuff can rotate. You go to, like, read the inscriptions on it. Uh, there's, like, all these different round, like, uh, spheres, um, that are, look, uh, different, like, around the ring, and then in the middle, there's, like, a larger sphere that's it divided in half, uh, along the, um, 
uh, like a hemisphere, an equator drawn along it, dividing it in half, uh, white on the top and black on the bottom. You go to like investigate. Um, it seems like it should rotate. Uh, there's like inscriptions written on the each of the spheres, but they're in like you don't know you don't read it. You can't tell what it says. It seems mm. like it should rotate, but you kind of like go and like push at it. It doesn't seem to want to like go with just a push. It doesn't look like rusted, right? Roll me investigation check. Uh, yes, uh, I thought that one was bad. Heh. Oh, cool. Seven. Uh, no rust. Unclear what the problem might be. Uh, okay, one other follow-up question. Does yes. it look kind of like the rune inscriptions around the portal in the monastery that only lit up with an astral a good, A good point. They do not. Okay. Phew. That's a good thought. <laughs> Take an inspiration for that. That's a that's a good oh. connection you drew. Danny, uh, I assume you want to investigate. Yes, I would like to investigate. Go ahead and roll to investigate. Nice. Uh, 23. 23, that's fantastic. I should say, looking at this table, is there anything specific you want to look at? Uh, I just want to try You've and got, get like, a... alchemist stuff here. I want to get a sense of whatever they were working on, whoever was at this table was working on. Like, what's the project set up here? Trying to figure out, like, cool. what's what's happening. Uh, you uh, go and you open the book to, like, page one. Like, okay, let's, like, start from the beginning. Uh, and it's blank. You flip over, next page, blank. Uh, scroll through book is blank there's another book on the table also blank all the way through um you go over and like look at the alchemist stuff uncork uh something and kind of like waft it to you doesn't smell like anything doesn't have any kind of like strong kind of odor or anything doesn't uh, would you like to like investigate further with it yeah uh, do you have like uh is there any kind of tool thing you would like to do i should ask as an artificer yes 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 so uh i'm proficient with alchemist supplies um, so just trying to see if I could maybe use that knowledge to gleam if this stuff has ever actually been used before, yeah. or if it's just been, like, cleaned. Uh, go ahead and roll me, uh, uh, it proficiency plus intelligence, uh, d20, so that's, uh, yeah. Basically, like, your spell attacks, it's proficiency nice. plus intelligence. 19. Uh, you look at this setup, uh, you didn't catch it at first, but you're like, this setup is gibberish. This doesn't go oh. anywhere, none of this stuff, like collects anything this, this doesn't make any sense and you go dip a finger into one of the vials taste it it's just water i imagine finbar at the front of the room sees danny yeah. dip her finger into a mystery <laughs> liquid and just like lick it Schlorp. it's it's a little reckless certainly but you're pretty confident given what you just experienced uh mm. like looking at the setup you're like no one made anything with this this like you could like boil water and then let it cool <laughs> well this isn't shit uh, we go to Virla. You go over to these racks. Very familiar to you. As you go and you reach, though, go ahead and make an Arcana check as you try to obs observe oh. the, like, orbs that are in here. Yeah, sure. Still a good number. Uh, Arcana, 22. Mm -hmm. Ooh. 22. The etchings that are on these spheres, the very same ones that you use to store your own long-term memories, the ones that you prize so heavily that were many lost to you in the past, the hope here, seeing these racks of them, uh, you've never met anyone else in your memory since you've lost them who's used these, uh, you go to observe, and to most people they would seem gibberish, the like etchings that are on these spheres, rememberal style, but you recognize when they mean something, when they've been degraded, when they've encoded memories properly. Um, these ones are, this is like gibberish on here, doesn't mean anything. Huh. It's like, it's like if someone was like pretending to write an arcane rune you know, they got out the basics that it should be, like, angular and complicated, but that was kind of it. This is an Ikea display. 
<laughs> Finbar, standing by the uh, the front, you have acute vision and have been keeping an eye on all your friends. Uh, you see for just a moment, there's a shutter of the rack just north of uh, your robot friend. Uh, and Ooh. you make out the trace of a large shape, camouflage predator style. Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, rearing up. Oh, this is your uh, your moment to thwart a surprise round with your superior uh, uh, cool. perception check that you made. All right. Um, huge. I'm going to cast. Uh, you guys, do you say anything to the group? Because it's going to be initiative. I'm going to say, uh, Wayne alone in here. Huh? <laughs> and I'm going to, oh, let me just get a ruler out. <laughs> We're going into initiative because the creature is not surprised and you break every okay. oh, Your baby. perception check allows you to yeah. war the rest of the team. Uh, so go ahead, everyone roll initiative. Wait. Ah, uh, what on what is what is this Austin? What are you doing? Ooh, what are you throwing at us right now? That is way thing? too many tentacles. Too many to be tentacles. Too big with. a mouth. Is this the heart? <laughs> Do we have to bring this back? I don't think that's gonna. Work. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we're gonna want the tooth. Hey, if, if I, like, nice, I big... like that idea. Maybe maybe next uh, next time you yeah. have to go get a dead god heart. That's what uh, we're doing. I'm just going to put my cannon directly next to where Danny is on this battle map. Why does it look like he here. has Venus fly trapped at the end of his neck, uh, at the end of his tentacles? I'm just going to assume that like once we survive this, we can go back out the way we came and grab the tooth and then scooch, you know, like I, I think this is going to work out fine. <laughs> I want to figure out what the fuck this all is. The shape is currently invisible, but as he points it out, you guys can see where it, it is no longer hidden. So the mechanical difference being invisible creatures are hard to hit because um, yeah. they're, you know, they're camouflaged. But hidden means okay. you just don't know where it is. Uh, Finbar pointing it out and it's horrible <laughs> stealth roll. It rolled a two and a three means that you guys know where this thing is. Uh, it's just that when you get up close to punch it or try to shoot it from far away, um, the fact it's invisible means you might, like, miss it by a couple inches or something like that. It's still hard to hit. Kiana, uh, as ever, you hear, uh, uh, Finbar's call and sense the attack almost before it happens. How would you like to begin? Okay, well, I'm going to sprint in its direction. Uh, I've never had to use more than my movement per round. How does this work? Uh, as a monk, you can use a bonus action to sprint, oh. which gives you another move. Uh, you can also use an action to sprint, okay. which gives you another move. So technically, you can move okay. three times in a turn. And you get to decide if you want to do a bonus action. Because you're a monk specifically, you get to decide if you want to use a bonus action All or right, an action to double move. I have 40 feet per round. Um... If it is this one of the things where a diagonal move is another is just five feet like so I'm moving on the hypotenuse uh, yes. the whole time. Yes, diagonals are the fastest way to move. Uh, the D and D universe is non-Euclidean. <laughs> All right, I'm wondering if I'd be able to go up and over the That's bookshelf. Canon. I'm not even gonna have you roll an acrobatics check. You got the the you're a monk and you have the uh, boots of uh, spider climb. Uh, yeah, the slippers of spider climb. And I do see there's so, a ladder there. Yeah, so. you can. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely get up and over. So. You can move it no check, but you're going to need... Uh, it's going to be, like, difficult terrain. So this, instead of 5 feet to get through, it's going to cost you 10 feet. So, okay. however, uh, instead of going, like, 80 feet towards the creature, you can go 75. Okay. But I think that's going to be enough for you anyway. All right, I'll <laughs> just... Uh, do All right. Uh, did you use your action or bonus action to double your movement? I would use... Uh, I'd use my... It's a difference between punching or summon your astral uh, arms. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have used my action, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to summon me astral arms... Ah, beans, it does cost key. All right, I am lower on key than I thought, uh, which is fine. I still have enough. This is the third time I've used them today, or 
since the long rest. Right. And you should have five key points. So. Per day, yeah. Uh, but I used one to yeah, hit again. For short rest. And two for the summoning. Okay. So, yeah, it's a DC 15 dex save or... Yeah, it rolled a seven. Okay, 2d6 nice. force damage, half a sec. Six points of force damage. Uh, let's see, that was my, my action, my bonus action, and my movement, so I think that's my turn. That would be your turn, correct. Okay. Uh, you see Kiana immediately springs into action, runs Matrix-style up the bookcase Yay. and over, never misses a beat uh, moving across the floor, and gets to a stop 10 feet away. Boom, the astral arms come out and bash against. You see uh, glass orbs on the rack that this thing is sitting on fall out and tumble, hit the ground, and roll across the floor. Uh, the creature gets hit by that, but still you cannot see it. Danny, how do you react? Yeah, well, uh, I got a cannon up, so... <laughs> Oh, boy. You do. Uh, keep in mind, this creature is invisible, which gives you disadvantage on tackles. Good to it. know. So I'm just going to have the cannon slide over a little bit and uh, take use my bonus action to have it fire at the creature at disadvantage. It's two natural fours, so... Oh, buddy. Uh, that's a ten to hit. That'll miss. <laughs> yeah, the cannon just sort of, like, skids on the floor a little bit with its chicken feet, just, like, coming, like a cartoonish coming to a stop and fires and just misses. Uh, and Danny, not really knowing what's up, except that something is attacking, will also skid over next to the cannon and fire off a firebolt, trying to hit whatever it is there. It's going to be a 19 to hit. Uh, at disadvantage, that will hit. Ooh, yeah. Huge. All right, so Danny grabs her uh, arcane firearm there. She's going to fire off that bolt. 15 points of fire damage. Damage on the board. You see this time fire makes contact and rolls off of an invisible body. There's a gurgling and a what sound. What are you? Uh, you don't even know basic no. alchemy. No. I, I, <laughs> we don't, I don't know even if know this know is I... his place. Is this your place? <laughs> Finbar, you are up. Um, I'm going to use my movement to get to here. Yeah. And I should now be in range for a fairy fire. Ooh. 60 Ooh. feet. Yes, fairy fire. Okay. Foot. Uh, <laughs> fucking clever, because uh, that's going to negate the invisibility if it works. Um, so <laughs> I whistle as all of my pixies sort of come, on, roll come high, out. Roll high. Come on, Finbar. Did you roll That's bad? A four. Woo! Four? Yeah. yeah, I rolled really bad. The four All of my pixies fly out of my, uh, uh, out from under my armor and coat, and they all fly, um, across the room, disperse, um, uh, let's say, uh, violet pixie dust all over this creature, um, as he, uh, appears visible, uh, in front of, uh, yes. everyone. Uh, oh, I forgot the layer action, but I'll do it after your turn. Oh, layer action. Uh, uh, you're in its lair. Um, you see uh, the uh, the shimmering glitter of uh, from the pixies uh, coats this monstrous thing. Though you can't see any color, the entire creature is outlined. The massive body, no legs, just like a slug. Gaping mouth. Uh, tur it turns its eyeless face towards Finbar, and the gaping mouth opens, sandworm style. You see like oh, huge tusks no. on the top and bottom, and just rows of round rows of teeth going back into the throat uh on its back four tentacles uh ending in like uh spiny pads whip around that will commence the lair action you guys think he's a fan of dune what's dune <laughs> oh, danny danny you can't keep putting random like materials in your mouth you start hallucinating and talking about <laughs> things that nobody knows about <laughs> 
mean the only thing that's heard it that's close. Kiana, could you please make a uh, wisdom saving throw? <laughs> oh, Ooh. wisdom saving. <laughs> you make these at advantage. You should have targeted yes. Danny for that. <laughs> okay, wisdom saving throw at advantage. I'll just roll both dice at once. <laughs> a 10 and a 12, so the total is 16. Oh, that just succeeds. Yay! Um, you feel, you feel um, a pull almost behind your back, like something is trying to yank you away through space, um, huh? and you, uh, but your mind is steeled against it, and uh, you are not teleported. The uh, end of Finbar's turn, though, which is uh, what is happening now, because that was a retroactive player action, uh, we will take a legendary action, um, and uh, it will teleport itself to... Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, oh, God. Spot it can, oh, uh, uh, 60 feet, um, in order to maximize the number of creatures it can attack. So, this would be a huge pain in the ass you, if it was still invisible. Lucky you, it no longer benefits from being oh, God, uh, right. invisible. Yes. So these attacks are not made at advantage. Instead, it will make two tentacle attacks at Dan uh, Danny and two at Finbar. Oh, good. Danny, watch out. What? <laughs> oh, shit. A uh, 17 and a 23 to hit Danny. Uh, yeah, those will both hit. Uh Ooh, a 15 to hit Finbar. 15 misses. Yes. And a, a even worse. Uh, so <laughs> Finbar uh, manages to shrug off both tentacles. Danny, you get uh, caught with two of them that Ugh, grapple shit. around you. Uh, you're going to take some damage. So good. <laughs> you take no, good. Uh, nine bludgeoning and Ooh. then a uh, follow-up. Oh, buddy. 13 bludgeoning Ooh. so that's what 22 bludgeoning total uh and you are grappled mm. uh until the grapple ends you are restrained good too uh it's an escape uh there's an escape dc if you want to attempt to break out uh that is the creature's turn though um boof it uh shimmers away uh and now uh, as it attacks the invisibility truly ends and you can see blubbering slug-like body uh, covered Gross. in horrible tendrils. Uh, Virla, uh, the thing was bearing down on you a moment ago, now across the room, uh, ready to eat your uh, artificer friend. What would you oh, like to do? that's the threat? Great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll spend all my movements and I'll kind of uh, move next to, I'm assuming that looks like a globe. Um, so I'll move up next to there, kind of uh, it is a, Kiana. if you want to look at it at some point, it is a map <laughs> or something, but. Okay, yeah. At this point, probably not a great, great time. Virla looks at, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, Virla will cast at the second level Tash's Mind Whip. That's an intelligence save, I believe, correct? Yes. Minus two, not great. It's uh, a three down to a one. It will use nice. a legendary resistance. Oh, fuck you. To yeah, instead mm. succeed. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, takes half as much damage, though, on a success. Legendary bad guy. Legendary bad guy. <laughs> and the DM we are, collapse. We are but, we are but tiny little fifth, fifth level people. Uh, it takes half damage on a, mm -hmm. on a success, uh, which means that it yes. takes... Well, that was pretty good. 11 plus 3 minutes. Uh, probably could have used the legendary resistance on the... Uh, seven points of psychic damage. Uh, oh, ho, ho. All right. Seven points. Uh, it does not resist that. So, uh, boom. Uh, you feel the spell take hold and then sh almost shunted back at you as this creature resists the effect, uh, but still does take damage. Is there anything else you would like to do? Um, did my movement, did my action. I don't have a bonus action. That's it for me. Okay. Cool. Uh, it's going to take a legendary action to make a uh, 
bite attack against uh, oh, no. Danny. No. So it means you're restrained. This is at advantage. Danny yeah. is a nothing. Danny is a nothing. Uh, that's a dirty twenty to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> Just uh, barely, one, though. Two, three, four. Hold on. Gotta roll these dice. Uh. That's a good time when the DM says, hold on, I gotta roll these dice. 30, uh, 30 piercing damage. Yeah, oh so I had God. nine hit points left. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Uh, this thing starts chomping down on, on you. Uh, do you have... Wait, do you have Hellish... Or, no, you don't have Hellish... I do not have you Hellish... You have some other spells, no. Yeah. Okay, alright. Uh, yeah, this thing uh, is chomping away. Okay, uh, I go that now, That is right? his legendary action. Okay. Uh, yep, it is your turn now. All right, first of all, one, two, three, four, five, six. Good, I can just close. All right. Uh, I also, uh, this doesn't say that it's a bonus action uh, or anything. I think I can just do it. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it can work on this thing because I don't know if it can understand any languages. Uh, but I am going to shout into its mind, Hey, spit that out! And now I'm going to punch it as many times as I can. Um, uh, you get back in your mind a horrible, uh, clearly speech, but a like horrible, um, how would this sound? Guttural uh, whispers? It can't reply until I use a bonus action to give it the ability to reply to me. It used its own telepathy to talk Aha! back to you. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm still shouting at it, just so it knows what's up. All right, now we punch. Yeah, you can. If you move right here, you can flank with. Um, Doesn't matter. Neymar. He's fired. Yeah. Oh, what? correct. Yes, you have advantage on attack rolls. Thank you. <laughs> uh, because of the shining light he cast on. Yeah, I really should have legendary resisted that. But <laughs> then I would have been down two in a single. Uh, I would have been down two in a single round. Water you know, under the that's bridge. That's not fun. All right, let's do it. Uh, and you only got three total, right? Oh, and it doesn't need to understand uh, the languages I speak. It just needs to understand any language to understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it does. But my yeah, it just responds in a. Uh, it responds in a uh, a language you don't speak. Bah. No universal translator. How gauche. All right. Bam. Uh, first attack, uh, 17 to hit with advantage. It's not my best roll. Yeah, that'll hit. Yes. That'll okay. just hit. 1d6 plus 4. <laughs> 7 points of force damage. Second attack with advantage. Hit. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I mean, that one's going to miss because my top roll was at 12. Uh, going to use a, uh, a key point to flurry of blows. Go ahead. Two more attacks at advantage. Boop. Punch the uh, slug. Just go. <laughs> slug puncher. Just stop rolling off the thing. Uh, well, the top roll on that one was a 10. This is just getting embarrassing. Remember how I had three crits in that earlier fight? I think I used <laughs> up all my luck. Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's, that's not better. good. This guy's way harder to kill. I know. So. Well, that one was a 23 to hit, fortunately. So, I mean, it hits. It just doesn't do all that much. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, 10 points of force damage that time. If I can aim at the tentacles that have Danny grappled, I would like to, but if I can't, that's fine. Yeah, there is a there is a way. Damage won't do it. You could uh, use an action to try to break her free, but it's a it's a strength check to try and rip her out. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, well, next turn. Uh, because of the astral arms, I can use wisdom instead of strength oh, or anything like that. Oh, you can use like your that. wisdom, yes. But it, it's something for next turn, if we live that long. Sorry, okay. yes. Uh, 
Uh, Danny, please go ahead and make a... Uh, actually, no. Um, sorry, real, qu real quick. Um, what's gonna happen is you come in and boom, boom, boom with the astral arms. Uh, it feels exactly like punching a big space slug would feel. Um, oh. It turns its We've blind face towards you, chomping down on the Genasi. Um, uh, let's total gurgle, uh, and we'll use its second legendary action to teleport. Oh no. Are you are you Buddy. fucking kidding me, dude? Well, I gotta think of some backup characters for this game. <laughs> No, no. Uh, it's gonna like teleport it. over here on top of the bookshelf. With Danny? Uh, with, yep, it takes whatever it it takes any oh. creature it has restrained with it. Adios, we just got a buttload of diamonds, Danny, all right? Danny, we might be able to res you. Danny, make a death save. <laughs> we better roll well. I rolled a natural 11. Okay, okay yeah, that's, that's good. That's good, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, Finbar, you are up. Sugar, honey, iced tea. Okay, here's what, here's what we'll do. <laughs> here is what we shall do. I okay, the I can do this. Again. The layer action is just gonna go before its turn. Okay, let's. How many layer actions do does it get? It, it gets, gets one around at uh, what? twenty. Yeah. But I keep forgetting at twenty. It's between Danny and Finbar, and I keep forgetting. Uh -huh. So I'll let Finbar go, and then I'll go. Uh, he'll do his. Fuck. Oh wait, nope, 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 nope. Okay, I, I can still I can hit him from there. Cool. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm gonna dash. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna use my regular movement to get to here. Oh, and you're gonna thorn whip him, aren't ya? Yes, I'm gonna thorn yeah, whip him. Get from him, the, get from him! From the Fomorian gauntlet, fine, shoots out. Come on, Finbar. Okay. Come on. 15? Oh, at advantage? I'm sorry, 15 does not hit. 15 does not hit, of course. Really? Uh, yikes. Uh, yeah, I rolled a 7 and a 4. Oh no. Cool! Yeah, you guys need oh, some no, luck. no, 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 no. Uh, but I can still healing word. Oh. Um, yes, yes. So, Danny, uh, quit playing with me now. No, get up. <laughs> um, cool. That is eight hit points. Oh, thank God. It's okay. Danny. <laughs> okay, Danny, you are up to eight. What I miss? Where's my cannon? Well, you're still in its jaws. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, that's 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 my turn. Oh no. Cool. Um, it is going to use a uh, layer action. Um, Virla, please make a wisdom saving throw. <gasps> Not Virla. Yeah, okay. Come on, buddy. Come okay, on, buddy. Uh, so that... Well, that was, a, that, was a, that was a four plus five, but I'll use my inspiration um, to try and up that up. So it's a d6. Oh, God. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be charitable here and tell you that this is a... It, it, the creature is stupid and so is doing this, but this is an invisible effect uh, from which it cannot currently benefit. Now, if... Uh, I'll, I'll, so, if you want to save your inspiration, that's a good idea. Of course, if the fairy fire drops because Finbar loses concentration, then it will be invisible to you. So, oh, okay. you know, interesting. Your, your call here. So, oh, so, so wait, um, to, to clarify, he's gonna try. A... He doesn't. He doesn't understand that he's fairy fired. So he's using an invisibility. He's gonna try to turn invisible just to you. But the fairy um, fire is still active. So, so you'll the fairy still fire is still active, is. which is if you fail, it won't matter right now. If Finbar drops concentration, it's gonna turn invisible to you. Okay. So. That's okay. You can fail this. Yeah, I'll fail it. Yeah. Save the inspiration. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah you see, the creature turns invisible to you, but um, uh, does not uh, disappear because you are still able to see it. It'll use its final layer action to teleport back. Yeah. And shit. Let me see if I can just find. A teleport spot. where? <laughs> where are we going? Where are we going? Teleport right in the middle here. All right. Uh, where it can hit uh, two big juicy meat targets. Hey. So, 
first attack is coming at uh, Finbar. Okay, here we go. Here we go. That's a two. That's a miss. Yes. Uh, second attack coming at Finbar. Uh, that's a twenty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that's gonna hit. <laughs> uh, cool. You take. You take nine points of bludgeoning damage, and you are okay. grappled. You are also restrained. Damn it. Okay. Oh, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Let me roll the... Go con. ahead. Go ahead. And, yeah, and he'll go ahead and move you five feet closer for free for hitting you. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a concentration check. DC uh, 10. Natural 16. The creature is going to go ahead and uh, make a, an attack at Kiana. Yep, come at me, bro. Let's do this. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Four plus three is seven points of bludgeoning damage. Mm. You're pulled closer. Uh, can't uh, until the grapple ends. The target strength can't use that tentacle on other targets. So it can use the same tentacle to attack Danny that is currently <laughs> holding her with. Okay. So it's going to be an attack roll at advantage. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the only thing it would do. No, it's Don't worry, guys. Fair. We're dividing and conquering. It can only Holy use one shit. tentacle. It's wait. It's bad. It's a nine and a ten. At advantage, plus seven makes it 17. I would like to use my reaction to cast shield, please, to bring my AC up yes. to 20. <laughs> oh. You cast shield. Uh, I felt so bad. I was like, it's got to hit you at advantage. But yeah, it goes to just crush you, and Arcane <laughs> Ward reinforces your body as you cast and prevent from being crushed by it. Fantastic. Okay. That ends its turn. Um, that was Balhanoth. Virla. Uh, all of your friends are currently held by tentacles. Yeah. Uh, one it's going great. One tentacle uh, uh, <laughs> ominously open for you. So what, I, what I'm uh, hearing. What would you like one to do? for everyone. <laughs> what, I, what I'm hearing is insect plague. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, can you cast that again? I, I think I can do it one more time today. I think today. you should use an action to investigate. Wait, is that true? <laughs> I have 10 charges um, and it's five You should no. use an action to investigate the, the globe. I should? I think he's fucking with you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> don't do what I say. I'm the DM. Yeah. I don't yeah. want you to win. Okay, I'm let's just I with thought we were playing TTRPGs, not mind games here. All right. It has really cool information you might learn from it, but... Uh, <laughs> you know. Virla is interested in it. But your friends are also dying, God so... God damn it. Um, okay. Uh, is, okay. Uh, okay, this is interesting. I'm going to get within 10 feet of the of the guy okay w willingly <laughs> and then i'll cast cool uh, i don't have to waste a legendary action on teleport God yeah damn it. and then I'll, I'll i'll cast at second level earth tremor Ooh. um uh -huh. okay you cause What's a tremor in the do? ground within range range being 10 feet each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw on a failed save the creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning and is not prone does that include us okay so, uh, uh it's gonna it's going to include It's going to include Danny and Finbar, who are going to roll a disadvantage because they're restrained, I believe. Well, see, I'm, I'm interested because it says... Oh, wait, is, you is restrained a... disadvantage on... I it says don't... you cause a tremor in the ground within range, I but is. I thought the range was like you had to be within 10 feet to cause, to, to you know, to cast Earth Tremor. But then it says like... Yeah, he's you're, you're within 10 feet of both of those guys. Restraints, yeah, disadvantage on deck saves. Yeah, so, yeah, they're both going to have disadvantage if you cast that on him. Oh, shit, okay. Um, okay. Complex geometry is happening on the map, folks. I know, I know, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> you here, can here. hit one or the other, but you can't hit neither. Yes. Uh, okay, all right, here's what I'm going to do then. Um, not, not that. What does a 15-foot cone look like? Oh, no. 
Uh, a 15 foot cone is going to be yeah, it, yeah. It's gonna hit. Um, you you can either hit the Balhanoth and Finbar, or you can hit the Balhanoth and Finbar. Oh, sorry, uh, or the Balhanoth and Danny. Uh, definitely hit me. Definitely hit me. <laughs> I'm gonna. No, I could take right, it. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like this. A 15 Danny? foot cone is no. like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, you're going. You're going for the 90 degree angle, 15 foot. Or it's. Uh, I actually don't know. It's you're 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 gonna hit one of your friends. Yeah, in the yeah. Off, so it's just All a right. question of well, yeah. I'll I'll do it at I'll do it at second level. I'll do burning hands at second level. Okay. Well, I still gotta make a dexterity uh, save, there, save. But I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry, uh, hey, you He's got me, then. he's got disadvantage, but you know, uh, the Balhanoth has uh, he rolled a five. Oh thank God. So he's gonna take full damage. Uh, what is this? Uh, thirteen. A thirteen does fail. Okay, cool. I, I will use my reaction to um, absorb elements this at the second nice. level. Ooh. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you see the fire flows out and reaps this thing uh, like Sypha against Dracula point blank. You come in and uh, Finbar also takes that, but you see he brings up the gauntlets and the fire, like some of it flows into his spellcasting focus uh, oh instead of uh, just attacking him. Okay. Um, yeah, and that'll be... Uh, that wasn't that great. Eight points of damage for the slug thing, and then four points for, um... Cool. Finn, go bar. ahead and make a, uh, concentration check, please. Yes. Uh, natural 14. Nice. Okay, you're good. Um, Virla, does that end your turn? Um, well, the whole ten-foot thing didn't work out as much as I wanted to. Uh, so let's see, how however far... He got that was fifteen feet. Yeah, he'll do the tw- he'll do the thirty. Feet. He'll do the fifteen feet and just kind of go back. <laughs> cool. He's gonna he make uh, an attack of opportunity against yeah. you. It is. But he, yeah, he wasn't that close. Reach. Yeah, he just walked out of his range. He, oh, range. Wow. he does. Oh, he does have it. Okay, fine. Okay, no, no, I, I, I would. I would say no, no, no. I'd say you'd know he has a ten foot range yeah, at this point. So yeah. if you don't want okay. to incur that, I, I, I do not want yeah. to do that. That's so I, I will not do that. Uh, I will stay where I am and hold my ground. This guy is going to take a legendary action to make a bite at advantage against Finbar. Uh, it's a dirty 20 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, that's 15 plus something, plus 3. That's all, I rolled really low on this one. It's only 16 piercing damage. 16, okay. Uh, alright. I'm getting pretty low here. Here we go. Uh, go ahead and make a concentration check again, please. Natural 17. Cool. Uh... It stays up. Kiana, uh, you are restrained, but you have advantage because of uh, the fairy fire that just will not go down. Right. Uh, Uh, If you'd like to make some attacks, Ah! do them straight now. Sorry, I just accidentally moved. That was not intentional. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. How does breaking out of a grapple work? Uh, You can use your action to uh, make a uh, athletics check, which is a kind of strength check, um, which for you means you can use your wisdom to bust out of them. Just a second. Um, yeah, I think... And then I go back to attacking with advantage. Um, Straight. Uh, you would, yes. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, no, if you break it. Yeah. Yeah. Break, but, uh, yeah, you have to break it, and then I don't think you can punch if you didn't use your action to attack. So, it's... It's definitely uh, not an easy... It, getting out of grapples is a huge cost. Uh, actions, God, that's annoying. Economy-wise, so uh, instead yeah, I could just part of the design that makes them hard to. Ah, instead, right. you can punch. You'll be punching straight. And eh. uh, I'll, I'm gonna remind you, you also have stunning strike. 
That is. It does true. cost a. It costs a key point. Here, so I have gamble, one but... key point left. I can either do stunning strike or I can hit him four times in one turn, or try to. Um, That's tough. Tough choices. I know. <laughs> I am going to take an attack action. Uh, twenty-five to hit. That'll hit. It's four force damage. Uh, eight points force damage. Okay, second attack. Ugh, same result. Uh, that's a nine, so that's gonna miss. Total of nine? Damn. <sighs> I might really need that key point. I'm just gonna do with a bonus action to attack once. Once is no key point. Okay. Okay. Once is no key point. Uh, oh my god. Well, that's a natural 20. Ooh! Yes. <laughs> there you go. Fucking finally. Okay. So that's D6 plus 10. six plus 10. Yeah. yeah, D6 plus 10. I can't add flavor to this to like break off the tentacle I'm in, right? <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. Uh, Flavor-wise, though, it's going to be dope, so go ahead and punch. Well, uh, 12 points of force damage. That's oh. really good. Okay. Boom, uh, boom, boom, boom. Uh, multiple attacks come through, and then you rear back, and both fists at once, bam, right into the side of the face as it goes down to chomp again on Finbar, uh, preventing it. It is going to use a legendary action to become invisible, which uh, does not benefit, but it will if any of you guys, uh, if he ends up losing concentration so uh that's his secondary legendary action oh, while we're actively grappled by him does it actually yeah. help him to turn invisible it does if he breaks the concentration on fairy fire which he doesn't realize is up because he's blind but we're still grappled um, <laughs> like, yeah you know where again you know where he is it's the difference between invisible and hidden hidden creatures uh, you don't know where they are invisible predator style you can tell where they are unless they attempt to hide gotcha. um it's much easier for them to hide because they're invisible yeah it's their predator style camouflage so it's still hard to like fight against them mm. danny you're yes. up you've got a turn with no death saves you are grappled by this tentacle uh this guy is point blank what are you gonna do i have a number of dumb ideas but they are very so point of order question uh are we grappled mm -hmm. or restrained specifically both, both? okay huh? I... chicken cannon to the rescue <laughs> <laughs> I think I can break the grapple on either Kiana or Finbar. You're just gonna have to tank some damage to deal with that. <laughs> buddy, buddy. <laughs> Neither of them are really in tanking mode right now. No, no. I'm above the two-thirds mark, and I'm not a tank still. <laughs> okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh -huh. In the description, has barely even been hit. In the description for grappled, the condition ends if an effect removes the creature, the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler, such as when they're hurled away by the thunder wave spell. Correct. <laughs> yes, that would technically push the creature out of the grapple, uh, dealing damage, and uh, freeing them. So I think what Danny's gonna Fuck do it. because do it. it feels right. Do it. God. <laughs> Just do it to yourself, man. Finbar sees the look in your eye. <laughs> Danny's tangled up. She's like, he accepts his fate. There's no way that I can get myself Captain. out, <laughs> but I think I can get someone else out. And I think, I think. Knowledge of party oh, comp no. tells me that Finbar could probably take the damage better than Kiana can, so I'm going to. Oh jeez. Finbar's definitely the toughest of any of you. <laughs> but that doesn't in, mean he's in, the toughest in, right he's now. Full. He's not. He might not be the best right now. But. Yeah, like I, you know, on a on a hypothetical numerical it's a, scale. It's a, it's a strength <laughs> save. Also, 
He's also it's keeping a con the. Save. Um, That's the thing. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's got the oh, fairy fire going. He's keeping the spell that's that saving your asses. Mm-hmm. Also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, if you have to pick, you can KO me for a little while. <laughs> I've got potions on me. Danny's gonna like turn to look at Finbar, turn to look at Kiana, <laughs> do the mental math. Finbar's got the Here concentration check. Look back at Kiana. Hey, like, like remember how um, area of effect works? Roll with oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and. Danny's gonna struggle. So you're to gonna attempt to bring your hands together and try. You're gonna hit the. Uh, you're gonna hit the Balhanoth and Kiana and attempt to push them away. Yeah, from so each it's other. a fifteen. And I assume the Balhanoth away from a you. A fifteen foot cube centered, uh, it like goes from a direction out for me. So since Kiana is on my like, top side, kind of northern, I'm gonna aim it northern. So it'll hit the edge of the, Slugman, and then also Kiana. <laughs> This is going to be And if she so fails bad. her con save, it's a DC 15, she gets pushed 10 feet away and will be out of the grapple. Okay. Cool. So, Kiana, if you'd like to say, fail, you can attempt, You can fail on purpose uh, to be pushed. It just means you'll take full damage. Okay, yeah. Uh, and if I don't fail, uh, then I don't get pushed and I still take half damage. Correct. Yes. You know what? I'm, uh, correct. It's 2d8 oh, uh, thunder damage. Two, oh, All right, 2d8. so here's the thing. The, okay. the Balhanoth has a uh, plus 8 to this, so I'm going to go ahead and roll in front of the group. Oh, But dear. regardless, one we'll D still get 20 plus 8. Oh, this God. is the one thing he's oh, really good God, at. Oh, God, please. Oh, I no. So. Oh, he's no. going to succeed. He uh, he's still going to so take half, half damage. damage. He succeeds. Okay. But I can choose to fail, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like with with monk-like sereneness accept my fate. <laughs> I'm prepared to get yeeted damage. into that shelf of glass. First rule. Um, First rule uh, of life is pain. Yeah. All right. What's the damage, uh, Danny? Ten points yep. of thunder damage if you take the full damage. Ah! All right. Oof. Okay, that's not so. I could have rolled a lot worse. Uh, Watch out. <laughs> yep. I I'm not uh, unconscious, and that's how far back? Ten feet. Ten feet. Yep. Eat me, Captain. <laughs> Ten feet back, which puts cool. you yeah. You don't out take any. You're not slammed into a. Wa- <laughs> Correct. You're not slammed into a wall or anything. Uh, so you don't take any additional damage from that. Uh, you uh. just kind of get thrown backwards, monk-like land on your feet, uh, and this creature recoils as its tentacles again free. Um, please stay up. Please stay up. Please stay up. Uh, <laughs> That's my turn. I'm there we go. Lair, lair action. It is going to uh, ple- uh, Kiana. Ple- it's, it wants Swear to, to eat those two. Swear to God. Um, it doesn't like the thing that just did it with fire. So. Oh. <laughs> no. Can I get a whiz? No. Can I get a whiz save from uh, Virla, please? Come yeah. on, Virla. <laughs> uh. Is that is that a good? No. Uh. So that's nine plus oh. five is fourteen. I'm gonna use my inspiration for this. Yes. Okay. Yes, please do. Okay. Okay. Uh. Nine. Fourteen. Seventeen. That will succeed. You are not teleported oh, away. T- teleported oh, away. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, I'm teleported away. I'm glad that didn't happen. You can teleport you I'm somewhere. Glad that didn't happen then. Uh, Finn. Okay. All right, that's my inspiration gone. Okay, Finn, you are up. You served me well. Cool. Um, you served me well, Madonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna hit it. Okay. <laughs> yes, do it. We stand in this household. Sickle comes out. <laughs> It's uh, like it's wreathed and flamed from my absorbed elements, um, and uh, oh hell yes, smack! Roll straight, roll straight. Okay, nineteen. I wish, it was, I wish it was a twenty. That that'll hit though. 
yeah, so that's a D4. Uh, 2D6. Uh, okay. That's max on the weapon damage, so 9. Sweet. Uh, plus 7, fire. Uh, 16. 16 damage, not bad. Boom, you see uh, the his one arm that's holding the sickle seems to swell with impossible strength as the Fomorian gauntlet imbues him with power, and he slashes, flames burst from the wound uh, as his absorb element detonates inside the creature. Ooh. Gross. How's this guy looking, by the way? Anything else? Make a strength save. Uh, uh, let me, uh, strength save. Ooh, uh... Uh, he's definitely below half. You guys have put in. A, you guys have been slowly putting in a lot of damage to him. Death by a thousand cuts. Strength saving throw. He is. Uh, he's okay at these. Fourteen. Unfortunately, he has not been skipping leg day. Fourteen total. Legs. He has no legs. Uh, fourteen total. Oh, that's a fail. <gasps> yes. Woo! Cool. What's um. Up? So, uh, my pixies come out. My swarm comes out. Um, and I can move mm-hmm. the target. All right, where do you want him? Okay, I don't have a lot you of can't options. Drop, you can't lift him up and drop him, but you can no, move has, him 15 it, feet somewhere. It says horizontally. It has to be horizontal. This doesn't yeah. break exactly. the grapple on you, does it? It's going to. <gasps> yes! It's force, it's force movement. Straight, it's going to break in, both of them yes. away. Well, straight, we had an option that wasn't hitting me with a thunder wave. No. <laughs> hey, no, my option you see, also worked. Um, it did, uh, it did. It was ang- great. <laughs> Angry Tinkerbell style. Um, uh, more pixies than you've seen yet flood out of his robes and grab this thing, uh, to grab it by, like, the teeth and lift up its jaw a little bit. <laughs> uh, others, uh, grab on to Danny and Finbar, and the rest grab and just shove this thing, uh, propelled from the force of your Fomorian gauntlet. Uh, it slides backwards. Okay, so here's the good news. Uh, uh-huh. it's the, you have broken the restraints on yourselves, which means that it cannot use its final legendary action to bite any of you. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, it also means that none of the upcoming attacks... What's up? Um, I still have a bonus action. Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead and do that. Cool. This thing is clearly going to come for That was all one Danny. action? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I hit with an attack. The absorb elements comes off. My swarm hits. Um, and now I have a bonus action. Delicious. Ah, uh, fucking hell. Who's low? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give Danny... I'm going to give Danny some padding. Uh, yeah, I think use... Danny's single digits right yeah. now, so... <laughs> Eight, baby. Uh, yeah. So take a take a first level uh, healing word because I have a feeling Kiana's going down. Hey, <laughs> we don't know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it could pick any target that's within arm's reach. <laughs> eleven to he- uh, eleven to Danny. Oh, thank you, Finbar. That's huge. Yeah. Very big enough on a cure wounds. Uh, the magical moonlight again uh, soothes your wounds. Okay, uh, there. That's my cool. turn. So, the uh, Balhanath, as I said, cannot use its final legendary action to bite any of you, which is good, because that's the one that does 4d10 plus 7. Uh, it will... The bad news is, it will use its final legendary action to teleport. Ah. Uh, and it is now no! its turn, so it's going to go ahead and make four attacks. Uh, first one on Virla. Oh, oh, my God. Stay up, stay up, buddy. Uh... That's a um, 15 yes, to hit Virla. I will use my reaction to cast shield, which which would fail. Yes. Yes. I have a sense there will be a oh, lot of that okay. going okay. around. Boom. Tentacle oh, misses. Ooh. Second attack on Virla. It 
Uh, that's a oh, yeah, that nine, uh, no hits. twenty-one to hit, Virla. Ah, uh, no. Okay. Whoops. Uh, re-roll that. Uh, max damage. Uh, fifteen Oof. points of bludgeoning damage yeah. to Virla. Oh, buddy. Oh, uh, holy okay, restraint. Okay, sure. Oh no. All right. Next attack comes to Finbar. Okay. Straight roll. That's a fourteen. Is gonna miss. That's yes. a miss. And finally on Danny. Here we go. That's a natural twenty. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I cast shield to bring my AC up to twenty. Wait, Danny's up, gonna, right? That's not gonna do it. Uh, no, it's a 27 yeah, total. no, that's... Danny's not, like, unconscious oh, or anything, uh, right? here we go. This is, uh, no, 2d6 plus 12 plus 3. Uh, 6 plus 12 is 18, plus 3 is 21 points of bludgeoning. I had 19 points. Okay, okay. This is good in the long term. Oh. Uh, I, I want you guys to know the fact that it keeps having to use so many tentacle attacks to to grab you guys is good because instead of making four tentacles, it can do two tentacles in a bite, which is uh, way harder. Oh but gosh, because yeah. you guys keep managing to stay out of its grasp, it keeps having to um, like make more tentacle attacks. Avenge me! Uh, yeah, Virla, the <laughs> tentacle wraps around you and pulls you in. Another one swings for Finbar, uh, but he's uh, strong enough to sort of repel it off with his arm. The last one goes for Danny and just perfectly wow. on the side of the head takes her down and wraps around her Oof. waist and lifts her up horizontally. No! It is your turn, Virla. What will you do? Virla has no uh, effects that could uh, separate us like what Danny and uh, Kiana have been doing, or Finbar even. Yeah, I didn't um, really do anything on that. I just got hit. True. <laughs> Kiana has the ability to just serenely take hits. Um, yeah. <laughs> Part of my training. Virla's, Virla's Let's not extremely unpack low. that too much. Virla's extremely low, but uh, he will cast uh, his last third level spell, Vampiric Touch. Um, so there we go. Do he's it. basically he's basically just gonna clock the the thing. That's an attack roll. Uh, yeah, melee spell attack. Um, that is with uh, advantage because, because uh, okay. disadvantage because you're restrained and advantage because of fairy fire. So. How is it just, right. it's literally touching you. Like, I know. There's part of actually, it, you should be easy well, to hit. You, uh, Red, you, uh, you've played older editions. There's like, there was different kinds of, and I haven't, so this is actually, uh, oh, uh, there was different kinds of AC, weren't there? There was like reset, or a reflex, which is there, like, uh, so, like some, there was a touch AC and there was like there an was attack a touch AC. AC. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. some things, it used to be like a lot easier to just touch someone and cast vampiric touch than it was to slash them with a sword. Also, all I know about 3.5's grappling rules is that they were a morass of complexity that nobody dealt with if yes. they could help it. So, you know. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a lot easier now. Uh, mm. What did you roll oh, here? Yeah. Easy. That's what this fight's <laughs> been. Nine. Nine. Dude, I'm so sorry. Ah! It's okay. Uh, it's concentration, so it's still up, right? Is that how this spell works? Oh yeah, so yeah, that is yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. So you get to go. You get to as long as you keep concentration, you can try again on your next turn. <laughs> that's a big ask, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiana, your turn. Yes. Good. All right. Close the distance. I'm going to do as much damage as I can to this thing yes. from ten feet away. There we go. All right. Uh, so, I'm not grappled. I have advantage yes. again. There we go. <laughs> Unarmed strike number one. <laughs> ha! Uh, dirty 20 Ooh. to hit. Okay. Yes. 
Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Roll. Are, how many attacks are you gonna do? Are you gonna uh, uh, however many attacks? I'm gonna roll them all and then roll damage. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm Speed gonna I'm gonna burn bit. the key point to do, do the uh, yes. the, okay. the two more so, attacks. So that's one hit. Go ahead. Roll three more times at advantage to see how many more times you're gonna hit. Okay. Two up. Oh, okay. Uh, twenty six. Uh, because I rolled hit. nineteen. Uh, I wish I wish you could crit on ranges like you could in three point five. Uh, 16? 16 total will miss. That's okay. two hits and a miss. Final attack. Come on, baby. Two chips oh, and a fuck. miss. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of the natural 20 and the Ooh. natural one I just rolled. Hell yeah. Oh. yeah We'd yes. love to see it. Go ahead. That's going to be... Go ahead and roll it the way that you're going to do it, but uh, total, that's just for the audience to know, that's going to be uh, 3d6 plus... Uh, four, eight, twelve, plus six, eighteen. Three d six plus eighteen is gonna be the, I believe, the total. If I'm doing that math right. Uh, it's uh, it's plus four and yeah. then plus so six. So a d six plus four, a d six plus four, and then a d six plus six plus ten. Yeah. So so yeah. So three d six plus eighteen. Yeah, three d six plus eighteen. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Uh. I rolled an eight on three d six, so twenty six damage total. Force damage. Twenty six is not bad. Force damage. Pow 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 pow. Um, you come in. Oh, this thing. This thing is looking fucked. Uh, uh, I things hope are starting so. to get desperate though. <laughs> um, things are starting to get desperate. You come in. Uh, with your arms, crack crack. A full uh tooth comes flying off. Um, uh, under that barrage. That uh, instead of taking a uh, instead of taking a, uh, uh, what do you call it, to bite, um, it is going to take a legendary action to teleport. Um, God To damn try it. and get away. It's trying to get away from Kiana. Like, no, I mean, uh -huh, if, yeah. it could have. Get out of here. You scared it enough to move. If you hadn't of crit on there, it was probably going to chomp, and it was going to kill someone. Oh, God. Uh, no, you can say it was going to do a lot of damage to someone and, and make them unconscious until they made death saves. Everything you're correct, fine. yes. Uh, except for Danny, who is already unconscious and would have suffered Damn two death it. saves. Um, it's going to teleport just down over here. Um, All right. Uh, and it's going to take the two. It's uh, going to take the squad with him. I see. I see. Yeah, take the, just the two who are who are grappled. Um, cool. Oh, uh, goody. It takes. That's the end of. That's its legendary action. Danny, yes. uh, unconscious. Please make a death save. And please roll well. Natural twelve. Okay. Okay. That's, that's the good. natural. And then I thought you were gonna say natural twenty. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard a natural twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Me too. Um, cool. You uh, hold on. Uh, bleeding out. Uh, consciousness fading in and out for you. Finbar. All right, let's 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 close the gap on this son of a bitch. Finish him off. Yes, please. All right, let's see what we can do. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, real quick, Finbar. Real uh, quick, we got two things to do. Uh, first is that we're gonna do a layer action, mm -hmm. which it just teleported. So, um, uh, if Finbar make a Wisdom saving throw. This okay. Is, uh, this is to see if it becomes invisible to you, which it can't because of Fairy Fire. But uh, 15, 16. For the, uh, that just saves. Um, cool. Uh, now it's going to do its legendary action after uh, Danny's turn. Uh, it will take uh, an, a bite at advantage on Danny. <laughs> no! Oh, holy crap! I rolled two sixes. <laughs> Hold on. Does a wait? Does a does a thirteen hit no! Danny? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, 
even at advantage because you're unconscious it lifts up and with your last remnants of strength um you reach out uh, a scalding hand uh and burn its tongue it reaches back it rears back a little know. bit uh and danny's uh, on snaps, the fringe of consciousness uh, but, but she's isn't still able to it. she reaches out with a last burning <laughs> middle finger <laughs> middle finger yep, that yep, was gonna be yep. two death saves <laughs> yeah. oh, okay Finn, buddy your turn buddy all right um I, i'm gonna say i'm not done with you yet as I move towards the center of the room with this, um, uh, next to this table, that's 30 feet. Um, once again, from the gauntlet, a vine shoots out as I cast Thorn Whip at advantage. Okay. Welcome up. Uh, come on, buddy. Come uh, on, 19. Buddy. Yes! That's uh, 2d6. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's, wow, that's, it's minimum damage. Two. Uh, oh, that's that's rough. Ten feet closer to me, though. Okay. Does that uh, break the grapple on uh, any of them? Ten. Uh, he's gonna uh, not quite because he's still within ten feet of all of them. He's got a ten foot reach with those. Cool. Oh, Make me a strength okay. save. Okay. Here we go. I'm gonna do his strength save. He's got a plus three. So I'm gonna do this in the chat again because it's gonna if he roll one d. Let's do it. Come on, buddy. Plus three. Nine. Ooh. Nine. That's a fail. Huh. 15 feet closer to me. Yes! Five, ten, fifteen. Breaks oh. the grapple with uh, both yes. of them successfully. Yes, uh, The pixies okay. again, a whirl of, of green and blue and red lights. Uh, grab and yank this thing. It squeals. You've never seen your pixies do this much work, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, fuck. Uh, I am... If this thing hits me, I'm probably gonna go down. So I'm gonna use my last, my last second level spell slot. This, this is this is it. I'm all out. Oh boy. Okay. Um, Who are you gonna uh, heal? Uh, let's heal. Let's keep Danny up. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna okay. risk it. I'm not gonna risk oh it. Boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That is uh, a four, a four, and a three. Ooh. Eleven. Your wisdom. And four. So 15. Thank you. Danny again yeah. back in the fight. <clears throat> uh, I have a question. Um, yes. Fortunately, the critter is now within 50 feet of me again. I really want it to try and come after me instead of Finbar. Is there a thing I think I can yell into its head to make it pay attention to me instead of the thing he's point blank on? Oh, goodness. Um, hmm. This is tough. Something it's insulting not very about smart. its mother, it is... perhaps. Go ahead. Whatever you might want to say about it, say, and then I'll let you know if there's a if you if I think there's a chance it might react. Uh, it's a good thought. God, it's a it's a long. I would I'm think. gonna tell you it's a long shot, but I know. Oh god, go ahead, uh, give it, a shot. It, it sounds kind of terrible. First thing I can think is probably gonna be like, who do you think you actually need to kill in here? And it knows yeah, where my uh, brain is. That's true. The... Come at me, bitch. Um, Come at me. Come on. Roll me a DC twenty uh, intimidation check. <laughs> Intimidation, really? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm, like, I, uh, it, it's a it's a huge long shot. Like just to, <laughs> I just need to, to roll get. a nineteen. It's not you gonna happen. Like Kiana, I believe in you. Oh, it was almost a twenty. Instead, uh, it's a two. Oh, I'm sorry. Fortunately, uh, nobody nothing, saw that. <laughs> nothing comes from its brain. Um, Boo. Okay, yeah. Where is it? Where is right, it? Next time, go? I just punch oh, it. It then. is. You guys are literally so close to taking this guy down. Um, <laughs> he's got 
four attacks, he's going to... No, sir. <laughs> Does he? Okay. He can scoop up a lot of people, so let's see what he can do. First attack on Finbar. Do it. No. That's a 16 plus 7. That's going to hit. Is a Jeez. 23. That's 2d6 plus 3. Uh-huh. No. That's seven points of piercing da uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay, I'm still up. Okay. You still okay. up? Okay. Jesus wait, wait, Christ. Let me, let me roll the concentration check. There it is. Uh, it's still up. Oh. <gasps> Jesus Christ. 15. You watch oh this God. tentacle comes in, slams into Finbar's shoulder, uh, takes him down to nearly one knee, but he stands up. All this time, all of this damage, uh, just tanking. This guy, a squishier person would have gone down, but you are Jotun kin. Giant yes. blood. Not so easy to take you down. Uh, it will it'll move back and take an attack against Danny. Bring it, fucker. That's a 7 plus 7 is 14. That doesn't hit. Oh. Hey! It'll use its final attack to make an attack at advantage against Finbar. Okay. This is the bite. This is it. Here we go. Nuh-uh. Uh, you know what? Okay. Uh, Finbar, what's your AC? Uh, 18. 18. Oh. So he needs to roll an 11 at advantage. I'm going to go ahead and roll 2d20 in the chat. If either of these are 11, he's going to hit. Jeez. Why well, you got to do this to us, man? Oh, ah! shit. That's uh, yeah. Oh, shit! Oh, no! Are you kidding oh. me? The RNG's busted, and we all know it. Two 19s? Uh, yeah. I think Finbar's down. going down. Uh, I'm down. At, oh, no. Yeah, 40, 10, oh, plus no. 7. Finbar. Yeah. 10, 20, something. Finbar, uh goes into the mouth and it slowly begins to drag him in. No. Uh, but no. Was the whole why, turn. Why, why you gotta Beerla. kick him while he's down, man? It's enough for him to have You gotta eat him too? Okay. Virla. Virla. You know what you must do. Oh god. Do as I, much damage as possible. Do I wanna? Do I have What do you got? To? Well, I guess he's already, yeah, he's already I down. Mean, but the, but it'll, no, it's just, it's gonna be extra damage on, on Finbar. I can't do insect swarm. I can't that... do that. Don't, no. I don't mean to insect swarm. I mean, do anything that does a lot of damage. That means that fairy fire is going to drop, doesn't it? Yeah, fairy fire drops. Uh, fairy fire does but. drop, um, but it attacked, so it's invisibility left. So it's not currently invisible. <laughs> if it was Good. invisible, yeah, can, we see, can we just see like the floating body of Finbar being digested? That too. We don't know yet. Um, but it's no. not invisible. Um, oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. What do you got, my friends? I don't have many. I don't have many. Uh, uh, what is it? I don't have any spells. He's bad at dex saves, you know. Wait, don't. Isn't. Oh, Vampiric Touch dropped, didn't it? No, no, no. no. Uh, wait, uh, no, it would have been a concentration check on you. Oh, shit. Yes, okay. Because uh, you got you got the one hit. So go ahead. I believe it was a DC 10. So go ahead and just roll me a concentration check, DC 10. Yep. Uh, natural 16. Nice. 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 Okay. okay. Cool. See, Vampiric Touch is still I, up I, if that's how you want to use your action. Well, I do, but that requires me to get within melee range, which I'm not too jazzed about. Um, this it's guy's, mobile enough. This, it you, could close anyway. Got any healing to get That's true. Out? And you... It's no... There's Any no advantage, but... Uh, just throw damage on this thing. It, it can't be... It cannot be up for any much longer if than you that. Can, what is... No. What is the damage on... Uh, what is the damage on... Um, What do you call it? On... That spell you just said. Vampiric Vampiric touch? The three d six. Oh. Okay. But I, I haven't hit it yet. Just damage this. But you have advantage. Oh no, cause fairy fire. But you can still see it, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now. I'm gonna write it down. You could kill this guy if Vampiric okay. touch hits and you roll high enough. Come on, okay. Virla. I, That's not anything, an encouraging statement about how much hit points this thing has left. If I hit it. 
Come on, Everyone send the send all of your energy to Virla. Ah, jeez, I don't even know what Alright, I guess I'll just take a scrap off. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Also, come to peer pressure, and I'll do that. Okay. Oh, buddy. Um. Yeah, it's a thirteen. I don't think that did it. Thirteen does not hit. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, that was my movement, right. that was my action. As a bonus action, can I, can I, uh, it's, it's a bonus action to down a potion of healing to yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. it's not a bonus action to feed it to someone else, especially yes. when they're in the mouth of the <laughs> Yes, 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 I know. Yeah. Okay. Excuse uh, me, sir. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take my, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, just kind of preparing for what's to come. <laughs> All right. Danny, okay. I know you can do a lot of damage yes. all at once. So, Kiana, here's what I'm going to do. Your turn. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. I'm going to grab uh, Finbar and I'm going to pull as hard as I can. Oh my god, do yes. it. Okay, okay, wait. I'm going to tell you right now um, to escape, you need to hit. Uh, now, question Do you have proficiency in athletics? Proficiency? Yeah, well, you got to remember, I've got my astral self. You do. Up. So you get I to use, use wisdom. wisdom. Uh, instead of strength, right. uh, you are not proficient in it. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and I'm add your wisdom, which is plus four. The DC is 15. If you can roll on, a, 11 or higher, if you roll an 11 or higher... Why couldn't it be acrobatics instead? <laughs> if you right. roll an 11 or higher, Finbar is free, and you can use half your movement. You can drag him at half your speed with your bonus action dash to get okay. him out of there. I'm trying. I'm. If, if I fuck up, can I try to use my bonus action to do the same thing? Um... Maybe. No, Maybe. it's an action. Damn it! So my bonus action would have to be something else. Oh you can use your 11. bonus action to dodge. Eleven is uh, exactly yes. what you need. Yes! You you <gasps> okay. jump up, feet on the teeth of this thing, grab Finbar, and as delicately as you can, uh, the astral arms, you put your flesh arms on his body, and the astral arms yep. grab the top and bottom of the jaw and yep. pry. And Reverse you yeet. pull him out. <laughs> Technically, he's grappled by the tentacle, but flavor-wise, uh, you pull him out. Um, that's where you guys are. Uh, you have, if you use your bonus action to dash, you'll have another yes. twenty movement with him. If you want to dash out of there, yeah, we, uh, we it are. It will get an attack of opportunity it. again. It'll get attack of opportunity against you because you came within range. But against me, that's yeah, uh, but not Finbar. That's okay. Fine. Okay. Will that We're gonna will go happen and... before we book it? Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, so let's will. give it a shot. While you're so, it. Come on, come on, Kiana. <laughs> He's still out of the mouth. That's, I don't care. That's a six plus seven is 13. Oh, he misses. too bad. Yeah. All right. Swings we're, wide. We're booking it. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, 20 feet. Uh, no, wait, uh, four, 20 feet. There we go. Finbar, uh, I can't move you. I got it. But I got it. Yeah. Boom. All right. It, the creature oh. will use its legendary action. It has nothing to eat. Uh, uh, bloodied, panicked, in lots of pain. Uh, it will rear around and turn, use its legendary action to turn oh, invisible. Damn it. Uh, God dang it. All right. Uh, but it's still, you can tell it's yep. still right there. It's just, you're going to have disadvantage if you want to hit, hit it with something. Yeah. Okay. Danny, I still have this number written here. What are you going to do? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, Danny's really had a rough time this fight, but, uh, <laughs> ew, you know, when things get bad, you just gotta really explode. So I'm going to cast Scorching Ray oh, at the creature. Make Hell three yeah. attacks. Yes. Okay. First one. There we go. 
Three attack rolls, all at advantage. Oh, disadvantage, but... right? Because it's invisible. Yeah, disadvantage, sorry. It's okay. Awesome. Uh, the cool. first one is a 23 to hit. Oh! At disadvantage, that'll hit. second one. Roll oh, damage. Where my where my d6 is at? There you are. Where and a d8 it? on this first one because it's coming from my arcane firearm. Uh huh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that is gonna be 12 points of fire damage. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. Second attack with the ray. I knew we had a damage dealer <laughs> on the team. I knew it. I told you guys she's your damn. Early on, I told you, she's your damage That's dealer. That's a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, thank goodness. Come on, let's do this. That'll hit at Ooh. disadvantage. Oh, buddy. Uh, that's uh, seven points of fire damage. That's gotta be it. Uh, okay. And the last ray. Oh, nice. That is a uh, 26 to hit. Woo. That'll hit. There we go. <laughs> oh, D6s don't bug me now. I... Yes, Danny, oh, yes, Danny. Nine points of fire damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, yes! oh my god! Danny is Woo! like coated in blood. <laughs> coated in slug guts. Please tell me, how do you kill she this guy? She whips out her multi-tool. Ray number one, very like slow uh, steps forward, just pow, all in a row. Diehard finale yeah, style. Yeah, exactly. Point blank, <laughs> point blank, you see fire chunks burn and sear in this thing. It roars out. Uh, the entire thing quivers, and the color slowly seeps back into it as the invisibility fades. Uh, the fire catching and burning across its sluggish flesh. The Balhanoth dies to your artificer. <gasps> How's everyone doing? Uh, someone give oh, Finbar a fucking potion, please. <laughs> I got it, I got it. Finbar gets one of my normal potions of healing. Oh, uh, yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> technically, yes. Um, good job, guys. Mark that off. I don't remember how potions of healing work. Uh, 2d4 plus 2. Yep. 24 plus 2? Uh, 2d4. 2d4. That makes way more sense. <laughs> uh, 2d4 plus 2. I mean, yeah, we'll get him up, so. Uh, what am I standing uh, on right now? Six. Eight points total. Eight. Huge. Uh, you say that, and as you say that, um, you look down, and the thing that you're standing on uh, actually appears to, like, fizzle away. Um, in fact, everything in the room starts to oh. fizzle away. Oh, no. The, the uh, shells, the all the, the objects turn, uh, dissolve <laughs> into little motes of light, and uh, before oh, any no. of you can observe any further, um, you uh, realize you're standing in a cavernous... Uh, hollowed out rib cage. Oh, um, thank goodness. Uh, your feet fall into water as this th uh, as the floor gives way and you drop a <laughs> few we... inches into the uh, the water that is flooded. Do we see a heart? Um, uh, <laughs> around you, the desiccated remains of a dead god, including where a map of the uh, Great Wheel once stood. Uh, a shriveled, what you can only assume was once a heart to a god. Yes! Oh, thank hey, goodness. Hey, guys, it's another job well I've done. I've never been so happy to find myself in a giant desiccated rib cage. Fibar um, <laughs> is kind of like on his back, floating in some of this water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Points. He's like, oh, man. Um, I can use a snack. Uh, you good, bud? Okay. Uh, yeah, we Do we get it? Yeah. We... Yeah, we got it. Yeah. We got it. Danny exploded it. Uh, it was really cool. Of course, of course you did. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that'll go, Danny. Good job, Danny. You earned that after that <laughs> yeah. horrible, yeah. Yeah. Oh horrible you going down so much. <laughs> it's okay. That's the game. Yeah. It's awful. Ah, I'm gonna go <laughs> grab the heart. Hey, much like last time when we got paid anyway despite fighting a thing, we seem to be doing okay on the gig here. <laughs> All things considered. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah, that could have gone slightly worse. <laughs> How do we get this heart All right, out? Let's go. Yeah, let's go pry the heart loose. Uh, good question. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that um, it's definitely possible uh, with some time, which I'm sure you guys will take. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It is. You know, it's you get some. Uh, it's dark in here, so you get some lights going. Finbar has uh, multiple cutting tools, specifically for taking care of like Ching. you know like gutting things that he's yes. killed before. Uh, this is much They're gonna larger. They're going to need to be washed after this. He is. Um, he is uh, more than well armed in this case. Um, yeah, congratulations, guys. That was a near full HP, like <laughs> max HP Balhan. Oh, uh, oh my god. Uh, CR challenge rating uh, eleven. Mm. Ooh. Hmm. Oh boy. Yeah, that that tracks. We all lived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah, yeah, have any healing yeah. Capabilities. I'll go in and give. I'll give him my last potion of healing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, thanks robot you did good you did you did real good I, I sort of pat him on the chest uh please do not pat me i am close to falling apart oh, uh, oh God. I'll pop, sorry pop a sorry. mending on virla i don't even know if mending does anything just, 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 feels right. and just like prevent stuff from like falling yeah. apart mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> all right let's let's pry the heart loose and get out of here before yeah, anything seriously. else jumps out at us yes there we yes. go yeah my headphones are nearly know. dead okay. um ah. yeah so <laughs> It's okay, because the adventure wraps up. You guys uh, are able to remove the hearts, get it stored in Finbar's uh, um, uh, makeshift uh, carrying heart heart tank. Uh, yeah. Uh, freezer. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was not uh, not an easy fight. You guys Ugh. really made some tough calls there and uh, had some great rolls and some not so great rolls <laughs> and persevered. Congratulations. Ooh, yeah, uh, wow. You return. A conspicuous walk through the streets of Sigil <laughs> uh, brings you back to uh, the Hall of the Grand Connoisseur, who thanks you profusely. You are paid the diamonds you are owed Ooh, and yes. uh, are free to go on your way. Um, you do have a uh, money to return oh, to Uncle Otto yeah. in the city of Brass, yes. so uh, that should probably <laughs> be your next journey, but... For now, you have earned a long rest. And in fact, you have earned <gasps> yes. a long rest. So go Ooh, ahead and let me get some sex. Yes. <laughs> oh, this things things get so spicy right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Multi-class at such a low level is. Oh uh, no, but this is fun. New. But yes. this is this is fun. Awesome, awesome. Oh man. Okay. Fantastic. Oh Great. boy. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope all everyone who listened enjoyed. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. We'll see you next time uh, in the Great Wheel back on the Astral Sea aboard the Paraspera. Hi, I'm Sophia Ricciardi, a.k.a. Just Danny, and you just finished listening to an episode of Rolling with Difficulty. I bet you've got a taste for adventure now, don't you? Lucky for you, we'll be back next week with another fix of plane hopping nonsense. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to contact the pod, feel free to email us at rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. 
If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. And be sure to check out our socials linked in the show notes below for fun extras like character art, Q&As, and more. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a cat to track down. Here, plug, 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 plug. Pss, 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 pss.